Warning. This show is intended for a mature audience only and may contain harsh language, trans fats, live nudes, and derogatory comments about your mother. Those who are easily offended or have no sense of humor are encouraged to turn off the show now. Parental discretion is advised. My enemies are many. My equals are none. They fear me like a force of nature, a dealer in thunder and death. I say, I am Emperor! Highlander and Emperor's Court. It's a celebration of mediocrity. Blow it up your ass. All this energy calling me. Back where it comes from. It's such a crude attitude. It's back where it belongs. All the little kids growing up on the skids. They're going Cleveland rocks. Cleveland rocks. From the shores of Lake Erie to the banks of the mighty Cuyahoga, live from the war room in Cleveland, Ohio, USA, this is the Emperor's Court here on Versa World Productions, VTWProductions.com. I am your host, the Emperor, joined in studio by Highlander. Always a pleasure. And Vire to join us in a little while. He will be a little late as he has to make an appearance for Father's Day here in the U.S. Highlander, how the hell are you? I'm okay. So guess who has two thumbs and got a B on his Japanese midterm? Uh, Dono Yatsu, uh, right here. Yeah, got to be. Is that what that means? That, that's as close as you're going to get. I thought Dono was thank you. Dono. Dono? D-O-N-O. I don't means this. give a shit. I speak only the only language that matters in this world, and that is English. Because it has conquered three quarters of it. And the other quarter we didn't want. Again, it's not like I was English, though. So right. It's not going to matter any because we'll all be speaking Chinese in about 50 years anyway. Well, yeah, but only because you know, they bought us and sold us. Little Rex says, by the way, I passed all my exams. Yeah, but nobody cares. Little Rex, you're so not really... I, I, I guess your blessing worked for him, then. Is, is that what he's that's... trying to say? That his... So that's, like, what? Glossing worked, or how how's that work in the Jim Rome vernacular? Um, I, I don't know. The only thing I, I can think of to correlate would be Stephen Colbert, whenever he mentions something, and something does well, he, of course, that's says what... it to him. He, he calls it the Colbert bump. That's what Rome has always said. Every time you call in, they get something in the jungle. Uh, something it's been or so other. long since I've listened to that show. Yeah, I I, I, it has too. I, to be honest, I completely forgot about that he was even on the air until just recently. Really? No, he's, when, he, he hasn't gone anywhere. He's yeah, still doing I, fine. Well, in the Cleveland market, they cut him back. He's only like two hours now. From what really? Yeah, yeah. I, I why did why they cut him with, with local is, programming? But from, it's always the same five people. Have you ever noticed yes, that on that yes. shit? They just move yeah. them around. It's like uh, so. I know one listens to them. It's it's just like puzzle pieces. Like we'll the, put we'll put Greg Brenda in the afternoon, and then in a couple Kenny of years, Rota we'll, we'll put him in the morning, and then we'll put Kenny Rota in the morning, and then we'll put the other guy yeah. in the afternoon. And they yeah. all suck nads. I, I, it's the same I guys. never like. Do they the not lineup. hire? Are they? Do they not want to hire anyone? They don't have else? any money. They don't. It's not a clear channel station. They don't have any money, and it's a small. I mean, when you get right down to the broadcast station for what was it? WKNR. 
Uh-huh. Yeah, it was like 5,000 watts. I, I'm pretty sure we reach more people than they do. That's not too much of an exaggeration either when you get right down to it. As the phone begins to ring here, um, I hear people walking I just think that's to go so, ahead and get it. I just think it's so quaint that you have a landline. Just well, and, out there. Well, you know what? I've explained why. It's because. Oh, no, yeah, it, I understand. Right. Why. Yes. Did the stream just loop? I don't know. True, you could only hope so, because twice of me is better than anything you'll ever have in your life. So, at any rate, uh, I, I, I guess it doesn't matter. Anyways, he popped back in the news recently, and that's what led me to remember of his existence, this being Jim Rome. Uh, for those who don't know outside the United States or those who don't listen to sports talk, he is a sports talk show host here in the U.S. And apparently he got into it with David Stern, who's the commissioner of the NBA. He asked him on the radio, you know, I, I have to ask the question because a lot of people believe this. What do you say to the fact that a lot of people believe the NBA was rigged, the draft was rigged? Uh-huh. To which, of course, he said, well, I'm, not, I'm tired of answering that question. You're stupid for even asking it. I guess Rome said, and I remember the clip. He's like, well, I think it's a legitimate question. People have a legitimate concern. So I think, you know, it's something to discuss. To which David Stern says, well, I have two questions for you, or two answers to that. One is no. The second one is, do you still beat your wife? Wow. To which Jim Rome said, I don't think that's a fair question. I think what I asked is a fair question. Apparently what what had happened, because I, much like everybody else, then started doing the research, uh-huh. where the hell did this comment come from? Right. And apparently it's simply a logic fallacy, which means no matter what answer you give, it's going to come off poorly because it's a badly worded question. Uh-huh. If you deny it, well, then people say, oh, well, there must be something here because it's denying it. And if you say yes, okay, well, then you've just admitted to what is a heinous crime. Well, it's, it's not a logical fallacy. It's a, right. it's a loaded question is what you're asking. Okay. Yeah. Actually, the way I had, I had read it was it was a logical fallacy. That's what was typed into the article that I read about it. Because mm, okay. I found the... Um, because logical fallacy doesn't mean anything in and of itself. There's tons of logical fallacies. You just would have to say which logical fallacy it is, I suppose. But to me, it sounds more like a loaded question. that You, you can't win either way. And I guess that was what David Stern was trying to get across to Jim Rome. I just personally thought it was a very shitty thing to say. Well, do you beat your wife? Yes, because beating your wife really equates to rigging the draft of you, a game. I mean, if if you're the, the commissioner of the NBA, yes. you're probably, unless there's someone else in charge of that, but I doubt there is, you're the spokesperson yes. for the NBA. You're the, the, the goodwill ambassador. Right. You're the one that, you know. So even if it's a dumb question, uh, don't you think there's a more tactful way to get around that without having to just insult people and make such a huge ruckus over the whole I thing? I guess what really upsets me is the fact that he immediately went to that. There are plenty of other things he could have said, other loaded questions. Well, yeah, you're still dr- you know, driving drunk? Because I believe he's been popped for that. Really? I mean, you could okay. make that comment. See, I, I, was, I was under the assumption that it's, uh, like he'd been hauled in. Or, like, well, that's what everybody started thinking. That's what everybody started thinking. You know, oh, great. Well, then what does Stern know that everybody doesn't? Right, because it, right. And I, I guess Stern came out, or uh, Vrom came out and said, no, what he was pointing out was for those who don't study logic or debate or whatever it is, discourse, uh, right. I, I, whatever they study, is that um, by asking the question, it didn't matter what answer he gave. That was Stern's point was Vrom was asking a question that didn't have a good answer. If he says no, well, then that doesn't you know, answer the conspiracy theorist. If he says yes, well, then you know, he blows the, you know, the roof right, off of everything. Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't know. I, I thought it was very, very crappy of the NBA commissioner to come out and say to, to equate ringing the draft to beating your wife because you know female violence and domestic violence. That's 
That's a laughing matter. We can use that on a sports show. Saying it in levity. Obviously, he was annoyed and pissed. Still, I thought that was pretty crappy. So, Kind of strange. Kind of strange. So you got to be on your exam. What else, you, be on my what else exam. went on this week? What else went on this week? Not a whole heck of a lot. Uh, I read an int- I, I shouldn't say read because it's not correct. I watched a motion comic. Are, are, you, are you familiar with motion comics? No. No? Okay. No. It's Okay, imagine taking like a comic book. Okay. And you've got the art for the comic book and it's there. Yes. Now, you know, the camera might be able to move back and forth, whatever. Now have like limited movement, so to speak, but still using this, the exact same art from the comic book. So is it like they call a graphic or like a, like a limited motion cartoon kind of would be the best way to say it. I'd, I'd have to show so it a cartoon. To it. Got it. Okay, kind of like ahead. a cartoon, but with very limited animation. And I watched one called Superman Red Sun, which I thought was an interesting premise. Okay. The premise is what if Superman was born and raised in the Soviet Union? Instead of America. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah, I thought it was kind of an interesting premise. And it was pretty good. I enjoyed the story. And the premise was the Soviet Union conquers the world? Uh, nearly, yeah. Until what? Do you want me just to give it away? Well, I'm not going to read it. I'm not the, I'm a, a until, comic until, book nerd. Until uh, Lex Luthor defeats him so much. But pretty much that's about it. So the American supervillain has to defeat the Russian supervillain. Well, he's not. A, Lex Luthor isn't necessarily supervillain in this one. Okay. So where the fuck is Batman during all this? Batman, Where's the Justice League, damn it? Batman is created. Uh, actually, Batman is Russian in this one. He gets created because uh, Stalin's son shoots Batman's parents for being anti-Superman protesters. Okay. Which creates Batman, similar to how Bruce Wayne's parents got shot. Yes. Uh, Wonder Woman becomes communist because she's enamored with Superman. Although Superman doesn't see it for whatever reason, because he's like a big Boy Scout. Uh, Got it. Lex Luthor is the one who ends up getting a Green Lantern ring, and that's part of how he defeats Superman. So he joins the Green Lantern Corps. He actually creates the Green Lantern Corps in this particular, you know, what if scenario. So Got it. I've I've seen that one too. Iron Man Extremis. Yeah, it's a motion comic. Yeah. So are these actually made by Marvel and DC, or are yes. these like okay? Yeah, they're made by them. Yeah, they're they have a whole. Separate division that just makes that, yeah. Uh, okay, different, different. Yeah, it was. In fact, it was so different. <clears throat> I actually went ahead and put it on my uh, phone as my as my wallpaper. Oh, okay. Here, take, see, see. I'll take a look. You see? Oh, I see. Yes, the hammer and the sickle. The hammer and the sickle the instead of the S, which I thought was kind of different. Got it. Yes, I, I, I can see that, Lulu. You're lurking. Except when you're lurking, you're usually not <laughs> telling everybody. Psst, I'm lurking. <laughs> Shh. That's awesome. <laughs> nice. Well played, my dear. Well played. I'm not typing <laughs> anything now. I'm uh, hiding. Do you know where I am? <laughs> uh, we have a copy of Superman. I, I thought I thought it was pretty an interesting premise. He's he's not he's he's not the bad guy that you would think he would be, like the total evil kind of thing. Although he does have you know he basically takes over the world, but he he basically the idea is that he's like always watching you. So you know if you're doing everything fine and you're good, it's not a problem. But if you do something wrong, then he'll Show up out of nowhere and, you know. Interesting. Yeah, off. he can't be everywhere at once. He's one person. Well, you know, he has a bunch of other people that, uh, you know, help him out. I see. So Batman is an anti-Soviet Batman. Or yes. at least an anti-Superman he's, he's Batman. He's a terrorist, pretty much, is what he is. Got it. Batman terrorist. Yes. And then... The and then Bat and then suicide to, bomb. And then to bring it all into full circle, um, Superman leaves the planet. Okay. Because basically he's, he realizes that he shouldn't be meddling in everyone's affairs like he has been and trying to take over the world. So he just leaves the planet to have it, you know, whatever happens, happens. 
The United States takes over everything. Ha! Becomes a one-world government under Lex Luthor, which is benevolent. And it ushers in this like, new era of peace and technology and everything. Yeah. Golden age. And you know, blah, 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 blah. And to make a long story short, it turns out that Earth is actually Krypton, like far into the future. And then Jor-El, who is a descendant of Lex Luthor and his wife, send their baby Kyle back into the past in order to save him, which turns out to be Earth, 1930-whenever the hell it was. My head's about Land, to explode. And it lands into the Soviet Union. This is why Union. I don't read comics, because it gets so outlandish. Well, the, the, whole, grand, thing, the whole thing's outlandish. Yeah, the whole thing's outlandish. Oh, Superman. Okay, but I, you know what? I can buy into, for the sake of the comics... A, 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 an a super-powered alien, eternal alien who person. looks exactly like a human being. Yes, that has of course, because that's only natural. <laughs> or somebody finding you know, a ring. By the way, Green Lantern is now gay. Yes, they, you, they you we discussed that. that. Yeah, yes. You discussed that, yeah. So now Alex Luthor is gay. So the gay American takes over the world and is benevolent. Yes. That's what Marvel wants. I'm sorry, DC wants to know. That's what DC wants to know? That's what DC wants us to know. They want us to realize a gay America is a benevolent America. Probably would be. Sad to say. I wouldn't bet wouldn't my be ass more. on it. Literally. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Zenander says, Dark Knight Strikes... By the way, fuck you, uh, ZPG. Dark Knight Strikes Back is also a Batman as a terrorist book. There seems to be a lot of these... Uh, when did everything start getting, start getting out of whack? Everything going in a different direction? That seems to happen a Those lot are t- the, 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 These are just spin-off things. They're right. not like yeah. part of the continuity. It's just like a... It, it was a three-issue miniseries. Just, you know, thrown off. thought it was interesting But, I mean, there's, idea, there's the... the I know Marvel's got there. Was it Universe 2 or is that DC? One of them has got... They both have well, Mar- like other Earths or some shit like that going yeah, on. Yeah, well, there's tons of different Earths on... You know, even, even for DC, too. There's the... Like the the Silver Age is basically their own universe, and the Golden Age is another universe, and too many universes. That's kind of how they justify why none of the characters ever age because they're talking about a different. I see. They're in their perpetual right. Look, it worked for the Simpsons for twenty years. Those people are still wearing the same shit. Why can't they do it? (laughs) Soviet Superman will not stand against Batman. Haven't they had a Batman versus Superman? Oh yeah, fight. Oh yeah. More than once, yeah. Did Batman beat his ass? Um, Probably not. Yeah, not really. It's kind of hard for a usually whenever guy it's to... something like that. What they do is like the only one that I can remember, which is Kingdom Come. Uh, he ends up going in like this big giant like exoskeleton suit to try and try and beat him. And really, it's, it's basically just Superman kind of like lets Batman win. To make a long story short, okay. Like he doesn't like he could probably just kill him just like that, but. Only fifty-two universes in DC. Got it. Yeah, they they had they shrunk them all down. There was a whole. It was countdown to fifty-two. I think is what it was, or something like that. Look, we need to somehow get the Incredible Hulk off of Marvel, put him into DC long enough to rip Batman apart and then take him back. They've had. Uh, sorry, I'm sorry, Superman. They've had crossovers before, have they? Yeah, I'm not surprised. They've had crossovers. They've had one where they both work together and they put two similar characters together. To make them like Copies one of each character, other? no, Got no, it. like uh, they combined like Batman and Wolverine together, and uh, I can't remember Wolverbat. Like that. That'd be different. It was something like that, yeah. Batterine. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I don't do comic books. Sorry, this is too much shit going on. I, I like continuity. I like things making sense from one issue to the next. In comics, you have well, to. Well, they have... do. Like I said, these these are just okay. spin-off okay. things. That's all. It's just. 
You but can read the main line and rebooted so much. It's just kind of well when eh. you've been writing it for what seventy years. That's okay. You know, it's kind of hard to keep everything. Then end it, and then come back later. That's what they did in the twenties or thirties. I'm sorry, the fifties and sixties, when the Silver Age died out until the Golden Age picked up. They've had Hulk versus Superman, apparently. Yeah, I'm, I'm not surprised. Like I said, they've, they've had crossover. Look, Superman's before. still walking. That's the problem. I don't like him. Dark Claw. Thank you, Zenaners. Yes, Dark Claw was the Batman Wolverine put together one character kind of thing. Got it. Who the fuck is Namor? Namor was the first anti-hero. Okay. Yeah. I've never heard of him. Uh, imagine Aquaman. And imagine yeah. Aquaman pissed because we're fucking up the oceans, like throwing garbage in it, stuff like that. I still wouldn't so, care because so Aquaman, who the fuck cares? You want to talk? I'm surprised you thought of if they were going to turn anybody gay, you would have thought he would be the front runner. Aquaman? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. You go play with some eels. No one would care. It would not take anybody by surprise. And no one would have to deal with them because he's in the ocean. And if we want to kill him off, just keep dumping shit in the river. Like I do. Too bad they can't make a Shazam movie. Well, they've, they've, they've made a Captain Marvel. They've made a Superman versus Captain Marvel, like a cartoon movie. It was like an hour long. It's on, uh, what did I see it? I saw it on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Varyar has texted to whine and complain and give excuses why he's not going to be here. Apparently, the weather is bad. Yes, Driving but I, sucks. I managed to get here. That's right, you did. So he's going to be even longer to get here. It, a bunch of bullshit. He's never here on time. It's always something. Father's Day, weather. My car. Now, Pusser's fingering her pussy on, on live film, no less. The woman has no shame. Absolutely none. Talk about an exhibitionist, and so is her cat on the video wall. Superman versus Imp. Nah, see, I'm kind of a Lex Luthor type, but worse and much smarter. And I have hair. Sure. And I'm not that tall. No. So anything else that went on? Anything else? Not that no. we burn 15 minutes talking about shit, neither, but nobody cares about. What are you talking about? Everyone cares. The whole IRC is talking about comic books. Right? Okay, when Look I say that. nobody, I mean me, because I'm the only person right. really in here that really counts. So, Oh, really? Yes, okay. Yeah. Well, then it's all you then, son. Damn I'll just right. kick back and... Ugh. Like always, <laughs> just ride my coattails until it's your time for the quickening. I have no oh, problem Oh, time to show up and do something. Time. I have no problem with that, because it is still the most popular Manly stuff. Manly stuff. Varyara Pussy, stay tuned for more. God damn, the wonder we can't win wars. Damn fire. <laughs> IRC is very quickly turning against our third co-host. What is he saying now? <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. As he spins We've out. gone from I have but one life to right. my country to go fuck yourself. Lulu says, I drove home in a storm to get here. So that's right. That's right. She didn't have to do the show. She's online lurking as she's typing. No, apart from just uh, constantly learning Japanese at an accelerated rate. That's that's about it. Now you're learning this. Are you actually retaining any of any of this? Um, well, I mean, like I said, the vocabulary is difficult, but the, the basics of how to put together sentences and the characters... I'm 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 getting the the hiragana and the katakana. The kanji is probably going to take the rest of my life, <laughs> like everybody else in Japan, because it's going to take forever. Um, but you know, I'm just going to have to learn them one at a time. Well, so. IRC is really turning against Varyar. Scrub puppy, the weather is bad. I quit. Poster, it's raining. I've canceled the revolution. Zianer says, kill Varyar. So nice. People don't like it when you don't show up on time or when you have a convenient excuse like weather. And here we go. Here More Varyar whining inbound. It, say it. <clears throat> and fuck them, too. See, now you can't do that to our listeners. I can because they're my listeners. 
You guys, eh, you really can't tell them to fuck themselves. You kind of got to go with it. Faryar is a bigger pussy than Xenos, my cat. I have no idea what Gravity Rush is. Why, why, did, why did I play Gravity Rush? I, I have no idea. I have no idea. No, yeah. I've not played Gravity Rush. I have no idea what it is. Scrub Puppy, I'm outside in a stupid country filled with brown people, and I showed up, Varyar. That's right. They're trying to kill him. He's still on. He could be mortared at any second. There's probably some, you know, Mujahideen or whatever the hell they are like, coming up behind him and slit his throat on the webcam, no less. Actually, there is a light way in the background there. See, I told you. I... Is there a reason why you have the lights off? Is it you don't want to wake people up? Or? I explained to... See, I might be wrong. Scrub, I told him the reason why there aren't a whole lot of, of lights around your camp. One, because it's 1.30 in the morning where you are. But second, it's because you don't want to give anybody else any you know kind of light or any kind of target to zone in on, to launch a mortar yeah, I across. I guess, but I mean, if I don't know. I mean, I don't know where he's located, but I would think if you're at the base... Right, he can't tell far us. enough back that... I, like you know. I said, they hit the green zone in, in Iraq and Afghanistan all the time. I... Uh, Roach comes in and asks if anyone knows when episode two of The Walking Dead comes out. You mean season two of that? I think he probably, yeah, season okay, two. Because episode two came out a, long a while ago. ago. Speaking of which, I have the first My eight episodes. My sister loves that show. Really? Can't stop talking talks, about yeah. that show. Loves it. Everybody tells me, loves oh, The Walking show. Dead's great. Like, oh, I've had it with the zombies. I'm done. I'm done with the zombies. I, 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 I was annoyed when the whole people are eating people in Florida zombie apocalypse shit was going on the last couple of weeks. That was uh, that was a bridge too far. Too much, I've had. Ah, ha, ha, very funny, pusser. Very funny. You still owe me. And Scrub has not told us why there aren't any lights out. So, Zenith, at the end of, the, at the end of days, there will be a final battle. Emperor and Highlander against the forces of evil. And Ivaria will arrive the day after. <laughs> I'm here, guys. What I miss? The you only other the problem war, with Varya. that, I think, would be Emperor would be leading the forces of evil. Uh, that's that's kind of what I assumed that when I saw against, I'm like, oh, I thought we'd be at the head of that horde. <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I've always assumed. <laughs> All right. Uh, so what's new with you then? Okay. Uh, my then Emple have out-eviled the force of evil and plunged the world into eternal darkness. Scrub Puppy says, we're outside. Yes, I know wow, you're thanks. outside. Yeah, I know you're outside. You can't turn the light it's on? 110 degrees. I guess I'd be outside, too. I assume they don't have air conditioning in whatever, you know, that fourth world nation is. No, I don't even think there's air conditioning outside in America. Scrub, it's relatively safe, though. Probably. Yeah, but if there's any country in the world that might be air conditioning outside, it would be us. It probably, yeah. We are lazy enough. That's right. We probably want air conditioning outside. I do. You need to build a suit that has air conditioning. Or dome. Or, well, I like being outside. I just need one of those dune-like still suits. That's what I need. One of those where you have, like, the... Yeah. I already got the blue eyes. Just need the suit. So, what did I do this week? Well, um, let's see. I worked my ass off, uh, Edge. Now, Emp would be his own faction and take on both good and evil. Now, see, that would make more sense. Okay. The Emperor faction, a three-quarter war. I could war. see that. Yes, because yes. I am neither good nor evil. I am benevolent and cruel in my own ways. I could see that. That, that would work for me, actually. We already have a cult. We just need a militant arm of that. An Ordo militant, as it was. Anyways, uh, I worked my ass off this week. Um, I've got a, a special project that I'm working that is eating up a lot of my time. So, in fact, next week I will be putting in copious amounts of overtime, including probably next Saturday. So, come next Sunday, I will be a walking zombie myself. 
Scrub Puppy says there's no lights because the guys who are supposed to be uh, are supposed to turn the generators on aren't doing their jobs. See, I knew there's supposed to be lights. Okay. There. Well, maybe it's just like Varyar. I mean, really, I, mean, I, I, just, I, mean, I can understand your point, but I guess, you know, during the day, don't you think that the large tanks and giant pe- you know, loads of Americans and in army uniforms would kind of give away their position too? You know, I, I just, that's what I'm thinking. Okay. But you still, you want to hit one specific barracks or one specific building. It helps if it has a light. So I'm just, I'm, okay. just it makes sense to me. Lulu, your eyes aren't blue within blue, dear. Uh, close enough. Damn it. Anyways. So I worked my ass off uh, this weekend. Let's see. Well, I, I did put in uh, about eight hours or so this week, which is actually quite a bit. I needed downtime. Uh, Varyar and I and ZPG have been playing a great deal of uh, uh, Sins of the Solar Empire Rebellion. Okay. Uh, Stakeham's joined us for a couple of those. Shriek's joined us, I think, for one of them. And that was okay. I mean, the expansion was all right. 40 bucks, I think it was an awful lot considering what they gave us, which was they simply gave us the exact same game. They split the factions in half. So now there's a Loyalist faction and a Rebel faction for each one. Oh, okay. So there should be three races. Now there's six. Aha. And there are slightly different abilities for each one. And they added an extra class of ship. One ship. One ship. One ship. So. Extra class of one. Yes. Like army of one. Correct. So there was that. I, I Again, I, I thought it was um, a little expensive for what it was. Mm. Uh, but it, it's entertaining so far. It, it's taking all. See, Scrubs is we're a huge target. Well, of course you are. Uh, it's taken a little get to getting used to because you have to learn some of the factions all over again. They kind of reworked the way the technology tree works. Some I like, some I don't. It's still a, a missile frigate heavy game, at least in the early going. They've added Corvettes. I'm sorry, they added two ships. So Corvettes are in there now. And there's a new capital ship. So it's just like, eh. So it, it's taken some, uh, some getting used to. It's Which is good. It, it's something different. They didn't add a whole lot of maps, if any, that I saw. And most everybody plays the random map generator anyways. They need something bigger than huge. I'm not talking multi-star system. I'm talking one-star system. Because five on five, you bump into people really quick. Really? Even with 100 planets to go off of. Wow. So I you know, killed off trillions of digital people. Uh, I can't imagine how many war crimes I could be brought up on after all these years of gaming and blowing up entire civilizations. And I don't know how many times I've committed genocide and xenocide. But Do we have any listeners from Sweden? Uh, yes, we do. We do? Why do you ask? I've been watching... What about genocide led to Sweden? No, no, it's just something that popped into my mind, something else that uh, I did. Okay. I've, did been a watching a, a, I've been watching a Swedish science fiction show. Really? Yes. Herda, herda, herda. I'm sure that's probably what it is in Swedish. Okay. Uh, in, in normal speak, it translates <laughs> roughly into real humans. Uh, okay. I don't, I, I don't even ask me to pronounce what it is, the actual Swedish title. It begins, I won't. begins with an A. It's all I know. Uh, the the premise is that there's it's almost like uh like replicants kind of thing. There's like humanoid robots all over the place that are pretty close to human, and it's just sort of the like a bunch of datas. Yeah, yeah, but a, a bit more a bit more uh, humanish than than datas. But it's it's just sort of like the society, you know, like what society is like. There's there's three different stories going on. There's a there's a group of rebel ones that are trying to get their rights and stuff. There's there's one with a family that just bought one, and they're trying to like adjust to having it around the house. And there's another one where there's an old guy where his old robot's like falling apart and malfunctioning all the time, but he's attached to it like a friend. So they get this other one to come in, and now it's like this big power struggle with you know 
him trying to get used to all this other stuff. And then there's another thing going on with a bunch of people that hate the robots and want to blow them all up and get rid of them. They're like a terrorist group. So you've got all these different stories intertwining among one another. So you're watching it. How long has this thing been out for? Uh, there's 10 episodes. It was the first season. Okay. So I'm on like episode four. Lulu, so it's Blade Runner in Swedish. Actually, very much so. Yeah, it's very much like Blade Runner in Swedish. Well, there goes the novelty of the whole thing. That's true. Although, although it, yeah. there's not people like hunting them down or anything. Like they're they're perfectly legal to have, and that's the whole point of it. It's you go to the store and you can pick up one. There's you know there's there's worker ones and you know sex ones obviously, and ones that uh, watch old people and all that kind of stuff. So they're like Mexicans. You can go near like Home Depot and buy a couple. Maybe one for work in your yard, one to have sex with, one to watch your kids. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Got it. Okay. But I bet Mexicans are cheaper. There's more of them. Probably. Elite Hatcher, this is just Asimov redone. Yeah, it's like iRobot, but, you know. Well, you know, there's nothing new under the sun. It's all the same stuff. Right. It's just how they present it. And is the Titan worth making in Sins of a Solar Empire? Uh, Epic Lurk wants to know. I would say it's worth making. I would say I don't, ex- I, I, I don't rush to build it, which I know some players do. Because the thing is just one giant uh, target. It's it's a focus fire magnet. As soon as it jumps in your system, uh, your first reaction is, oh, shit, there's a titan in my star system. Uh-huh. The next thing that happens is all of your ships and your planetary defenses now focus on that. And when it blows up and it's gone, there it goes 20 minutes worth of resources it took you to save up to build. So you're saying it's, it's, it's so big it's become a target. It it's is not, a target, it's absolutely. It's not worth having. And it comes with a lot of... of uh, a lot of armor, a lot of shields, but yes, absolutely, it is a target. So since it comes in, you know, it's it's soaking up fire, which is fine. You know, if you're like the the Trade Federation, you know, uh, that's great because it has defensive abilities and it can absorb a lot of damage. Meanwhile, you got other stuff running around there. But somebody's saying, it's mass corvettes kill it. Well, fine, then you build a bunch of flak frigates or defense vessels and you have it escorted, you have it floating around. It's the same thing with anything. You don't send your cavalry in without infantry support. It's the same deal. You don't send the Titan in without support. Your battleship will just die. So, Anywho. Nobody cares about your elite troops. Plus her, it, Danish troops with Green Berets aren't elite troops. Yeah, I, how do I politely say that they don't have elite anything? It's Dane or Denmark. It's just, yeah. How those elite troops work for you in the last couple of wars you were in? Oh, too soon. Because they got invaded and taken. Shut up. Anyways, what else have I done? Uh, Friday night, played some games. Saturday, what the hell did I do last night? I picked up, finally, because it, it just came out actually a couple weeks ago, was Love Never Dies, which is the sequel to Phantom of the Opera. Right, you were telling me about right. that. Right. Yeah. It, it's, it, <clears throat> actually, it's opening up in Copenhagen, speaking of Denmark. Yes. Copenhagen? Yes. yes. Copenhagen, speaking of Denmark. Denmark yeah, yeah. yeah. Opens up actually later this year. Speaking of which, so I picked it up on Blu-ray and well, thank you, Lulu. That's very nice of you to leave your dinner early to listen to the show. Usually I skip dinner to do the show. So if you're looking for me to give you applause, it's not going to happen because I always skip dinner to do this show. Except today because it was a roast day because it was Father's Day and it was a good roast. I'm not a big fan of roast. Well done, Mystic Man. I was raised on it. so I'll I'll eat it, but it's not something I would choose. Hmm. It was a beef roast. It was good. Anyhow, moving on. So I got to watch this, and it was of the Australian production. Now, they have one. Now, I've read the reviews on this thing, and the reviews were very poor. People, the critics, did not like it. Well, from what I I remember, because you showed us this, yes. that initially it was poor, but then the Australians seemed to have figured it out. Right. They made it a little better. They dropped it. And I, I have listened to the CDs 
and it was the London cast, and it was first run. And I read, uh, you know, I listened to this probably about a dozen times from end to end. Okay. So, uh, that's true. Had dinner with friends on Saturday. Thank you for reminding me. So there, was it Saturday? Shit. No, it was Friday. It was Friday? God damn it! I don't, it was Friday night. So I had dinner with friends on Friday night. So like a day and a half ago. Yes. Shut up, Lulu. Anyways. So I and I watched this thing and I'm expecting the worst. Now I've listened to the whole, the whole thing. The, the songs aren't bad. There's uh-huh. a couple on there that are decent, that are good, that I wouldn't mind you know hearing again. Uh-huh. Would I put it on par as Phantom of the Opera? No. Well, it's, it's come on. You're comparing you know Phantom of the Opera. It's, but it's Andrew Lloyd Webber. The guy is pretty gold on most things. Most He's had some things, misses. Yeah. But by and large, especially with something like this, you'd expect he'd hit out of the park. Right. Yeah. Well, I I'd say he got a double. Okay. All right, for him it was mediocre. For most people, it would be their their uh, magnum opus. Magnum, uh-huh, sure. Yeah, yeah, okay. I yeah. Anyhow, so I watched it. It wasn't it wasn't bad. It was okay. I was impressed with the camera work. I was impressed. So you watched it? What was it yes, like? It's on, on Blu-ray. Uh, oh, I got it on okay. Blu-ray. I went and bought it. So someone went and like filmed the uh, yes the, pres- uh, they, the performance of it. right in Australia because the Australian cast and they okay. did it. They dropped a few of the songs. They reworded some of the, the some of the uh, lyrics okay. for some of the songs. I, I noticed that. Because I'm, you know, mouthing to the words as, as they're singing, and then they kind of, you know, deviate a little bit. I'm like, okay, kind of like the original, but all right, I'll go with it. It works. Okay. The Phantom, I think it was Ben Lewis, did uh, it's an okay job. I wasn't, I was not He's overly. He's no Michael Crawford? No. Well, no. who is? I was literally about to say, who is who Michael is? Crawford? But I've heard better Phantom of the Operas than him. Really? I better than, than Michael Crawford? No, 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 no. Better than Ben Lewis. Oh, okay. Okay. I was not impressed. And this is a completely Australian cast. They didn't carry over many from the English um, uh, cast, the, the London, London cast. Premier. Yeah, okay. yeah. Well, that makes sense to a degree. You're going to fly them halfway around the world for. You know. Well, yeah, I fucking Sarah Brightman, Michael Crawford, and what's his nuts that played Raoul went all. Yeah, over but the they're all. I mean, you can't have them in it, but still. Well, if, no. If, if if the London cast got horrible reviews, then yeah, you know, there's there's actors in Australia just to use them. Well, it wasn't just the they cast. It, it was it was the setup, the stage, the storyline. Look, you see it coming a mile away. As soon as you see the kid on screen, I'm like, 10 years, the kid's 10 years old, got it. I know where this <laughs> is going, and it isn't going to end well for anyone. <laughs> but the last one didn't either, so, yeah. Now, the, the, the second female lead, which is Meg Jerry, who's from the first one, okay. the chick playing this thing, she can sing, she can dance, she looks like she's 50. Really? And this chick is supposed to be in her late 20s, early 30s, yeah. like 28, 29 years old. Highlander, I don't care how much makeup you pour on this chick. <laughs> <laughs> she you looks like a used baseball mitt. All right, she's just ouch. Yeah, hang on. Let me see if I can pull up uh, her okay. name here. I got a. The last last musical I listened to was I actually got the album for Spider Man: Turn Off the Dark. How I was told that the music on that sucked. It's I mean there there are a couple songs that I I like, but overall very very underwhelming, very disappointing. Because you too was supposed to have done the music for that. They thing, did. That's why everybody was yeah, so well, pissed. Technically not U2, it's Bono and The Edge, but yeah, okay. basically it's U2. But from what I understand is that a lot of people had high hopes for this thing, and then when it came sure. out, it's like, wait, Bono did this turd? This thing sucks. So, Well, it's, it's, it's making money finally. Is um, it? Yeah. what they're, it took them forever to get it figured out. What they're doing, I, I, I just because I, I read about it once I got the soundtrack, and I just thought, how's it doing? Is it still going or whatever? And what, what it is is... Uh, like up to 50% of the audience is non-English speakers. People that are like coming into New York for vacation or whatever. Right. And they're some, I don't know how they're doing it. I don't know if it's the 
tourist bureau or whatever, but they're they're funneling them in to see Spider Man turn off the dark. So that's that's how they're making money. Wait, we got just the thing. You like Spider Man, don't you? Yeah, this is her. This one that plays Meg Jerry. Yeah, she doesn't really look no. late twenties, really. Thin. And I mean, she she's a blonde in the show. No, she doesn't. But I but mean, she, no, she her best years thin. are behind her now. I think. Yeah. Unfortunately, I could not find either for her or the one who plays Christine Daae, uh, which was Anna O'Brien. And you want to talk about a hot redhead? Uh-huh. I would pay to meet this chick. She is smoking hot. Now, who who is this? Uh, well, I'll pick that up in a minute. But I'm okay. just trying to see. I would love to know how old this chick is. Birth date. It's Sharon Miller Chip. So, da 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 da. It just shows the Australian cast, Love Never Dies. But it doesn't give, I don't think, a birth date. I would like to know. I know you're not supposed to ask a woman her age. Well, I'm not asking her, just trying to find it on my own. So, if somebody could find out for this, I'll post it right here. Here's how Doesn't she have it. a Wikipedia page? Uh, she does not. Neither does. She's the one not that, notable enough. Though. Nope. All right. Neither does Christine Daae, which I was pissed. Pissed. That's the reason I got on here. As I went looking for, it's uh, Anne okay. O'Brien. Although it's spelled O'Burne, it's actually supposed to be O'Brien. And you, oh man, <laughs> this chick. Yeah, let's see. Uh, Is that her? The second one there. That's her right oh, there. Oh, there you go. Yeah, not bad. Not up. Uh, not sh- too shabby. Blue eyes, red hair, phenomenal. Got a great voice. Was just. Oh, no, she's got her own website. There you go. That's her. She does have that sort of like, uh, what's that group that you're always... Celtic woman. There you go. Yes, and it's a good point. Now that you mention it, she looks like she could fit right in. Got the same kind of dress, same look. She got the Irish name. Yeah, she, in the musical, she was phenomenal. And not just uh, good looking, but she can sing. She can belt them out. So that was pretty much the highlight of it all. Anyways, the songs were good. The production was good. uh, The acting was fine. I would, if it came into town... The Playhouse Square, I would go see it. You'd go see it? I would go see it. Fair enough. Uh, let's see. The, Fair so, enough. They had some guy who played Raul, and he you know, did a good job of being a douche. That's what his job was. The kid did okay. You know, it's a kid. Uh-huh. Ben Lewis. Yeah, that's this dude. Him. That's him? Yep. Okay. An English-born Australian musical theater actor, most recently portraying The Phantom in the Melbourne and Sydney productions of Andrew Lloyd Webber's Love Never Dies. And again... I see no age on any of these guys. And he looked a little up there, too. He's well, that would make a little fuck. more sense. Yeah. Anyhow. More believable. Spe- uh, speaking yes. of music, I just found this out two days ago. What's that? Would you believe who put out an album, like, last week? The Beach Boys. A brand new really? album. A brand new album. Okay, now which... All original music. Which version the, of no, The no. Beach Boys? The Beach Boys. They got them Bri- all back Brian together. Brian Wilson, Mike Love, Al Jard, yes. All the ones that are still alive, yes. So in what landfill is that hatchet buried? Because they hate each exactly. other. Exactly. I like don't know. three different bands. They, they not only bury the hatchet, they are currently in the middle of a 50th anniversary grand I know that, circle tour. But I thought world. it was like uh, it was no. Dr. Love's uh, group. That he, I think, owns the rights he, to he the Beach Boys. He owns the rights to the name of the Beach Boys. Right. Yeah. So but I no, thought it was just all, him and like a bunch of... Yeah, it's called uh, That's Why God Made the Radio. That's the name of the album. No shit. It like just came out like last week. Uh, apparently, okay, who was born in 1969? Sharon Miller Chip or Anne O'Brien? Because I'd love to know how old she is, too. She looks like she's in her no, 20s. She looks, yeah, she looks like she's born yeah. in like 85 or mm-hmm. 88, something like that. 
Would love to know. Isn't one of them dead? More than one. Uh, Dennis Wilson is dead. The drummer's Carl- dead. Dennis Wilson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Carl Wilson, uh, one of the main singers and the guitarist, he's dead. Uh, he said one just died last month. Not that I remember. No, no, no. Not last month. Find out how old she is and then get me an address and a phone number. I'm going to Australia. <laughs> going to Australia. <laughs> Tell Mr. Quinn. I'll be back you in and a probably month. about 50 million. Right. Uh, You're kidding me? I'm sure she's got a thousand people after her all the time. Thanks, Zine Anders. She's old enough. Great. That, thanks, Dick. Anyhow, uh, so that was my Saturday. I got to watch it last night after playing some games. Did some steamrolling Saturday night. Just beat the shit out of some people. And I should have felt bad, but I didn't. Because as soon as I saw the team makeup, and I've been a little around the community long enough to know who the good players are and who aren't. Uh-huh. And I'm looking, it's just me, three of the guys are really good, one guy who I did not know against five people whose names told me I had a good idea that they were probably noobs. And they were. <laughs> they were. The one guy died in five minutes. <laughs> the guy who died last month from the Beastie Boys. Yes. <laughs> Totally uh, different MCA? groups. Yes. Yes. Similar names. Did one of them die? Very no, that's, that's different show. Yeah. Very different <laughs> audiences. But you know, those old 60s and 70s bands, man, they pull in a ton of people for their concerts. I mean, for their they, tours, they, they just, rank uh, it in. They were just here. They played uh, Blossom a few days ago. Dude, I, I really? If, if I had known they were doing all this, I probably would have gone. Yeah, I wish, I'm a huge I love, Beach Boys. So am I. Love the Beach Boys. Yeah. I wish, oh, I, they, they were at Blossom on June 13th. Did not know. But that'll listen to WMGI, so no, I don't I'm listen sure to that's that, who would be broadcast. Or like 102, because I, okay. I actually listened to their album. It's basically like things you would hear on like 102.1. Something like, like soft rock, adult contemporary, I guess would be the word to describe it. Okay. I don't know. Uh, apparently, uh, Anna Bryan graduated college in 2008. So let's fast. Let's assume she graduated when she was 22, 23, maybe. Okay, so, so she's in her mid twenties, twenty seven, yeah. twenty eight. She's from nineteen eighty. Nineteen eighty. That puts her at thirty two. Right in my wheelhouse, baby. There you go. Only two years. Wow. She was born in Dublin. That explains a hell of a lot. So there's the name, the red hair, and the blue eyes. Now find me an address and a phone number. Keep going, Buster. We're doing well. <laughs> Some weird guy in the internet stalking you, sending his listeners out looking for you. Buster <laughs> uh, right, okay. cracks knuckles. All right, I'll stop there. Yes. <laughs> Let's not we'll bridge get too, too far. Creepy. Yes. <clears throat> and then today we went and saw Madagascar three because my daughter wanted to go out and do something as a family. And I said, "All right, let's go to the movies." Because I do want to see Brave, which is a Pixar film. Yes, I'm sure Irish, you did. Although it's Scottish. Yes. Uh, comes out next week. So I'm looking forward to that yeah. one. So I'll go see that one. I'm sure it'll have the... Uh, if you ever notice all those movies, where if it's like Scotland or Ireland, there's always that one shot where you can hear the bagpipes and it sounds like there's an echo, like they're off in the distance. Yes. And the camera's zooming by and there's green hills everywhere. And it's got like a mountain or something. Yeah, there's yes. always... My, it, I'm sure it'll have that. Sure. All those movies have it. It doesn't matter what it is. But it's stereotypical Celt, so yes. I mean, yeah. it kind of goes with it. So we saw Madagascar 3 today, the three of us went. So how was that? I've, I, I've not seen one or two, but... I have remembered that Xenander's uh, actually found me an address. Are you shitting me? Are you sure that's really her? Well, Poster though? says she currently lives in London. Xenander's is giving me an Australian address. Well, if, if, if she's in the Australian cast, then obviously she's living in London. She's living in Australia somewhere. Well, except that the show ended on April. Oh, We're done. Okay. It's going on in Copenhagen now, and it's not the same group. So I... Okay, so there's... Contact? Okay. You know well, what? It's the same website we were just looking at. I just... I was actually only being facetious. I didn't actually look actually, in. Is there actually... Okay, let's, let's take a look. I'll take a look. 
Okay, well, no, oh, that, that's, that's, her, that's, that's, that's her, the management. Co- that's her agents. Although, if we hung out at their agents building long enough, she's bound to go by. You'd think so. Process of elimination. Liz Ellis Management. Maybe if we take her hostage. <laughs> Jeez. I want it. And pull a real phantom thing. No, I want a private concert. You want this bitch back. <laughs> oh, my God. How come I can't see her face? Because I'm wearing a mask. She'd be used to this by now. Would you have on your, like, Napoleon hat on and everything? And I'd probably wear, like, a V for Vendetta mask. A v for Vendetta. Because okay. that, you know, the whole the internet Fox. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I have one of those. I've well, talked about do. that. I've well, I, I may or may not have used it. I was going to say, someplace. I was waiting for the denial here. Yes. You know, I just read somewhere there's only 40,000 Scientologists left. I thought they were up to like 10 million once no, upon a time. No, no. Oh, that's what they um, claim, anyway. They claim, they, they claim anyone who's, like, if, if you've bought a copy of Dianetics, yeah. you're counted into that toy. Oh. I mean, look, the economy's been rough on everybody. But it, you can't it, just, you can't afford to be but from, from, uh, Scientologists these there days. There was. I, I didn't read the full article. Basically, it was like a really high up person kind of defected, said, you know, fuck this shit. And basically, that happens he, every couple of years. Yeah, yeah. And basically, he said there's, there's about 40,000 actual Scientologists left. <laughs> and yet, they have so much money. Isn't that crazy? It's insane. You know why? Because they built them. That's why. It's oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Wow. Scrub Puppy, let's all show up at our place. Yeah, let's do that. We want a why free not? concert. Why not? Yeah, we're just uh, hanging out. We, yeah, we don't want to hear you sing. We're just here to look at you. <laughs> <laughs> Next week's Forbidden Knowledge from Zenith. How I'm to take celebs hostage. hostage. Hey, there you go. There you go. That's yeah. not a bad idea. That might work. You need to put a lot of de- like forewarnings and denials and the start of that one. So, I'll... Stop mocking the way I talk, bitch. God. Let's see. So I, I, I forgot one thing. When I, before I saw this movie, which was very quickly apparent to me, and I remembered, I don't like the Madagascar franchise. It's oh, not okay. funny. It's stupid. I, I yeah, I, I've, not like, I've 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 not seen it. I've only seen those things, and I, I can tell it it doesn't. It would not no. appeal to you. No. I like. It was probably loud and obnoxious. It was and, okay. The jokes are you can see them coming a mile away. Mm-hmm. They're clearly you know aimed at adults, even though it's a kid. And people, you can hear some like. Ugh. Coming from other parents, I know the guy behind me was grunting the whole time. Like, oh god! So, Scrub Puppy actually just checked out her picture. She's got a flat face and a huge nose. What the hell are you talking about? Good lord! What? Jesus Christ, Scrub! I hate to see That's your like standards, the, man. Uh, wow! Have you seen the two out of ten meme yet? <laughs> no. It's it started with uh, actually I think I have like there's some... a picture of of, of, of Stacy Keebler back when she was in the WWE. Okay, and it's it's I've, I've seen the picture before, and basically someone. Someone points out every minuscule minor flaw they can think of to say why she's ugly. And then at the bottom it says, two out of ten would not do. So basically it turned into this thing where like right. you find a really, really a hot, hot chick. And, like, and you're just like, mm, her eyebrow is one centimeter. Like, you know, right. Eyes a little like bigger this, than the other. Yeah. You know, and, and who the hell wears that? You know, like, two out of ten wouldn't do. When you look like me, it pays to be picky. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyhow, it was uh, just an awful movie. I, I, oh, God, it was terrible. I saw a lot of the previews because um, I actually paid attention to these. Uh-huh. Uh, I like some of the stuff that's coming out, though. What's coming out? Despicable Me 2. Oh, okay. I like, I, I like Despicable Me. Okay. I, I, thought, like that I thought that was cute. Yeah. Uh, Brave is coming out. Of course. I've seen that trailer, I don't know, half a dozen times. Yeah, I've seen it. Everywhere. It's everywhere. So yeah. we'll be going to see that. There is another one by DreamWorks about, what is it? Something about 
some kid named Norman who can see the dead. See the dead. It, it's like the Sixth Sense, except that he can, you know, oh, okay. use ghosts to his power. Are they? Uh, is is Disney putting out ones for Wreck It Ralph yet? Did you I see have that? not seen anything. Yeah. That's that's Disney's next movie. That's based on a video game character. That's that's the premise that he he's a video game character. Oh, okay. I will probably go and see that then. Yeah. They had one with Adam Sandler, Kevin James. His basically his crew of of friends. It's doing... not the one that's out right now with with uh, 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 Andy Sandberg. No, this is one called Hotel Transylvania. Okay, where he's Dracula and there's Frankenstein. All these monsters hang out at this hotel in Transylvania because they've been human free since eighteen something or other. Until, wouldn't you know it, a human gets mixed up and goes to the wrong hotel. Okay. And now he's staying there. Oh, the hijinks. Thank you, Zine Anders. Paranorman is the guy's name. Okay. Yeah. So there you go. So that's that's what I saw, and I, I just two of those. I, I mean, I, maybe it was because I was younger. I don't know. I can't stand Adam Sandler anymore. I I can't either. It's if, funny you said that. If, if if he did other stuff, that would be one thing. But he does the same thing again and again and again and again and again and again and again. It it doesn't. End. It's the same movie. I I read an article it never ends actually yesterday about uh, the two bombs that opened up this week. One of which was his. I guess he. No, that's the one that we're talking about, the one with Andy uh, Sandler. Uh, oh, okay. That's with uh, uh, that's, my dad that, or something like that. That's my dad, that's I my think da- is yeah, what yeah. it is, yeah. I guess it flopped on its face. It, I think it might have pulled in 10 million. And they said usually it's good for 40 to 60 million for his family friendly movies. I'm thinking to myself, Adam Sandler's come a long way because when I knew him in his heyday, it was not family friendly at all. No, it was, it was None pretty of raunchy. What he did. Yes. Pretty raunchy. So that in Rock of Ages, I guess, bombed huge. Like fifteen million opening weekend, absolute oh, flop. Wow. Oh yeah! In fact, let me pull it up because we, you, I, I was laughing my ass off because the Hollywood everything I, have, I read about this thing. I have just never liked jukebox mu- musicals at all. Never liked any of them. Didn't like Mamma Mia. There, there was, who there the was, fuck cares about ABBA? Exactly. The whole thing is about some chick who doesn't know which was some guy is her father. Oh, congratulations! Your mother banged four different guys and can't figure out which one got her pregnant. Let's make a musical about it. Yay for infidelity and for, you know, help me out here. Give me a word. Fornication. Fornication. Fucking A. What's wrong with sex? Fine. I was just looking for something a little more, okay. you know, wordy. Well, she wasn't married. I mean, she could have sex with everyone. Yeah, apparently, she had sex with a lot of guys all at once. Roddy King found dead. By the way, I heard about that earlier. Yes. In fact, we'll be talking about that on The Quickening. Oh, really? Oh, absolutely. Okay. All yeah. right. All right. Someone, someone threw in a question at the last minute, and I had time, and I whipped up an answer. Let's see. Update. Madagascar 3 is in the lead. Uh, looks like it and Prometheus are going to lead the box office with $35 million respectively. Rock of Ages uh, earned, let's see. But New Line, Warner Brothers, Rock of Ages. Damn it. Okay. Fell to Earth with a thud. Yep. Uh, studio felt that the 1980s period piece was a hard sell. You see, I'm surprised you would be so down on Rock of Ages. It has all those. I mean, you you love all those songs. I know, but have you seen the cast? I don't want to look. Have they actually been playing the music and just lip syncing? Yeah, look, I can listen to the music anytime I want. Uh-huh. I don't want to see Tom Cruise up there trying to be a Def Leppard because he's not, or Van Halen because he isn't. Uh, the cast was shit, which is why I think a lot of it bombed. I, it's got Russell Brand. Who the hell? I hate this guy. Can't stand him. And apparently, not the only one. Apparently, it opened to only fifteen million this weekend. Fifteen million for a Tom Cruise movie. That's my boy. Did worse. Let's see. An actor reliably takes in $30, 40 million opening weekend. 
Uh, it was dropping to 13, 13 million. million. Guaranteed they didn't make back the budget on that one. Now, one thing I did not understand, and I was looking to rent this, actually, because I'm thinking about doing this for uh, our big cookout that's coming up, because I, I started this last year, now that I okay. have you know, a big enough house. And you were here for that one, because I think you brought over, um, what, was, what was it, uh, what do we watch? Twilight with the uh, with the with the riff, riff tracks. tracks. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've got a ton of those. If you want to, you know, I mean, if you want to find something, that's great. But if if you want to go to me, I've got tons of. Well, I, I am a connoisseur of bad movies, sir. Not only that, but movies with the riff tracks. With them. So, and that's what I was trying to think. Do I go to Highlander and go for the uh, riff tracks, or do I go and pick one that we probably haven't seen in a legitimate film? And I was thinking of this one, but renting... that one's not. It's not out yet. Absolutely, it's out. It's out already. Yes, it is. I had some wow, Best Buy right now for 30 bucks. They are desperate to get that money back on that one. Yes, well, th- and that's why I wanted to ask you. John Carter is the movie I'm referring I, to. I did not go to see it because I heard bad reviews. Now, I, the, right. the, I, I'll admit from some people, they really liked it. But most people that saw it did not like right. it. Right. Same. I did not go see it either for much the same reasons. Although, I've read, uh, I think, half of the books. And it's a turn-of-the-century novel about a guy who's a Confederate soldier uh, in the Civil War who's transported to Mars. Right. And I'll right. leave it there. But I was thinking about renting this for our uh, our weekend cook I'm going to do on the 30th. I see. Well, the thing that gets me is it had a bunch of $250 million. The box right. office, including overseas, was $282 million. Right. According to this, doing my basic third-grade math would seem to say that it made back its well, way it, a slight profit. Right. It made money, but this was supposed to be like a tentpole. I mean, they were supposed to make John Carter right. 2, this John was supposed Carter to be a whole 3, series. John Carter 4. What they're saying in this one... supposed to be another Pirates of the Caribbean. What they're saying with this is, though, that it cost the the franchise, or this one movie, costs uh, Disney like $250 million. It was a $250 right. million flop. Uh, I don't get that. Uh, unless they're factoring in what? Like future gross from other movies? Maybe, or uh, what am I trying to think of? Uh, advertising, marketing, things like that. But I thought that gets included in the budget. I don't know. But I, I know that it was bad enough that the head of the Walt Disney quit. Studio... Well, yeah. yeah, he well yeah he quit. I'm sure it was told. He was, you know, yeah. politely asked. Here's a paper with a resignation. Just it, sign it. Exactly. Yes. So I, I guess I was just surprised at this when they said it was such a huge loss. And yet, according to the numbers, it made money. Now, Not a lot, but it made now, money. Now, I, I don't know if box office is including the DVD sales, because sometimes, they'll, not. Only, sometimes only ticket they'll, sales. they'll include ticket sales on these. Yeah, this one, uh, for everything I've ever said on Wikipedia, it's always just ticket sales, not because it just went to Blu-ray uh, two weeks ago. So okay. it, it could not have included this. Now, Trial Legacy wanted to see at a $170 million budget, it pulled in $400 million. All right, so by... Now, that, that was much better, but still not as much as they wanted. Right, right which is, an, again, another but temple because they want to make more movies. Check the, check the sequel, see if they're actually going to make the sequel now. Let's see. Uh, as of March 8, 2012, Bruce... I can't Box and Lighter. Thank you. Suggests that a sequel to Tron Legacy could begin uh, filming as early as 2014 after Legacy director finishes up his current project, which is Oblivion. That's an awful long time to wait for just the filming to start. True. Uh, but I do know that they had not greenlit a, a, a sequel because they were disappointed with the way it, it turned out. And I think to myself, Jesus Christ, it doesn't have to be a billion-dollar picture every single time for you to make money off this. Right, exactly. A, and uh, unfortunately, I think you just pointed it out. Disney keeps thinking they're going to get another uh, Pirates, Pirates of the Caribbean. That's, that's it's what like, they did with the Prince of Persia movie. Right. Oh, that was a shit bad movie. That one actually made a ton of money, but not that, enough yeah. that you know, they didn't think it but was But it bothers it. me. Look, you know, Lewis is only taking sales. It bothers me that there doesn't have to be a Pirates of the Caribbean $1 billion 
every single time. Right. If you're pulling in a profit of $230 millions on your picture, not including your DVD sales and whatever toys they came out of that thing. Sure, yeah. You're doing pretty damn well when most companies are happy to make back their money, let alone any kind of profit. Manly Stuff says the uh, animation show for a weekly show can get expensive. Yeah, but it's only supposed to be 10 episodes. Yeah, I've, I've only seen the first episode. I've not seen any other. I've... I saw the first 20 minutes of the first episode. Okay, I saw the whole episode. And what'd you think? Um, I liked it. I would watch it. I don't know when it's on Disney XD, but... Uh, I don't know either. If it's somewhere where I can just watch it online, somewhere, I'd, I'd watch it. When did video games get so violent? We are going to talk about that, right. actually, later on. So, now 7.30. 15, 18 minutes passed. And we've still not... Uh... When Varya said he was going to be here, and he has not. There's a little wind. <laughs> Scar Puppy, I think the Team Fortress 2 characters should get their own TV show. I would watch that. I guess. Well, That'd be all. You, come on. What would you do with that, then? You have them shoot each other and run around. Okay, and... okay that's, that, that's episode one. Now what do you do for episode two? No, it just kind of rinses and repeats. It gets boring. I, uh, not, well, I don't know. I keep playing the game over and over again. I can only... See, I can only watch people shoot each other so long for, okay, what are we doing after this? They can be the new G.I. Joe. There's... Speaking of G.I. Joe, did you hear they pushed back to March 2013? It was supposed to come out like now. Why? I thought it was coming out. Nope. They're pushing back because they want to retool it so it can come out in 3D. Oh, God. When will 3D go away? It know. has failed. It is time to go back into the planner's box for another 20 years when some other idiot pulls it out and says, oh, I got an idea, let's do 3D again. Nobody cares. If, you ever, if, you've, if you've paid attention to the numbers, look at, the, look at how much money is being pulled in by 3D. It gets continually smaller every single movie. There's been one or two movies that just raked it in, and that has been it. If it's a post con, it's a post production convert. Only one I can think of that like blew it out of the water probably would Avatar. Avatar, yeah, and it was because it's the first one in a long time, and the first was kind of be all three D. Now I've watched that thing in two D since, uh-huh. and it ain't the same movie. It just is not. I've the never same seen experience. it in three D. You never saw Avatar in three D, really? I've seen Avatar, but not in three D. Oh no. wow, that was the whole point of seeing it, dude. That was okay. Uh, yeah, it's just is not the same film. It's a whole different ball game in three D. Much more enjoyable because mm-hmm. you, you can ignore all the hippie shit and the stupid regurgitated same old same old storyline and actually get blown away by the graphics. Pocahontas thing. dances with wolves. Kind yes, of thing. yeah, you know. Of course, the guy who's not actually a native, but he's a white guy who then becomes a native to save the natives. Right, right, because the natives are incapable of doing it themselves. Apparently, that that happens a lot. Right. That, like I said, the dances with wolves syndrome. So. Yeah, I, because there are, Lula says, I just want to watch a movie, who cares if it's 3D? Tron Legacy in 3D was awesome. Couldn't watch it in IMAX, had to watch it in a regular theater, but... The yeah, 3D- so you, you have to see real IMAX, because the, when I was in Orlando, they have a true IMAX. Okay. That, you walk in, and the, the size of the screen blows you away. Doesn't um, the Science Center have one? They have Omnimax. What the hell's the difference? That's Three, all 360 around degrees. Okay. Yeah. Basically, you, I, I'm going to lean all the way back. You lean all the way back like this, and the screen lean all the way goes back. Okay. over like that. Yeah. Oh, okay, I see. So I mean, it, it wouldn't be practical to watch like an actual movie. Like The only thing I've ever gone to see there, after uh, Cameron did Titanic, he did that kind of documentary. Oh, about the Titanic, about the Titanic and the oceans yeah. and everything. I saw that at, uh, at the Science Center. That guy's weird, man. That guy's like... like You know, he bought a whole submarine. Like, that's weird. his submarine. He built one. I know. Yes, he built one, yes. 
I, I saw that on one of the cracked articles. Like the, it's like Howard Hughes kind of weird. It's like the five. I can't remember exactly what it is, but basically, it's it's people that have so much fuck you money that they go and they build these crazy things. And James Cameron made the list with his incredible submarine that can go all the way down to the bottom of the ocean, which, which he did. Oh well, he's done it a couple times. Except yes. it keeps on it keeps on breaking, so he has to come back up. So I I've, I read an article in National Geographic about him just recently, actually. So. So kind of Prometheus was the third movie so far this decade to look good in 3D. Too bad it sucked otherwise. Well, I, I, I wanted to see it. I, I've heard mix. I've heard. I've heard some good yes and bad. Some no. no. Good, it's an okay flick. Bad is it's got huge plot holes. Nobody gives a shit. I've been wanting to go see it. Of course, Mystic Moon doesn't want to. There's one person that was as pumped to see it as I was, and we can't go see it together. There's a problem. Uh huh. So, speaking of problems, Varyar, you made it in one piece. Can't be yeah. raining that hard. Oh, it stopped. God, it feels like we've been talking forever. Is it break time yet? Uh, technically, it's been break time. <laughs> yes, for a while. Fix your damn microphone. I'm on it. As the crackling happens. Oh shit! Sorry. I gotta turn my headphones off. I'll have to show wait. you my uh, communist Superman picture. Yes, we're you pro- will. Probably get a kick out of it. Yeah, I heard about that. Yes. Yeah. That was yeah, a really interesting promise. I thought it was I thought it was written pretty well. Interesting. So, Var, how was your week? Good. Work. Sins with you. That's, you know, my week. What is your impressions of the Rebellion expansion? I'm enjoying it. Uh, I don't have quite as much cynicism and hatred for the whole world as you have. I don't. But... It's not cynicism and hatred. I just said <laughs> I don't know if it was worth the $40 that they charge. That's all. That's well, all I said. See, that's the, that's the thing, though. You paid 40 for it. I I can't remember if I paid 20 or 30 You probably paid 30 because I think they gave $10 off if you pre-ordered. Yeah, that's the thing, but I pre-ordered like almost a year ago. Okay. Or, then you have a lot more faith than I do. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, I knew I was going to play it, you know, so. Uh-huh. I, I enjoyed the first one immensely. I told you we used to run Sins tournaments when I was deployed. Nights we didn't have to go out, you know, a bunch of us would get together and play that since it was a good kind of long strategy game. The whole point was to kind of kill time. Occupy so. time. Hang right. on. Hang on. Oh. Are we good now? Uh, We should. I Just can hear don't you fine. Bother. Okay. Yeah, don't, yeah, yeah, I wasn't going to touch it. Or, well, I'll try not to, but that's what she said. Zing. But, yeah, so, I mean, I, I knew I was going to play it. I enjoy the game. Um, I do like the specialization of the new factions. You know, it does seem like it's more of um, like uh, that game you and I played where uh, you were getting hit pretty fast, but I had had time to build up, so I was playing Tech Loyalist, and their no, whole thing is defense. I'm sorry, you have to elaborate, because every game I played, uh, including the true. three games yeah, I yeah. played where you were not there, 5-on-5 five five and a 4-on-4, four four, son of a motherless goat. I started off on my he own. It does always seem Every to be fucking that. time. It doesn't matter if I host or join another person's game, it, it I weird. deploy way the hell out in the middle of nowhere, He's surrounded always. by wogs. Now, a lot of the time, like, if you what play... Is, what does that mean, surrounded by wogs? Foreigners. Surrounded by wogs. Uh, foreigners. Enemies. Enemies. Uh, Oh, yeah. okay. Go ahead. Brown people. <laughs> <laughs> of various races. Right. But no, like, no, even even like in a four-on-four game, there's always, you know, you got a 50-50 chance of you on the inside or the outside. Okay. Now, me, I'm not nearly as good at rushing as he is, but I'm very, very good at building infrastructure quick and building up my economy to God levels. I've, I've heard this story before. Um, but he always seems to be either the flank guy or sometimes in a lot of games... Everyone's together except one guy on your team who's in the middle of their team. And that's me. It's always him. 
I don't know what the game has against him. So it's like immediately circle the wagons. And yeah, well, the problem hope, is... Yeah. Hope you last uh, through the first 15 minutes. Yeah, but see, the problem is I'm playing Vasari, which is not a good defensive race. It's no. an offensive race. So it's like, all right, cool. I'll attack on the flanks while Varyar builds up and feeds me. No, no. You're off in the middle of... It's Indian country out here. Indians right. everywhere. So I just pick a direction and start plowing and hope to take one of them with me before I go. <laughs> and it happens every goddamn time. Oh, uh, yeah, I, definitely. I played one it, last it night for a three hours. And I, me and this other guy died because he was on the other side of the map. I'm like, look, pull a Galactica. Just grab whatever you got and come over. <laughs> so he grabs whatever fleet he's got, one capital ship, one colony ship, and about 30 ships, frigates. And he makes it to my home world where that is that's all I've got left. I've been, fighting, I've been fighting a three-on-one, three fleets against mine. Because my enemies are just, they're doing nothing. <laughs> CPG is hilarious. M's always yelling. <laughs> and if, look, if any of the old school guys were around from the World of Warcraft days or the Warcraft 3 days, they would tell you how I used to smack my desk. There's like a permanent dent in this one where I used to like punch my desk because I got, always get fucked over. So we just circled the wagons at my homeworld and I just I put up mines, defenses, two star bases. I just sat there waiting for the end to come. And I'd go out and raid now and again when the guy wasn't paying attention until I started losing my homeworld to culture. To culture? You can spread your culture through giant broadcast propaganda. Okay. Basically tell all the plants around you how great you are. And if you're an enemy that demoralizes you. Uh Well, one of the races, which is the guy I was fighting, the Advent, uh, that's one of their specialties. So their culture spreads very quickly, and you become demoralized very fast. So my planet went from 100% loyalty to me to about 20% in relatively short order. Good and this Lord. is my home world. Oh, yeah. Once it hits 0%, there's a <laughs> giant revolution, you lose the planet, and you know, i.e. the game. So I start launching raids to knock out the broadcast centers surrounding my home world with some success until they figured this out, and then they started putting lots of emplacements and defenses. Around. They fortify their systems around me. So I sat there, and I just talked shit for like half an hour trying to get them to attack me, so at least I'd go down fighting. <laughs> It's they, a gift of his. They, were you, were you talk, t- tell me that there was someone actually playing that. It wasn't the computer playing. Oh, no, no, no. It's the, yeah, Wait, yes, I'm trying to egg the computer. Attacking me. That's why I was like, you I don't. fucking I'm, scrap of bullets. Come attack me. No, it was, <laughs> yeah. it's a five on five. Uh, anyways, they, they had tried twice before, and they lost their ass on both of them. Because people in this game, they launch all their ships, and they just like auto attack. And they just sit back. They go into cinematic mode, and they watch. <laughs> Nobody micros their shit. So halfway through, go ahead, Varyar. Oh, I was going to say, that's the games we win a lot of the time, because there are some guys, I holy shit, they build fast. Like, we were playing a game, um, was it Thursday night? That fucking world eater bastard? Yeah, one around just crushing worlds. One of, he yeah, would one eat of, them out, spit out asteroids. Right, one of the, it's one of the new Vasari, I think it's the Rebel faction. They're Titan, their giant monster ship. One of its big abilities is it can eat a world. Like they colonize, they have to they have to knock it out, so they can't right. just jump in and eat your world. They have to knock it out, claim it as theirs, and then eat it. So it does add at least. Otherwise, it just wouldn't be fair, you know. Because <laughs> otherwise, it'd yeah. be like Unicron or, or Galactus. But like, yeah. it, it's technically a four on four game. All right, there's me and M and these two other randoms. All right, and then there's four other guys. The four other guys all decent at least. Me and M good. Other two guys on our team, I don't think they'd ever played before. Right. One they guy might was have talking, the AI. One guy was talking up a storm, like, "Oh, I know, okay. I know, tech inside and That's out, right. and all this, blah blah blah." You know, and, and he, you start telling them what to do. It's like, I, I, as soon as you did this, I'm like, we're fucked. I'm telling them line by line. All right, build this here. 
All right, you want to put this over here. No, you need more missile frigates. Build 10 more of those. Right, what are your resources? Okay, build this, research this. I'm running three players while he's fighting three players. <laughs> trying Dying to- as I do. I'm and killing three to four for everyone I lose, but it doesn't matter. I got my infrastructure up to the point where I'm just making money hand over fist. Most of it's going to him, and I'm trying to at least get the other two to be somewhat useful, so I'm giving them a little bit. So out of every dollar I make, I'm uh-huh. keeping like 20 cents to, to upgrade my own shit. It's like the he's, Red Cross. <laughs> it, it, it was awful. Yeah. So he's doing okay, and, and he's moving in, and he takes out one of their players. He jumps in so fast with so much, the guy didn't even fight. He just fucking quit. He just left. Like, <laughs> like, he left, yeah. M wow. jumps in, and this guy's got a decent, respectable fleet, and he was talking some shit in the channel. He's like, yeah, come and attack me. Let's do it. And M jumps his fleet in, and it's like three to one, and all you see is pink has left the game. <laughs> and it's just, it was, I think I said something, too. It was like, Pray to whatever lesser god you believe in for I'm coming for he you. He said something left. like that, jumped in, <laughs> and the guy was out. He didn't want to play anymore. So M smashes the computer. But in the time it's taken him to do this, and I've gotten fairly large because I'm surrounded. M's on one side of me, and then these two other retards are on the other side. So I've got plenty of cannon fodder between me and the enemy. Uh-huh. They're hanging in there. They're useless, but at least still occupying territory as a distraction. Well, one of their players, this orange guy, figured it out and used a wormhole to jump this monster fleet. Yeah, into the center of our world. My fleet's on the other end of the map. His fleet's on the other end of the map. The other two idiot monkeys aren't worth shit. I mean, they've got like, I think you had probably 200 ships at the time. I was, yeah, third or fourth fleet logistics. I had about 180. I had a little less. I'd been building up and he'd been building ships. So I was a little behind him. This guy jumped in with like 400. You know, I mean, just wow. he had like 100 bomber squadrons. He had like 100 carriers, like... A hundred fighter squadrons, fucking missile frigates from hell, corvettes everywhere, a titan and like six capitals. You know, I race my fleet back to try and do something. I I just die. But I've got enough money. I don't care how much I lose. I'll just rebuild it. You know? Okay. So it's I'm, the Kuwait of the star system. You know, yeah. I mean, it's so I'm just building and rebuilding. I build another fleet. Send it in. It dies. I build another fleet. Send it in. It dies. In the time this has happened, he has gone to Emp's core worlds, bombed them to shit, claimed them, and eaten them. So the most productive territory he has is now just a, a waste. A giant land. asteroid field. That's all it is. Jeez. So it is, it is interesting, I think, how specialized... It's gotten because yeah. the faction I like to play is very, very defensive. We were playing another game and he was getting hit and it looked like he was going to go down because he was 2v1. But one of the abilities of my faction is to build two star bases. Right. So I jumped my relatively small fleet at the time in to distract while his fleet kind of died and then put up two star bases. They didn't notice in time. And then he was safe, and we went on to curb stomp him. And that guy was a whiny little girl about it. Too. Yeah, it was too. He was pissed. He was, it was pretty funny. I actually, I think I wrote his name down just in case we come across Buttons. Buttons. Yeah. <laughs> Buttons. His name is pissed. Buttons. I actually yeah, ran okay. into him, and the entire game we played him, we were, we were bitching, and he's like, what's one G-Main? You guys just like to pub stomp people? Is that what this is? You guys all fucking teaming us? And I'm like, yeah, we're us. teaming you, you retard. There's two 1G people here, and we're on the same team, you fucking idiot. It's 4v4. It's not my fault you suck. And it, it, the, he, he's going by Beverage Tyrant at the time. And the entire time we're talking up the will of the emperor and we live to serve and, you know, burn the heretic and all this stupid nonsense just to piss him off because it's funny. So he thinks we're like kids. I thought yeah, you were a bunch of 12-year-olds. He's like, yeah. He's like, I didn't think you guys would beat us because I thought you were fucking six or whatever, you know? Like, no, we're just fucking having fun. But I run into him the next day 
And he wasn't online. It was just me, and I'm playing in a, in a public game, and he's in the game I'm in. And I actually end up losing because he's not there. So apparently it's my turn to be out in the middle of fucking nowhere. So I'm that guy. And I get crushed pretty quick by two of them. One of them is insane. But I go down and he whispers me, I'll bet the emperor's not going to be pleased by this. (laughs) 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 And, you know, I went on to talk some more shit and it it was a good time. I'm like, no, I'm probably going to have to harikari to expunge the shame (laughs) of my failure and all this. He's like, you're a fucking dick, dude, and it, it was, it's pretty funny. But yeah, I've actually friended him, and I'm hoping he'll friend it back just so I can follow him from game to game and fuck with him. A couple of them they actually registered at the website. Yol, uh, Yolan, I played a couple times in oh, a bunch of games. Cool. So yeah, there's uh, two or three that have uh, logged on to Clan1G.net and have created accounts. So we'll see if anything comes of that. Nice. Looking at the video chat right now, Copy is the only one that's on there. The other two are paused. What looks happened surprisingly normal this week. Mm-hmm. In a very so, dark room. Yeah. So. Uh, Scrub was up there a minute ago. I don't know what happened to him. Buster went to bed. I guess it's kind of late for the Euros. Scrub says, my internet sucks to the point where I can't hear the stream anymore. Well, it <laughs> sucks because you can talk to these people in IRC, but you can't actually t- hear the show. That's Interesting. kind of pointless. Anyways, we do need a break. Ladies and gentlemen, we've been... Going at this for going almost on two hours. I'll be honest, I'm fucking exhausted. Long day? No, long show. Anyways. Okay. <laughs> no one likes you. You're uh, so bitch. I gotta tell you. Have you seen the new epic rap battles of history? I actually have not. Uh, uh, I didn't know what I, I, saw it, it, I knew about it. It's awesome. Steve Jobs it? Okay. versus Bill Gates. I, I'm, I, here's my thing. I, I like ERB still, but the second uh-huh. season has been disappointing yeah, yes, it is. to me. It, yeah. So I'm not, I'm not checking. Like the first season, as soon as he showed it to me, uh-huh. I, was, I mean, every week I'm like, oh, is there a new one? Uh, I want to see it. You know, this I don't this care. one, I'd say it's it's the best one since Mario Brothers, Wright Brothers. Okay, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. All right. So True is now on the video walls. We need him to pause in the black screen again. And uh, he has a Batman Beyond shirt. Yes, he does at home. Copy. When are you going back to Redhead? Just curious. I don't, what is her natural? Is it Red Hill's natural color? Or was that? I don't know. She'll have to drop trials so she can show us. Okay. There you go. I'm sure that's going to happen. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we have the stupid video game of the week. Yeah. The uh, mailbag yet to come, which uh, unfortunately was very light this week. For whatever reason, and my apologies, No Wise has assured me he's going to look into this. The last three episodes we've had uh, have either gone up very, very late or not gone up at all on iTunes or on the site. We don't know where the hiccup is. I have been putting them up as normal, but they're not uh, populating as they should be. So I was looking into that. So unfortunately, the mailbag has been relatively light. I would like you all to send emails during the break up until the mailbag, emperor1g at cox.net, if you could. All right, so we have the quickening, the super video game of the week, the mailbag, all to come, plus tons of articles that we have we just haven't gotten to. All that in hours number two and three and whatever whatever time we stop. All right, folks. Warning. This show is intended for a mature audience only and may contain harsh language, trans fats, live nudes, and derogatory comments about your mother. Those who are easily offended or have no sense of humor are encouraged to turn off the show now. Parental discretion is advised. You're listening to The Emperor's Court here on VTW Productions. Get down on your knees. I know I would. 
All right, folks, we're back here on the Emperor Squad here on Burst Little Productions, VTWProductions.com, full of great shows. Uh, I am the your host, the Emperor, joined in studio by Highlander. Always a pleasure. And Varyar. That was fucking appalling. No, what's fucking appalling is some of the shit I've been listening to. I, I've been forced myself to go back and uh, actually listen to some of the shows now in the network. And by and large, I've seen great improvement on a lot of them, but there are some where you just kind of scratch your head and you try to figure out, and, and maybe I'm going to get in trouble for this, but I believe in having honest criticism. And, uh, ooh, I have a message. Let's see what it's from. Da, da, da. Okay. So, no says episode 88 from last week is now posted. Hopefully they'll have figured out the problems because it's really starting to affect our downloads and I'm not happy. But I go to some of these, I've got to go to the forums here. And, and I think this is a legitimate actual criticism of a show. Okay, now granted, I understand everybody does that does this. We're doing it as a hobby. We're not doing because we're making any money off of it. We're not doing it because we're going to get any kind of real internet fame. It's a hobby. We do it for fun. Right. However, having said that, there's no reason that if you're not if you're going to do it for fun, there's no reason to say that you can't do it to have some kind of I don't know professionalism to make the best sound that you can to put on a good show so that people listen to it. I take as an example the Gamers In podcast. Now this is not a VTW show. This is somehow affiliated with us, as in we post all of their information for them when they do a show, when they do a podcast. Now, you can tell by the interest that this thing has by how many episodes now have been posted. There's see 10 to 20. Okay. There's only 26 episodes posted so far on our forums. Not one has garnered a single reply. Though most views on any of them has been 76, and that was for the first one. This last one has 11, posted on the 14th of June. The one before that has 14, posted on June 9th. Now, maybe they're getting a lot of stuff from their their website, but I have now listened to two full episodes of this, of their two hosts, which is some chick and some guy. Ryan's the guy, and I forget what the woman's name is. Let's check this out. If you go to their website, it's not easy to use to actually figure out where it is you're going. But it's let's look check out the about. Okay, it's I'm sorry, Jocelyn and Ryan. So of course they've got and the woman is the main host, and then this guy is her sidekick. Now they they connect and talk. I don't know if it's via Skype or it's via Ventrilo, but they're not actually in the same room. So of course you have the crossover where you have two different uh, uh, lag times speaking that whole thing. All right, which of course is something I don't particularly care for, but. Inevitably, in the you know the current era of, of internet radio, you kind of have to deal with it. But they start off the show, and a lot of these, you hear them going, three, two, one. And there's a pause, and I'm guessing that's when they think they've started the recording, and then they, they go into their, their the same speech, kind of like I do, where it's the same <clears throat> yeah, show. Yeah, show. Everyone, yeah, yeah. And then it's some inane chatter, and they don't really cover anything of any kind of interest. Now, uh, granted, part of it is uh, you know my particular tastes of what I want to hear. All right, but when there's ums and us throughout the whole thing, the banter between the two hosts is forced at best. I, I, and I'm, look, I'm just saying, after 26 episodes of a show, something should start coming together. You should start to find your niche, find your sound, find something, some kind of formula that works for you, or make the adjustments based thereon. Now, maybe it could be that, that no one's listening to this, and therefore they have not received the criticism they need. They need a better intro. They need to have a better chemistry. They need to have uh, segments or skits or uh, something. It, it, it's it. You mean to like break it up? 
break up. Yes, because it's one bit. giant monologue. Okay. Essentially, which is fine. I, I there are some shows that do that. Hell, the first hour of this show is all about that. Uh, one giant monologue of things are going on, but at least we're bouncing back and forth. We're we're you know, coming up with new and, and and different things. Now, supposedly you should be able to stop, uh, stay a while, and listen. Is their tagline? Okay, fine, I get it. Now you're supposed to be able to listen to these things, and I knew once upon a time you could actually listen to the episode, but on their website, I think you got to click the read more there at the bottom right. Corner. Maybe that's it because the last one didn't have it. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Now listen to this thing. Now, you guys can't hear, but we can. Okay, let's stop right now. The first five seconds. How do I sign sound now? Shut up, Ryan. We're checking your mic volume. This is on your four. I mean, your hour and twenty-six minute show. This is how you start your E three coverage. How do I sound now? I don't know, jackass. How do you think you sound? Why didn't you check the levels before you started recording? It's a little different if you're doing it on the air or if you're switching microphones all the time or it's part of the gimmick and it's tongue in cheek. This is not. This is the first eight seconds, continuing. Then there's some hippie shitty music in the background. Now wait for it. Hang on. Still intro music. Some loot. 20 seconds in, still nothing. Can they, can they hear this? Or we no, they can't. No, they can't. I want you guys to listen to this. It's, it's, they can go listen. Look, I'm doing these guys a favor. Right now, there are hundreds of people going to this godforsaken shithole of a website, listening to this, and this is gonna be, they're going to wonder what the hell happened on this day at this time that our shows spiked in interest, that people listened to episode 25, E3, it was gangsta. There's a title for you. Well, this I don't is, have a problem with the title, but really, based on the intro I've heard yes. and... Gangsta really doesn't really no. follow with this. It's, hey, gang, come on in. Put, pull up a chair. You sit look down like you, by the fire. Sit down by the fire. You look like you're really tired. <laughs> Hi, my name is Jocelyn, and this is NPR. That's exactly <laughs> what it sounds like. That is exactly what it sounds like. I would fast forward the shit, except you can't. Oh, yeah, so you can't. Hang on, hang on. Let, let's get into the middle of this. Let's 17 minutes in. A, a, okay, it, it, she's talking. Oh, no, no, okay, now they saw like they're in the same room. Maybe Ryan is taking a field trip to her house. It, or maybe it, it just sounds I much will better. Say, I have. I did listen um, at the beginning when I saw that they joined the network as affiliates. Yes. I did l- listen to the first couple yes. episodes. Look, it, it's not my cup of tea. Um, it is not. I'm not going to go off on the nuclear fucking tangent you just went off on, but it's not my personal cup of tea. Like you said, it's a hobby. Wait, if wait, you're wait. having fun, that's fine. Fine. But it's yes. not... It's not you're pulling too- us down. Bio! Bio, hang on. Bioman Alchemist, who's on whatever passes for the council of this network, he's up here. I demand an answer. You were on the council. How was this show made it past any kind of filter to get onto VTW? I demand to know why this amateur hour Bush League bullshit is on our forums taking up space that could be put to better use, like, I don't know, a second Empress Court show. <laughs> I, I, bio, you're in here. I want an answer. I, legitimately, seriously, I want, uh, right now, I. Scrub puppy, time for a field trip, quote unquote, to her <laughs> house. <laughs> wow. He's hopping in to see what 30 headed back here right now. That's right, Edge. Thank you. Amp has barely gone nuclear. I have not. I, I believe you. I've been there when he's gone anymore? full. No, I still got nuclear. it. I just I rarely it. use it. I've kind of toned it down. A bit. I, I can't remember the last Trying time. Trying to be more professional. 
Uh, let's see if I've got it. I thought it was still up here. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, or maybe I is got... it Emp SFX? No, that's my enemy. No, that's oh, okay. that's the whole that's, the, that's the intro thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me see if I've got the melt out. I, uh, you know what? I may have taken it out because I never really I used it have, anymore. Yeah, I don't haven't see it, it down anymore. Any. Let's see. No, that's what it was. Never before. specifically, that's right. Yeah, you know what? I did take out the meltdown. You did. Or you know what? It might be on the Whopper three. Uh, that could be too. I don't know if I did it before then. Oh, I did. For the glory of the emperor. Oh, did you? Okay. Uh, yes. They have it. They are starting the. This was a couple days ago. They have it. They are starting the uh, recovery process. Okay. Um, they said that part, you know, based on their average time, takes a week to two weeks before they can send it over to uh, uh, Western Digital. Okay. Because basically, they're going to get the data off it put the data on a third disk, send it to Western Digital, and Western Digital will put that on a new hard drive for us, assuming everything goes well. Fingers crossed, man. Yeah. I don't want to lose all those episodes. Oh, I'm, I'm with you. All right, uh, Biomed. I voted no. Just say, no, 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 no. That is not a good enough explanation. I voted. Don't blame me. I voted no. I voted for the other guy. I want <laughs> to know, since you were on the XCOM, or whatever it is they call yourselves that are in charge, I want to know the logic behind giving our space, giving an affiliation to this. Now, we have an affiliation with the Instance, with the Morning Stream. I mean, top-notch podcast. Right. Pure and simple. Uh, Grade-A stuff. And then we have the Gamers in. How does that make the rest of us look? How do I feel knowing I share a network with this? Okay? This would be like Rush Limbaugh sharing a network with us. Right now, Jocelyn's in the corner cutting herself. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. Jeez. <laughs> Just wanted say, to go on the internet talk about video games. Yeah. You remember at the beginning of this whole segment when he was like, "Now I want this to be constructive criticism." Exactly. I it is constructive in my own them. way. Here's constructive: you need to tear it down and start from the beginning. You can't sound like you're reading from a script. And a lot of the stuff. Now, granted, we read from articles. All right, so there's that. Yeah. Which we are going to be changing in the near future. Right. We will be talking about that. We've already had that discussion. Yes. Okay, but it's. Gangsta? That's your E3 coverage. Right there, that just oozes credibility. I want to hear what the opinions are of Jocelyn and Ryan, who asked me to come in down, sit by the fire. It looks like you've had a long journey. G. <laughs> so far, I have not had any explanation from Biomed Alchemist. He's the one in the corner cutting himself saying, oh, shit. Now I have to make an explanation to one of our legitimate hosts why we have this people, these people on our network. Now, wait, Elite Hex says, well, Imp wanted a, a rivalry with the show. No, 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 no. A show rivalry assumes that the other show has anybody listening. This is like punching the autistic kid, you know, who lives next door and just beating the hell out of him. Stop hitting yourself. Stop hitting yourself. You wanted an example of a wog? He's treating the gamers in like wogs. Mm, yeah. yeah. Don't laugh, Biomed. You're laughing. You think this is some sort of gimmick that it's just Emperor being Emperor. No, 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 no. I want, in light of everything else, the feasibility of the network, per se, I would like to know. The, the the logic behind this. Like what are, what are their downloads? from? Uh, like, is there a way to find out? Oh, I, I, unfortunately, most of that's proprietary. The only people that really know, I think, are Gnomewise and maybe Octale. Okay. From what I understand. I know ours. Look, if we're going based on any kind of interest from the community, I'm guessing probably not a whole lot. Maybe their friends, a couple of their families, maybe one of the coworkers they suckered into downloading before they realized what it was. But uh, look. You only need to look at the last five episodes to see where the trend is going. 50s, 40s, 30s, 14. Those numbers have... Thud! 
They're actually, if you look at those and remember from the beginning, a number of those numbers have gone up since you started talking. Yes. <laughs> we are driving interest <laughs> through their show. Now, it, it, maybe they'll get lucky. Maybe they'll have some people who actually like their stuff. But I'm guessing the majority of the people within the side of my voice will find it to be as repulsive as I do. It is time to take the thing back to formula. You need to find something that works, and clearly this does not. And what aggravates me is it just, and this is another example of people just mailing it in. How do I sound? Uh, Shut up. You sound great. Get ready. Three, two, one. Did you push record? Did you? Are we recording? Are we on? Are we on? Okay. Ready. Do your thing. Go. No, that is not a show. 30 seconds of dead air and shitty elf music is not a show. I, there, look, I, I just I don't see why it's, it's so much to ask for a little bit of professional, to at least make it sound like you're attempting to be something more than you are. Granted, you're a podcast. You're always going to be. You're probably never going to breach more than 100 downloads. Most never do. We are one of the lucky few that have a, a great deal more. I understand that. But it doesn't mean that it, it should sound like it's two people who are trying to force conversation over something they know clearly nothing about or very little. Or they're trying to have some kind of, of brevity between the two. Or they're trying to have some kind of, of banter. And again, it's forced. And having, I mean, why can't you clip out the first 30 seconds of the intro? Uh, clearly, there's no editing being done here. It's just you press record, and then you push stop, and you put the turn up on the internet, and there's your show. No editing. It's laziness. And this is not the only show out here that's, that is, is guilty of this, but it's simply the one I'm pointing out because it's an affiliate. One would think if you're an affiliate, you are something to be coveted. You are something that's important, something that people want to listen to, that we want you on our network. What is it that they have brought to us? They're going to fucking quit tomorrow. They're fucking parasites. <laughs> they are parasites. That is what this is about. Sucking the blood out of this network and our listeners. Sakani implex my show, so it's not like he has high standards. Well, Sakani, that's because you put more than five minutes of effort into it, which is more than can be said for a lot of the people around here. Scrub puppy, destructive criticism. Yeah, okay, maybe. Emp will insult you until you get better. You got to read the whole thing. It captures the but nuance. You know what? It's true. Hey, the beatings will continue until morale improves, or until your show either goes off the network or gets better. Now, look, they don't have to listen to me. They probably have never heard of me. They probably don't give a fat fuck what I, what I like or dislike. They probably don't care that I don't like their show. Fine. The difference is I'm at least expressing my opinion. And I think I'm high enough up on the chain, having put enough blood, sweat, and tears, as both of you have as well, onto a show that I can sit on that, in that ivory tower, on this pedestal, look down at all the minions below me, and say, you guys blow ass. You know what I would love to do? And there's Next no week, reason for it. I, I would love to do this show like theirs. I think it would be hilarious. <laughs> like, like, so far, y'all. I thought we wanted what, people to listen. What are I, don't want, I don't want to do that. About I don't want to do thing. that at all. I like that. I like that, too. Come on down and sit a spell in the court. I could show you up can, tanked and not pull you that can off. You can sit with the emperor and listen to the stuff with the... Hello today. So hi. We were at E3. It was gangsta. Gangsta. I we saw, saw some, some pimps and awesome games. games. Pimps up, hose down. <laughs> <laughs> Biomed. As for the explanation, I don't. They don't have one. I thought they didn't get the votes to pass. Honestly. Uh, wow, that explains it, so much. Is it just? You know, someone wanted to be on here, so they were like, okay, is that, 
That's well, that's the only thing I could think of. Here's and not to get you know too deep into the whole. I mean, I, I don't know. Whatever, I'm not judging anyone. Right. That's that's I, just my guess. I think, and again, this is completely outside looking and opinion. But I, I think the idea is they're trying to pull in as much as they can to make the the network bigger. Try to pull in um, other people to listen to other podcasts. Right, and they're trying to pull in any. It, it's well, trying to pull up. Anyway. I think they're trying to get a bigger a, a, a bigger variety of shows to make it look we have a bigger line. But See, wouldn't, personally, wouldn't I disagree with that, that approach. But I do too. Quantity I, is its own kind of quality, I, in my opinion. Go. I'm sorry, Highlander. Go ahead. I was just going to say, would wouldn't it make sense then if if that's indeed what you want to do? To go out and find podcasts that pull in a ton of people. Well, and I think that's what they try. I think that's what they did with like the morning stream. And yes, with, and uh, the right. AGR yeah, yeah, yeah. instance, and they, you know, these are podcasts that get good numbers. These are these are podcasts that are successful. But I think what they've done is they're tr- again. I think they're trying to build a foundation based on the shows instead of the listeners. Um, by getting listeners, by bringing in new shows, I do think that because of that, they're casting a very large net. Now, like I said, we, you know, I don't know for sure. I haven't talked to anyone specifically about it, obviously. Uh-huh. But that, that's what seems to be the thing, because if you look, you know, it seems like they're always talking about trying to bring on a new podcast yes. or a new affiliate which or I, Which I understand, and, and I agree. That's, that's a good way to... Right. In, I agree. In part, I agree. I'll, but I'll, I think I'll we've got to be, to an extent, selective on what comes on board. Right. No, I agree. I think it needs to work the other way as well. Oh, I agree completely. I mean, just just doing it one sided, bringing in groups to VTW is one thing, but if if we were to export these shows to other places too, I think that would be a bigger draw for, I, for the network. I agree completely. Than just having it all in one, you know, having to have to go to one place is fine. But if you can have it as many places as possible, that you know, syndication to me would be more key. Than trying to bring in other people and have you know try and get some sort of osmosis going on where you bring in a podcast and people listen to it for the hope that well if they listen to this podcast maybe they'll listen to podcast Y and Z and you know X. to an extent I sort of agree with you on that I think at the end of the day um, not even syndicating our shows out to other networks what I think we need to do is uh, among a large number of other things that I've been talking to some people about um, I do think we need to do a little more cross promotion with other shows. Uh, not, I do think we need to take a look at the shows on our network and decide what we want to be. Um, but I also think that, you know, if you syndicate another show, you give someone another option other than VTW to listen. But if Uh we can get our hosts and our shows out into the world without syndicating, without putting them other places, but getting awareness out by working with other shows, doing, you know, cross promotion with TB, doing him interviewed here, us, you know, Uh interviewed there, emptied that one interview for the other podcast, stuff like that. Where you're raising awareness but not losing the core. I, I do think there's a little too much emphasis on promoting the shows on the network with other shows on the network. You know, if people uh-huh. are listening to one show here, chances are they know about the others. I do think we need to reach out more. And let's not get <clears throat> too much into right, the, the metrics of how we're going to make the network better or you know how it, or yeah. whatever. But I'm just saying, <clears throat> as an example of something to bring in, and I think what the logic might have been, they have their own website. You know, they have microphones that work. They can string a sentence together. Therefore, they're good enough by the, you know, the you know, law of average when it comes to podcasts and the Internet. They're not horrific. I beg to differ. And I, I believe that that is not the kind of quality we should be looking at. Now, now and I'm sorry, go ahead, Islander. No, I no, I was just, just thinking out loud. Maybe, maybe I should go on the Gamers podcast. 
and maybe just do like I a, would listen maybe to like a, episodes. So, yeah. Maybe just do like a classic quick quick and, just kind of just kind of call like okay that was a particularly offensive one that was pretty bad wow I can't believe they let me get away with that one and just sort of put it together like this is kind of what we do this is gay. I'm not saying you have to do this but it seems to work for us what so can I'm I just, say yeah. racism sells it's- yeah racism sexism I did like. <laughs> I did like this scroll puppy fan. I love Emp's motivational speech to those of us considering our own podcast. You better be damn good or get the fuck out. No, my point is you've had 26 episodes, months and months of time. At this point, things should have begun to improve. That is all I'm saying. And things, at least in my opinion, have not. Now, there are other shows on this network who I have the exact same opinion of. I won't go into them because they are technically on the network for now. We'll see where that goes. But my my point being that and maybe I just picked on the, like the wrong one to pick on because they are kind of small. They're not going to fight back. They don't even know who they are. And what are they going to do? They're going to go on their show and they're going to rant and rave. Oh, this Emperor guy is a dick. What is? They talk about they don't listen and racism and women. And, and that's my point. It'll be yelling and screaming into the void where no one will hear you. Hey, I'll be honest. Listening to their show, I don't think they yell and scream. No, I don't think there's any yelling and screaming at all. Darius, no, no. According to their Google Plus, they go live. So they do really? They do it live? live. When when is the broadcast? I thought they were podcast only show. That's what I thought too. The video wall's oh, the video wall's gone. Rejoin chat. Uh, I did. That's uh, very sad. Well, I mean, okay, we just joined it for some reason. I don't, I don't want to join. It. <laughs> Leave. We joined our own. Well, it kind of sucks. Wall? At least we got to look at copy. But I when, guess she's so off. when do they broadcast? Uh, let's find out. Uh, we I, oh god, we got to find out. Please tell because me. Because right I now. will tell if, me it's if, right now. If I have the time, I, I would absolutely go on. There. There's no way they broadcast. If they're right just now. Do a if they're broadcast right now, if they're going out right now, I'm going to pipe in their feed, and I can do that, and I will. And oh man, will this thing get real ugly real fast? Let's see. They have a live button. Let's click on this on their website. It, it a little flash thing. Uh, it's on Twitch TV. So they do it video wise. I guess what they do. I don't understand. Well, let's go to their Google Plus. Maybe it says what time they're on. Because, of course, there's nothing on their info page or on their website. Uh, oh, wait. June 13th. What day is the third? Today's the uh, seventh, Tonight's right? live. 13th was Wednesday. Wednesday night. So the Wednesday night. 9.30 p.m. Eastern. Jesus. Guess where I'm going to be. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm in on that. I am in on that. And then, and then the next one was June 7th. That was, was that a Wednesday also? Uh, no, it would have been six days. It would have been a, uh, no. Thursday. That's Thursday. Thursday. Okay. What the fuck? So they don't have a set time? Hold on. Go back. June. The next one no, was keep going June down. 7th. 7th. Okay. June, June 6th. 6th. June 5th. <laughs> oh, okay. No, no, no. Normally they record on Wednesdays. It says no live recording because they're recording tomorrow to accommodate a guest. Okay. Okay. There you go. Oh, so they've so got normally guests. Wednesdays. Okay. Good for them. Wednesdays at 9.30 Eastern. I wonder if these guests are even aware of who they're going on with. Ryan Murphy. Oh, Mr. Who? Murphy, your Wednesday oh, night okay, is going okay. to get very interesting. The beverage the time Emperor will be big. has well, arrived. <laughs> if well, I can I figure out a here. way to get the night off, I will see if I can make it on, on Wednesday. So what do you guys want to trash? Connect to Think Stack IRC. Thin stack IRC. But if we're going to do this, we need to do it right now. Like we need to send them an email saying, "Hey, you know, we're on the we're on the show. We want to do a little oh, cross no, promotional." No, 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 thing. no, 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 no. Much better if we ambush them. They but would. how do you how do you ambush them though? I mean, they're not. You can't you can't cut their feed. God, no, but good. well, I mean, there's no way to ambush them because obviously we're 
if we if we even, raid their IRC. V- yeah, but even on VTW, we're one of the only real shows that interacts via IRC. At least that I've always heard. Yeah, Bioman, it looks like they don't use our uh, our shoutcast. It looks like they use Twitch TV. Let's see. Deuce says, I think you need to call the call to arms up and have them see, wreck their shit. That's what I, I think we should we should go with the premise of, you know, hey, let's do a little cross-promotional thing. You know, we can interview one another, you know, boost up our numbers, you know, something like that. We'll, uh, you know, you guys do a little thing that you do on. And then even, you know, what you could do, you can invite them on here. Just for, just, just for pretext, just, just and just say, right. just say, okay, you you guys come on, you know, maybe do what you do for a little bit, and then like on Wednesday nights, you know, you just give us a little bit, and then we'll do what we do, you know. God help us! I, this I cast. like that idea because it's actually. it's more insidious that way because cast. they don't I listen. Think, they're not going to know. Listen, please. They're no, not because one of these assholes, based, listen, somebody's going to go on there and said, "Hey, alone. it's a fucking ambush. Don't go on there. They're don't go on their show." Based on their intro alone, they're a bunch of hippies. They'd listen to five minutes of this show and lose their mind about Jocelyn. Jocelyn has been gaming almost solely on the Nintendo console so she's old. Started with SNES, probably wrinkly, since she was little. She grew up on Flag Tag and GoldenEye, so she didn't play any good games. And dodging green shells in Mario Kart. Really? <clears throat> PC games also captivated her at a young age, where she would spend hours upon hours building cities and civilizations. No games listed. More recently, she purchased an Xbox 360. <laughs> oh, hang on. I got to sign it for this one. So she recently bought herself an Xbox 360. Good for you. And hasn't been heard of since. Until now. Special thanks to Jocelyn's brother, Greg, for creating our awesome music and bumpers, <laughs> as well as the fabulous Joel Duggan, Dugan of Starcrossed Online, who drew our new Twitter avatars. Oh, these people are on Twitter. My, my, my. Ryan. Ryan Murphy. Ryan started his gaming obsession when his parents bought him and his brothers their first console, the SNES. Okay, so he's not old school enough to have any credibility. After that day, the Super, Super Murphy brothers stuck to the Nintendo way of life, which is why... I'm assuming his last name's Murphy? Yes. yes. Guessing. Okay. But soon that would all change for young Ryan. Now he enjoys the multi-platform life of the iOS, 3DS, Wii, PS3, and the 360, and yes, even PC games. Oh, I'm glad they threw a bone to the PC gamers out there. Way to go, Ryan. Yeah, fuck you. Ryan is just as surprised as you are that he had the time to even write this bio. I'm more surprised, Ryan, than anybody would read it, let alone me. I'm sorry. Sakani says their iTunes feed is tagged as explicit. What? (laughs) Because it's gangsta. Oh, scrub. (laughs) Oh, we got to get this guy in studio sometime. Well, it looks like the cult is, is starting. You know what the you momentum need for, is starting to carry itself. When you, uh, get, when, when you send the cult to stop to do something, you need to get a, a sounder from the two towers. Like when, a war horn like, or something? No, no, not a war horn. No, it's, it's, <laughs> it's the sounder yeah. from uh, uh, the two towers when uh, Saruman's on the thing. He's like, two wars! <laughs> all, all the orc things scream. Like, That's an awesome idea. That I would like be, that a yeah. lot. Uh, if then left was here, I'd send him off to find that sound clip. But he's not. Well, it's a shame, Biomed. I, I would dearly like to have known. I, I mean, we don't have any, we don't have any metrics on them at all. We have no idea how many downloads we're getting or how much. Is there any kind of Biomed? Is there any kind of? Uh, is he even still? Yeah. 
Is there any kind of metrics as to do they get any links off of our network or off of our website? Any kind of backlinks or any any kind of uh, traffic of any kind we can tell? I would love to know what they're getting off of us because we ain't getting dick from them. <laughs> they have eight five-star ratings on iTunes. Eight. Wow. I, I, I'll be honest. I don't think I, in the history of our show, in the, I don't know how many years we've been doing this, I don't think I've ever looked at our iTunes feed. Ever. Not once. Not once? I don't use iTunes. I'm not an Apple guy. Yeah. That's true, yeah. I have no idea I what have our ratings Apple are at all. I don't use iTunes. I mean, I have an iPhone okay. and an iPad. Uh-huh. I don't use right now, iTunes. can you look it up on iTunes? See what we got. You I don't have. I, I have an Android. Okay, I don't have you have iTunes on, on my I, phone. Hold on. All right, right. I'm in the dead spot over here, but I'll give it a shot. No, that was online earlier playing Skyrim. Oh, okay. So he's too busy to help out with the show. He's playing his fucking Skyrim. What? Well, go over here. Just like walk over here. Then you'll get a what? signal. It's just this corner. It's I got a signal over here. Okay. I'm sure it's there, but I don't have any of it. What the heck? You're fucking useless, Bio. Jeez. Okay. I hear someone once clicked their link accidentally. <laughs> <laughs> Scrub Puppy's on fire tonight. Yes, he, he is. He's doing very well. Mm-hmm. Let's take a look at their Twitter feed. I, I know we have articles to get to, but I, my blood is up on this stuff. It really is. It just aggravates the piss out of me. For those keeping sure at home, if you thought M couldn't go an hour of insulting just two people, you were wrong. They have 107 followers. That's 106 more than I thought they had. Wait, I'm sorry. No, no, that's yeah, they have 67 followers. followers. Oh, they they're are following, following 107. 107. And I guarantee you, we aren't one of them. Okay, so are we kind of quadruple or, I don't know, whatever, octuple or whatever the hell it is, they're followers. <clears throat> How would even find us in here in this mess? Other than just scrolling through. I'm not a Twitter guy, so, I mean, I... Uh, I don't know. They, they don't seem to do it with any rhyme or reason, unfortunately. Okay. So there's, like, no search engine I can see if they're following us. I mean, uh, I can look well, at no, ours, there, I suppose. There but. is. You, you do it through the browser. You do Control-F and then type in Emperor's Court, and it would the find fuck? anything on the page yeah. that says Emperor's Court. I don't care enough. If they were smart, they'd be following me, but they're not. <clears throat> oh, I think Manly Stuff found it. Do sex. I have four. I have more Twitter followers on my personal account than these two fucks. <laughs> Emperor Scored has 12 ratings of four and a half stars. Okay. 12, 12, 12? ratings? 12 ratings? Well, and you sound like you're about to have a coronary. Now my throat's getting dry. Because you've been yelling for an yes, hour. Yes, I have. Have a beer. Right. Beer makes noise go away. <laughs> Goddamn communists from China and fucking M&M's <laughs> fucking shit. Well, no, no Pakistan's going to lose their fucking minds. Goddamn Muslims. Fucking <laughs> stuff's going to happen, man. <laughs> that's how we roll as somebody said welfare podcasts that's what these are and I'm sure I'll get a talking to by somebody at XCOM that I should not be bashing other shows on the network but in my defense those shows suck <laughs> <laughs> in my defense <laughs> you're honor uh, <laughs> but you don't understand <laughs> the fucking retards <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck am I supposed to do <laughs> It's a long shirty. <laughs> I put up a chair. Get your head to fire. There was no pulled fire. up the chair. <laughs> and I was like, I don't want to put up the chair. I wanted my beer. <laughs> Where's the fucking wenches? <laughs> Give me my beer. Uh, <laughs> uh, there you go. Uh, this is my shit. exercise. Hey, we now have 13 <laughs> ratings. 
I suppose we should, I don't know, tell people to go to iTunes and rate us better or rate us well or rate us, period. But Does it matter? I have no idea. Like I, I mean, said, like I never go to have, iTunes. If I don't. you have more ratings, does it push you higher? One would think that of, of the thousands and thousands of listeners we have that we'd have more than 12 ratings, but I, I guess we don't. They're not following EC. Well, there's half their problem. Then again, maybe they shouldn't be. <laughs> uh, Xavier, send your late to the party. What are we talking about? You'll have to get the podcast. <laughs> what are we talking about? All right, uh, let's move off the topic. Yeah, I, I'm starting to feel a little bad that I'm picking on that. No, I'm not. Actually, I, I'm willing to go more and, and go further than I have. Emperor but I'm with trolls remorse? Uh, yes. Yeah. I, I'm willing to go further with my outrage because it's such as... Because I start to think of the other shows in the network that I, I just mail it in. They, I mean, they do an hour. They do an hour and a half. Even if the niche shows. And it's just like... There's nothing, you know. They're stringing along. They have nothing relevant or interesting to talk about. It is the we most, went an hour and a half without this. This is the first yes. article we're getting. This first gaming related. And we're thing. two hours into the that's show. That's the yeah. thing. I do not get it all. I've I, never I got that since I first started this. I don't understand how, how people. And, and I, I've listened to every show. Yeah, on I've, network. I've, seen, I have. I've heard the show. So yeah, I've listened yeah. to every show. I've listened I, to multiple episodes because sometimes you have a bad one. I know where you're going with this, but yeah, go ahead. I, I just you know there are definitely shows where it <laughs> seems like they're stretching to fill their allotment. Of time and I do not understand. I mean, honestly, the three of us, and, and maybe there is a certain amount of chemistry between us. You know, we all we're all different. We all complement each other to a certain extent. I get drunk and rant about shit, and you're a goddamn communist, and he's just angry. You know, <laughs> but I, I don't know what it is, but I don't understand because we always go over. Always, hell, we could do two shows. And, there was there was one it. time that I, I brought this up to him, and we were going to do it, but we, we never got around to it. I said, I bet you we could do enough show where we could literally go all night. We could do 24 hours. Oh, yes. hell yeah. Yes. We could, yes. 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 And, and, and we were going to do it. We were gonna, it was the marathon. We had the marathon already uh, to yeah, go. Uh, that was right after. We were, right. we, we were yeah. lining up guests, and it, it just didn't work out. But I, I fully still believe that we could do it. Oh, hell yeah. We could get Baron yeah. in here, I'm sure. For a one-off, I can convince Eve to come in and, and do at least a while. Hell, we could do five hours just critiquing every single show on the network. Oh, easily. That would make, yes. Easily. But I would have no voice at the end of it. <clears throat> I mean, we could do five hours on a fucking Nintendo Mario Brothers Classic <laughs> tournament. I That's mean, why I've never understood. I, I when don't get... Yeah, like a one-hour show, they have like three breaks, and they, you know... And they're long breaks. Know. They're, they're long... like 15-minute breaks. And then, and then the music thing, the, the music bed thing, I've never understood that. I just find that so distracting. Where you play music behind I do too. you. I don't what like that What is the point of that? Don't like it. Don't if like you ever it listen to some of these urban uh, um, stations like in Cleveland I listen to, when they're doing an interview with somebody, you'll, you'll hear them playing the music in the background. Uh, and I, I don't understand it. It, it just it's, sounds like someone accidentally pushed the wrong button. Yeah. yeah. And, it's been, and, it, and I had this fight with, with Total Biscuit way back in the day. And I actually. That's, that's what I remember because Octane Hordak did a 12 hour show. And as soon as that, that was that's what right. started the marathon, I was like, okay. You said you could beat that. Or you, got, yeah, you said could. you oh, guys we could, could beat that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what started that. that whole thing. Yeah, easily. So, Connie, if they get pissed off enough, we could do 32 hours. <laughs> okay, well, that might be pushing it a little bit. Uh, 24 hours is. <sighs> well, I, I think originally we weren't intending to do 24 hours. It was just going to. We just wanted to beat them. So, it would have been like 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. or something like that. Okay. I think it might have been a little longer than that or whatever. Um,. Shit, I, my, my thought just flew out of my head where I was going with this. I was going to, uh, damn it. I was going to make a really valid point, and now it's gone. Uh, we're so awesome. I, we, no. we, go long, <laughs> we go long big time. We... See, that just aggravates. Oh, the bad music. It has yeah. always been my opinion, and I had this out with Total Biscuit once when I first came back to uh, WC Radio. <clears throat> 
was that if you're playing bad music, you're using it to cover up uh, your your failings, your uh, shortcomings. That you're using it to fill dead air, which means you must have a lot of dead air. The people should be listening to your voice and listening to whatever it is you're discussing and not have it distracted with background music. There's no point for it. You listen to any successful talk show anywhere in this country and you don't hear that. True. I mean, sports, politics, doesn't matter. NPR, none of that has bad music playing the entire... Wow. The hell just happened? I think that un- got really goddamn loud. Yeah, it did. Uh, what did you... The hell oh, that's what it was. Is, is it, okay, is, 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 yeah, yeah. Is this what it was? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, okay. That's you know what it was? Was this was sitting right next to it, and it just kind of went like. That. Okay, that's what I started because oh, okay. I started freaking out. Like, oh yeah. shit, did we just blow people's eardrums out? I, okay, no, no, wrong level. Good okay. lord, what kind of stupid <laughs> podcast is this? Talking here, get their levels right. <laughs> bullshit, <laughs> amateur hour. Oh, bullshit. Levels okay? Can you guys hear me? Yeah. All right. I can hear. Three, two, one. Go now. Now come down. Sit Go by now. the fire. It's been a long journey. Get the Greet. fuck out of my house. Greetings, like, traveler. <laughs> I must parch my thirst with the frosty brew of justice. Okay. All right, hang on. I'm sorry, guys. Bear with me. I'm going to mute the mic for a second. I have to tell something to my my co-host. Just bear with me. You're going to hear a dead silence for just a minute. Hang on. <laughs> Uh, All right, done. I, I like that idea. I can't wait to have that done. That'll be great. The problem is we're going to have to get everybody to actually familiarize themselves with the topic so they actually get the joke. To be honest, I would love, well, yeah, I'm sure you would love 12 hours of Emperor's Court. Of course, it's a lot to program because it's one thing to say you're going to do it and then you actually do it and you're like, holy shit. I think we actually said we were going to record a couple segments in advance because this, the thing of it is with this show, we don't take a whole lot of breaks. We take, what, two breaks for about 12 minutes. Over yeah. the course of a four-hour show, what is a relatively what is a four-hour show? It's really a four-hour show. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So, uh, the human voice just simply can't go that long, even if we start, you know, bringing uh, guest hosts to sit in for a little while. Well, I mean, that's why. I mean, like I said, this was happening right after I came on board. You guys were talking about this shit, and um, you know, we were talking like seven hosts rotate in. Yeah, because you'd right, have legal you know, tender, you'd have right. Baron Ghost, you'd have Eve. The three of us at six. Octel takes three breaks for a one-hour show. Yeah, I've I've not I've, really? I listened to that show once. I don't like why I listen. I to don't, it. it doesn't do anything for me. It, for which honestly, one? Octel Hordak? No, no, the one that he does now. The, oh, the, one, the one show. What one dumb jock? I, you know what? I'll, I'll be honest. I could get behind it. My <clears throat> only thing there is a you know the breaks thing. But I mean that's right. if you think about normal radio, that's not even that big a deal. I just could give a shit about Eurosports. And, and his big thing is to talk about all sports everywhere, it seems like. But it makes sense because we have uh, such a large right. European I, audience. I understand that. I, I get that. I do. <clears throat> you know, it, he just, I, I don't care about soccer. I don't either. And I understand rugby, I understand or... that he's playing to an audience that is a right. significant portion of, of whom do give a shit about soccer. Yes. It's just not my cup of tea. Like when he, I actually <clears throat> listened to a show when he, one of his shows when he was talking about the NBA. Hell yeah, I'm right there with him. I can, I, I can listen to that. Right. I, I'm in. Soon as you go to soccer, I'm bored, and it's nothing to do with the I host. Just, it's nothing to do with the show. I, I, it's I just, just think I it's, it's, the, it's the wrong show on the wrong network. It is. You it have. Is really? I mean, when you have, I, you, I, have, yeah, you, yeah, have yeah. you have our show, the gamers <clears throat> in casual. You have all these shows about gaming and nerd culture, and then here's the sports show. Well, here's what? here's my thing with that, and, and I don't. Our, our thing is about being, at least the way I always it's, take it's, it. It's supposed it, to be by about, geeks for geeks. That's right. what it say. Uh, yes, Sports but I mean, still doesn't strike me as. Blanky. I've I've done eh. it. I on the One G Network, a buddy of mine who was a sports writer for the uh, for the Medina Gazette before I went on to work for the Akron Beacon Journal, did a sports show. We actually sent a couple demos out uh, to various places. Okay, 
Uh, and same thing. It just it never caught on. Okay. All my other shows in the network did great. Octale's thing. Octale is a great host, and he's he's oh, yeah, very I, good at doing I what I do, which is direct the conversation. He's better in a multi-host. When it was him, Hordak, and Doc Dead, mm-hmm. that was a hell of a show. I mean, they were number two on WC Radio for a reason. That was a great show. And unfortunately, when Hordak kind of left, I, I guess the whole thing kind of fell apart. I, I'll know the whole you know dynamics of the thing. Your phone's beeping. No, I don't care. I think Octave would be was, is better served in a, you know <clears throat> in a multi-host kind of ensemble cast type thing, where he's directing the conversation. He can get his rants and his monologues, and when he's doing a solo show, that's my problem with it. Not so much the sports is just that. Well, no, no. Okay, playing sports games is one thing. Fantasy teams is another. But he's not doing. He's doing like a straight, actual sports. He's right. doing like a straight sports and it's not show. That his topics aren't relevant. They are. Would, his, that that yeah. you would hear yeah. if you just turn on like AM radio. Just turn on the radio. And I, I just don't. I mean, it's, it's ultimately his network when you really boil it down. Sure. And if he, that's what he wants to do, that's sure. fine. I just don't think it really fits what we're trying to do here. Overall, I, I get what you're saying. Um, I do. I think disagree. Just because you can be a look, I'm a fucking nerd. I mean, there. But at the same time, I very much like. Well, you didn't sports. need to I, say I, that. Very, you're you're, you're, doing, you're, you're right, right. internet obviously, radio obviously. show. That, that kind but, of. But I mean, at the same time, I very much like sports. I very much like guns. I mean, I, I I'm not a basement dwelling nerd. You can be both. I, I do think that's you legal can tender. Be both. He's well, the basement dweller. Yeah, I mean, but I, I do think you can do both. I do think you can make that crossover. It's just I, I do. Like you said, he's a good host. I, I like his show. I like the pacing. I like how he does it. It's just some of the topics that just bore the crap out of me. You know, I just don't care about well, your Well, and sports. Scrub says you can be a nerd and still like sports, and that's fine. But, you know, the vast majority, look, our demographic are people who don't follow sports a great deal. Yeah, that's probably true. They don't follow yeah. it. They don't play it, what have you. So, and like, you know, Highland just said, it's, it's his sandbox. That's what he wants to do. Right. Eh, he can't. And that's fine. I'm just saying... Yeah. It's just me. I just don't think it quite. I guess fits. I wish I heard him on. I I don't fits. I don't think it fits the overall aesthetic of the right. network. <clears throat> and that's fine. You know, I just wish that he was on. He was doing the old show because I thought that was, it was. Uh, again, I like that show. It was uh-huh. a much better show. Yeah. So. At any rate, go ahead with this one. We're starting to get. We finally got. We got like what a dozen topics. It's almost nine o'clock. <laughs> we haven't even got. I one know topic that. Yet. Yes. So. It's been a fast and furious conversation. So here you go, sir. This right. is for mediumdifficulty.com. Heart of Darkness, E3 Violence, and Context for Outrage. I like this one when I write it. To everyone who has been finding some of the content from the issues of E3 to be pushing the boundaries of I'm sexual sorry. politics. Hound, you've already read it? I've read some of it. Okay. I was going to say, if you could bottom line it for us. Bottom line it? Okay, See? well, in, in one line, bottom line it is that he's noticed that there's an awful lot of like really violent video games that seem to be coming out, like more so than normal. And he lists here, he lists some uh, examples here. Like, for example, uh, Metal Gear Rising uh, Revengeance. There's a decapitation of an enemy knelt in prayer for their personal last rites. Uh, the Last of Us, uh, ever-rising stress on visceral, brutal coup de grace shotgun to face. Hitman Absolution, latex fetish nun assassin troop being summarily introduced and executed. Watch Dogs, a dystopian panopticon, look it up if you don't know what it means, of a totalitarian databanks at the mercy of hackers. Uh, Medal of Honor, Warfighter, Splinter Cell, Blacklist, and Battlefield 3 <coughs> DLC. Enough jingoistic military propaganda shooters that they all blur together. Uh, Halo 4, Gears of War Judgment, Crisis 3, with the occasional flare of sci-fi aliens instead of evil minorities. Uh, Call of Duty Black Ops 2, except for the marquee one endorsed by a convicted war criminal. 
Uh, and Tomb Raider reboot, the whole groping uh, sexual abuse thing via... You know, Which we also have an article for that as well. Right. So basically it's just, you know, are we getting a little overboard here with the violence? You know, that kind of thing. That's pretty much the whole gist of the whole article. One of the things I want to start getting into the habit of doing is like other, uh, you know, more professional shows do is they read the articles in advance. Now, granted, a lot of these we don't get until the day of, but it's just easier than reading the whole thing. We're eating up minutes we could be using for discussion. Right. Now, again, the point of this at E3, all these shows, you know, all these uh, uh, games being shown off is the, the level of violence being ticked up. Yes, it's, it seems like the violence level has gone to like another level above what it was. And, but, and he's starting to quite like, is this, you know, is this really what we want to do? Is this, you know, should I be offended? Should I not be offended? Well, if you have to ask somebody else, should I be offended, then right there should be your answer. And the answer is no. If you have to ask somebody else's opinion for whether or not this is right, then there's an well, issue. Well, he says that it is, it's too much violence, but he's, okay. he's just sort of like a rhetorical question. Like, you know, like, what do you think? Okay, well, then let's sort it out there. You know what? Before we get there, um, I want to hit this at the same time. And this is from Fox News, where I got it. So I'll take it with a grain of salt. Uh, the tomb, uh, developers deny the rape sequence in latest Tomb Raider. And essentially, this goes on to say that the opening sequence that they show, the little teaser, this is supposed to be a prequel for Tomb Raider, where Laura Croft is just starting to get her uh, start. And she's been captured by this guy who beats her, slaps her around, and the implication is that he is about to rape her, which forces her to kill him, which I guess... Uh, in the storyline is the first time she ever kills another person. Again, this is a prequel. Okay. And the damage it has on her psyche. And the question is that I guess a lot of, of gamers, when they saw this, got up in arms saying, we don't like this. This is a bridge too far. Uh, the impl- you know implied rape of a character is too much. So let's take these two together, all right, since they both kind of go together. First, there's two questions I want to ask here. First one is, are games getting too violent? All right. The second question is, is rape a viable topic to put in a game? Is it a viable vehicle, a viable vehicle of storytelling for your character or for any part of the game? Now, let's take the first one first. Is violence getting out of hand when it comes to games? Now, you just now everything no. you listen here, most of them are th- first person shooters. By and large, these are all you know shooting games, FPSs, Metal Gear Rising, Hitman. I'm guessing you're a third person. The point is, these are all shooters. All right, so Varya, go ahead. I'm going with no, they're not getting too violent. I do think developers are getting, to an extent, lazy. Um, and you can blame it on a number of things. You know, he, he blamed or he talked about the the consoles are almost done, the current generation, the new generation's coming out. No one wants to take a risk in the article. Um, I, I do think, to an extent, that is a cop-out. But at the same time, I do think it, it bears a certain amount of truth. Like I said, I don't think they're getting too violent. I do think some of the developers are getting lazy, to answer it. And sure. rather than building in, what, better vehicles for the storyline, they're simply yeah. using you know gratuitous amounts of graphic violence to be, ooh, and ah, shock value. Well, I mean, let's be honest. What's the risk in building a Call of Duty clone? You're going to make money. Or well, you yeah, they're take printing a risk money. And, and build you know, a world that no one's ever seen before. Shout you build the a franchise yeah. you know, that no one's ever seen before. You're taking a risk. Now, yeah, maybe it blows up. And then you make a shit ton of money and you get rewarded. But at the same time, it might be an utter failure and people might not like it. And then you're fucked. I do think there is a certain amount, a certain amount right now of risk averseness in the industry. It worries me. Okay. It's, it's, it's difficult to say is there too much violence because if, if you ask 50 people, you probably get 50 different responses. Because sure. There's no set, you know, this is the point where <laughs> there's enough violence. But if we go over this point, there's too much. 
You know, it's like the, you know, yelling fire in a crowded, you know, it's, you know it when you see it kind of thing. Oh, like, like pornography. Like, you, you can't define pornography in essence, but you know it when you see it. It, it worries me. And you, know, you did mention that all of these are first person shooters. And yes. that's true. Yes. But that to me is part of the part that makes, that worries me. That seems to be the games that are coming out right now. They, they all seem to be the same kind of game. It's the, it's the first person shooter. It's. It's either World War II or it's some sort of, you know, in the future Can, where we're fighting in the Middle East or something. F- yeah, yeah. Or it's some sort of thing where it's, it's basically it's the same thing. It's, it's shooting everything. And it, it, I understand that there's a market for it. But it, it, I, yeah. it seems to wor- it worries me a little bit that that seems to be pretty much what everything's kind of moving toward. I, I get your point completely. And I don't want to interrupt you and, you know, obviously make your point. But <clears throat> it, if you look at what's sold well. If you look at what has made the most money, isn't the FPS the safe choice for most developers? I mean, especially for if the Xbox. You look at what the market is doing. I... Sure, no, I, and I, I understand. That's why I said it worries me. It's, it's not that I can say yes. There's too much violence. Now, if okay. my, me personally, I think there is. Okay, but just because I think so doesn't mean that it's necessarily true. That's what I said before. When you, if you ask a bunch of people, you'll get a bunch of different responses. Some people might think it's a perfectly acceptable level of violence, and other people might think that's way too much. Well, take this, for instance. I played a game this week called Sin of the Solar Empire, where my fleet burned off <laughs> half a dozen worlds. worlds. Billions of, of sentient beings destroyed in existence. There's a ship out there that eats entire worlds and shits out an asteroid field. Now, it doesn't get much more violent than Xenocide. Okay, different. And though. yet, because it's not graphic... Yes, that, because that we don't be have a close-up view as the world begins to crack underneath Correct. them. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. I, I would agree. And with also okay. because the population is numbers. Even and on, it's also in it's, sins, even on a Terran world, the max population is fifty out of fifty. But it's, it's supposed like, to be. Well, right, right, yes, I, guess, I, yeah, yeah. I understand your point. I'm just saying right. that it is you are separated by at least one layer from the actual okay. fact of what you're doing. So does that make it okay then? I think it makes the It's not the less. first of its kind. I've been burning no, off worlds and, um, since right, of course, Galactum. Of course. Right. So that was for the old Atari. But how about this? But do you think that, that desensitizes you to something where... No. You know, be- no, they're spaceships and they're killing aliens. Right, but because you're so removed they're from icons, it, it doesn't, it doesn't really bother you. Most of the time on that game, once you get to the end game, my, uh, and even with the Whopper 3, I'm sure you can't zoom in without some lag on some of those massive fleet fights. Yeah, you can't. If, if it's, you can't? Okay. Yeah, a couple no. thousand. No, no, no. If you get a couple okay. thousand ships, yeah. you zoom in it, uh, if it's a high, re- high you know, detail. But again, it's a ship. Right. And, and, but I mean, most of the time when I play, yeah. I'm, you know, I, I didn't get a computer that was optimized for gaming because I got it for both school and gaming. Mm-hmm. I'm zoomed out. I'm looking at icons. I think that does add a necessary layer. Now, I like strategy games. Actually, one of my favorite games of all time, I can never remember, and I, I haven't been able to find it, but I got it when I was, like, 12 or 13. It was a computer game called, like, Strategery or Strategy or something. I can never remember. It was all icons on tiles, like... Um, like the military, the old uses, shit games, old, you know, old shit board yeah. games, like uh, I mean, Empire, like, uh, Empires and Arts. Right. Okay. Yeah. 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 I loved like that the, game. It was the a great game. Avalon Hill. Yes. Kind yes. Of yeah. Game. Very okay. much. So. SSI type things. Yeah. I had a ball with that game. I played it for years, and then my computer broke down. I never was able to get it back. I haven't found it since. But it was an awesome game. But it was all icons. I do think that that adds a layer of separation from people. Right. That that does definitely lower. 
Uh, I can't. No. Oh, manly stuff has has a a point. This emperor, as your co-hosts say, you have whole layers of of abstractions between you and the actual genocide. So you aren't it's genocide. You are doing it for the sake of uh, genocide, but you do it for, in game terms, domination of your enemies. Well, you know what? So is you know graphically executing my opponent. I'm doing it for the uh, game's objectives, not because I want to see the blood and gore. It's because I want the kill score. Because I want to, you know, continue at my 10 kill streak to get, you know, my care package. Or because I want to say, holy shit, when I've killed 20 guys in a row. Or I've run somebody over with a tank. I'm not doing it because, God, I just can't wait to log in and kill some people. Right. No, I can't wait to log in and win a game. Right. Now, granted, I'm assuming in some of these, I'm reading the the, uh, Heart of Darkness article here where it says, you know, the latex fetish nun assassin troop being summarily introduced and executed in Hitman. All right, obviously that's used, being used as shock value as part of the storyline. I don't course. think you're going to be able to do that in a single player. And a lot of these, I, I believe, are probably going to be in the multiplayer, and a lot of them aren't, okay? But answer me this, Hounder, uh, since you seem to be taking the stance of, and I'll get to my point here in a minute, that's why I'm staying out of it. What do you say about movies like, say, uh, a Serbian film? or A Serbian film? I've yeah. never heard of that one. Really? No, I, I honestly have not. No. Okay. Uh, but you just talking about like like random yeah, ultra violent movie? I you, don't. Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen it. No. Really? Okay. Yeah, you guys want to look that one up on Wikipedia ASAP? To, okay. Uh, what about? Uh, just just pick a random. Uh, the the graphic gratuitous violence in in Hollywood that continues to. I th- Go ahead. I think it's it, it's a problem. I do. But how come you don't see the people up in arms, the articles, the well, lamenting do. the national teeth? And I you don't see it on Fox News all the time, blah, 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 you know, how, how degrading Hollywood News? is and the, their degraded morals and how dare they do this, that, and the other thing. I and see the, the video game violence. see it all the time from the, from, the, from, the, from the right wing. That's, that's all they talk about. That's all they talk about. I guess my point is I see, and maybe it's just because of the nature of the business we're in, I see the video game violence thing all the time everywhere, not just on Fox, but on, on all kinds. Even gaming websites bring, you know, bring it up. When I look at the Hollywood violence thing, I guess people have just become so enamored with it or just so desensitized to it, you just don't see it anymore. I, I think it's partially desensitization. I don't even know if that's a great word. I can't even... Desensitization? Desensitized? There, okay. That might be a better word for it. I don't know. But I, I, I think it goes back to a, a bigger issue, too. I mean, even, even games like the ones you were talking about, maybe it doesn't glorify violence, per se. It definitely does glorify warfare. And the, you have to ask the question, is, is warfare something to glorify? To me, war... Anybody who's experienced it will tell you no. Exactly. I, I was, I was going to get to that. War, well, it, war is, to me, days. isn't something it, it shouldn't necessarily... I mean, it's, 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 it's one of the most important things that has you know, changed the course of human history. Yes. And it should be studied and everything. Yes. Studied, yes. Glorified, I would say no. I think the, the days of glorifying warfare are long since past us. And, and there is something to be said for, and, you know, all the ancients wrote about it. You know, even people, you know, during the Napoleonic era, the revolution, you know, would wax poetic about it. There was a pageantry to having, you know, hundreds and thousands of soldiers in, in various uniforms and having a set piece battle and the music playing, the guys marching in step, there was a bit of a poetic, you know, uh, 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 pomp and circumstance. For, yes, to it. Now, at the end of the battle, just like was it Wellington said it, that the only thing worse than a battle lost is a battle won. And I think it says... If, Flip that. The only thing worse than a battle... Won is a battle lost? Sorry, thank yeah, you. Yeah, there you go. Okay. So, yeah, I'm sorry. Um, and he said, you know, I hope... 
you know, he went on to say that I hope I never see another battle like this ever again. I hope this is my last battle. So, it, glorifying you, warfare died in World War One. See, I, I don't think so. I think I, I think when he had not when all it started. Those, no, not no, when it started. started. But I just in terms of, of like what we're talking about with all those games, I think those games do to a certain extent glorify I, warfare. They make it well, fun. Voyeur, I think they you make have, it interesting. Voyeur, you probably have a better perspective on this than than either of us because other than playing armchair general, you've actually been in the war. To an extent, I agree. Glorifying warfare can be dangerous, and you have to watch out for that. Um, I don't know whether or not current games, I would say, glorify it. Um, a number of current games, you know, there's hard choices. There's, you remember the whole controversy over uh, modern warfare when you had to shoot up the airport and everything. The Russian yes, thing, yeah, yes. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like, oh my god, you have to do this. It, right. it wasn't. Yeah, partially it was for shock value, but at the same time, it's not like doing that is going to desensitize you to shooting up an airport. Most people were like, holy shit, this is awful. I cannot believe this would happen. It was a vehicle for storytelling. I think as long as it's a vehicle for telling a story, you're okay. Um, the but that's, only, that's well, awfully... It's a, it's a that's tough a line gray to walk. line I know, there, I know, I know it is. I know it's a very thin line. But it it depends on what you're doing, and so many things, it depends on what you're doing. Also, I do think you have to watch out for the other side of that. Yeah, glorifying warfare is not good and can lead to some awful fucking things. But demonizing warfare as the most horrible thing we can do, that's the other much more dangerous, in my opinion, side of that coin. There is a place for warfare. Sometimes you have to fight. There are things worth fighting for. Now, saying glorifying warfare is the biggest evil... That's one thing I disagree with it. It's bad. It's not a good idea. But at the same time, if you say that war is never the answer and you're demonizing it and you're saying that violence shouldn't exist at all, violence is never the solution, well, I disagree with that completely too. Um, as with so many things, I think it depends on circumstance and I think it depends on moderation. And that's it, it sounds like a cop-out answer. It sounds like a shitty answer. But, I mean, it's true. Uh, there are times where fighting is necessary. There are times where fighting is wrong. It's like anything else in life. You have to know when is. Shrake says video is. games aren't violent compared to the Bible. Now, see, that's a bullshit cop out, and I hate when people make that dis- make that uh, distinction. No, I'd say video games are way more right. Violent the, than Bible the Bible, for no, one, the Bible has some very violent things in it. I'm not going to deny that because it is whether in your belief here historia well no i mean I, I, in my I, belief historical document but it's it's telling a story telling a story about how a group it, of people came into a place and right. they had to take it over. Telling him take it over, telling a moral, and then these are, as we're finding to, uh, in many cases, historical events that actually happened. You know, this would be like leading, reading Josephus and saying, "Oh, he is ultra violent." No, he's telling you what happened historically. It's like leading; it is a history book, a Bible, much the same. I don't think the Bible saying some latex, you know, wearing nun came in and stroked God on his chest before Saint Peter came up and decapitated the heathen. Look, I don't think you compare the two. I hate when I hear, well, the Bible's violent. Again, so is any history book you read, because it's telling you about events that happened. And it's telling you a reason why they happened. It's not senseless violence. And I will say this, Highlander, and the, when I read the things that are going on here, decapitation of enemy knelt in prayer, or a latex fetish nun. I, granted, I understand that there are games out there for a select audience for these kind of things. These are not my type of things. Much like Varyar, I believe that when you get into this really, really graphic violence, you're doing it to make a point, which is 
hey, look at us. Look what we can do with our game engine. We're going to make it into the papers because we're going to be so shocking and so on the edge and pushing the envelope that people are going to want to pay to play our games just to see how far we're willing to go. To me, that is not driving a storyline. That is not trying to make a point. That is not really trying to be entertaining. That's just simply trying to get out there, get attention. I believe that, much like the rape thing, which we'll get to here in a second, um, I don't believe that any of this is necessary to get across and still have the kind of fun and still be violent. There is a point where you're doing it simply for the sake of doing it. And I think if that's the case, you've gone too far. If I may interject. Go ahead. Um, I am not a fan of the Hitman series. I've played I'm it. I'm not either. I don't yeah. like it. I've played it, the first one. It wasn't really tea. my... No, it wasn't for you know, me either. I do think that in the Hitman series, they're gratuitous. But again, to go back to an example I already used, the the uh, airport scene in Modern Warfare. Right. I will freely admit I enjoy Modern Warfare. I like the, the online. I can hop on, play it for 10, 20 minutes, and, and hop back off. It's easy, you know? I don't like the 12-year-olds. I enjoy making fun of them, as we've discussed multiple times. Um, but I will say that the storyline in Modern Warfare, I thought was decently, for what it was, decently put together. I did not think that the airborne scene, the airport scene, honestly, horrified me. I didn't, I mean, doing it, even playing the game, I was like, what the fuck Did it I forward doing? the storyline? I thought it did. Okay. In my opinion, I thought it did. Now, whether you agree with me or not, that's a different thing. But I didn't look at it as shock value. I And given all of the times that they let you opt out of it, I mean, you had to click OK so many times to even get to that scene. I that kind of reminds you know, me of a scene from uh, Dragon Age Origins. Okay. Now, if you, have you ever, did you play that? I did I not. Did. Okay. Now, do you remember the scene where you're in the castle and the little boy is possessed by the demon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you basically, when you boil it all down, you have three options and... The most violent is, of course, to kill him right then and there. Right. And they, they give you about every opportunity possible. To get out of to, it. To get out of it. They're, right. They're saying, hey, you can just go down the road. There's some magicians. We can come back and exercise him. Or you can try exercising him yourself and see what happens. And they basically say, no, we're going to go kill him. It's like, and, the, and the mother starts freaking out on you. Like, you can't kill my baby. You can't. And they have to drag her away. And then you go upstairs. And you talk to the boy. And you're like, you're going to kill me, aren't you? And like, yeah, I'm going to kill you. And. They even try to let you get out of it there before you finally, you know, kill the boy. If that's the road that you want to go down, right? It's I, I do <clears throat> think it's it, it's a narrow line to walk, like you said earlier. It's a it's a very thin distinction, it but it, it, it's an important one because there is a difference between giving you the freedom to make a story, which, in my opinion, gaming is gaming. And you and I have talked about this yes, multiple times, yes. Highlander. Story is to me is king. Everything. Story is everything. Yes. You know, I can play Modern Warfare for an hour, but I can't play it for three hours online because there's nothing, there's no story. I enjoy the competition, but after a while, it's repetitive. I love the story of a single-player game. As long as you're advancing the story, I am willing to forgive you a multitude of sins. We're going to get to this rape thing, and I'm probably, I don't know if I'll be alone in this, but as long as it advances the story and it's for character development, I'm okay with it. If it is gratuitous, I'm not. And that, to me, is the only distinction that matters. Now, because I have read some. The only up other thing, maybe you're looking at the same thing. I'm. The only other thing that I worry about too is a lot of like the Medal of Honor, War Splinter Cell, enough jingoistic military propaganda, and that worries me a little bit too. And I know that I'm probably in the minority. On you're going to be in the minority. In this I'll one. be in the minority. Yep. I think a lot of it is jingoistic and sort of military propaganda. It does tend to glorify all that to a certain degree. To, an, to a degree, they're yes. enemies of the country. 
And if we can make a, uh, a simulator where we're killing them, so be it. Burn the heretic. Do but we not have games like Wolfenstein killing Nazis? As we should. Or games killing Soviets? Or games killing the Vietnamese? These are all past enemies of this nation. I hear no one complaining of those. Well, they're all dead now. We've the Vietnamese and the Soviets are not. They're very much alive. Not the Soviets, but the Vietnamese. The Vietnamese the are Russians. our friends now, actually. Uh, depends on who Well, more than they used to be. More I'll than they used that to be. Way. That's right. I'll but put it that way. They were quickly finding out that communism maybe wasn't worth all the hassle. Uh, and they really don't like the Chinese. So that a lot of people are starting to get pissed off. You see we're sending stealth warships out there now? Yeah, the DDG-1000s yeah. they're building with fucking rail guns. Hell yeah. No, no, we've deployed two of them. Yeah, oh, the literal like ships. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. I so, thought you meant we were building or looking no, at No, they're on the way to the Pacific Theater. Okay, yeah, so, yeah. And we're beefing up. We're putting 20,000 Marines in Okinawa, which the Okinawans are pissed. Pissed. I remember a congressman worried that the island would capsize. That was uh, Guam. Oh, Guam. Guam. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah you're That right. was great. That was hilarious. But my point with this is looking at, like, now keep in mind, we're, we may be taking all this out of context. We haven't played these games. or something going off with the authors talking No, about. but, I mean, come on. We, we've we've okay, played, played a first-person yeah. shooter. I understand. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm simply giving the benefit of the doubt that maybe we're, that it's the possibility exists we may be taking and out of I context. And, I mean, I've, I've not played Metal Gear Rising Revenge. Right. I've played enough Metal Gear to know what it's about. But I'm reading this and seeing it says, Decapitation of an enemy knelt in prayer for their personal last rites. So, you know what? The vehicle can be, rather than care. showing me... Blow the guy's brains out in very graphic detail. You can show the character, put the gun to the back of the guy's head, and then pan away maybe to your character's face, and then you hear the gunshot. And then a thud. It's the same thing. You just shot a guy who was praying. The vehicle is still there. It shows you the okay. as whatever they're trying to push on. I'm sorry, but quick interjection. Go He's ahead. knelt in prayer for his own personal last rites. Yes. As in, you know, hey, you're going to die. Would you like a moment to make peace with your God? Yes. I, I don't know. I think that's respectful. Give him a second. Like, hey, would you like to, you know, I'm look, you're going to die. I could have snuck up and just shot you in the back of the head. Would you like a moment to pray? Okay. There you go. I, I, maybe I'm weird like that. Maybe maybe I am wrong. But personally, I see that as somewhat respectful, not horrific. Scrub Puppy, our kids should be encouraged to be doctors and scientists, not killers. I mean, like the you one scientist who made the, you know, all our weapons or the Manhattan Project. Or the, the doctors problem... who helped. Have... I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Scrub, I, the sentiment is great. The problem is without the killers, the doctors and scientists Would don't have exist. a place to live. Right. Yeah, and, and that is the, the biggest thing that I disagree with when it comes to these pacifistic people. If only we'd lay down our weapons, everyone else would, too. Because sometimes well, you cannot. Show that. Right. Sometimes you cannot, for whatever reason, reason. With another person or another country or an enemy. Okay? You Sometimes can... people are just assholes, and that's really all there is to it. And you got to be ready to beat that asshole up. If you want to protect your whale, I mean, to boil it down in the most simplistic terms possible, sometimes someone's going to want to walk up and just knock you down and take your lunch money. They want what you have. Be ready in a to lot fight. Of cases. You hope you never have to fight, but sometimes you do. And being perceived as too strong to fight is way better than being perceived as too moral to fight. Because one guy, no one's going to fuck with. One guy, everyone's going to fuck with. And that's the difference between Rome and the United States. I'd Nobody really, yeah. fucked with Rome. I'd much People rather fuck be with the, the United guy, States. I'd much rather be the guy that was too scary to fight with because we'd never have to fight again. Which Roman, senator, or Roman emperor that said, it was a Caligula, that said, rather be feared than respected. One of them said that. And I always get mixed up. And I thought you corrected me on it once. It doesn't sound like somebody Caligula would say because he was crazy. Oh, what do you close a Claudius, maybe? Maybe. I, I, thought, I don't know. Well, no, no, no. I, I think it, sounds, it, was, it sounds like something that Julius Caesar would say, actually. Or maybe Augustus, but I don't know. 
care if they like if me they don't like as me as long as they fear me. I think it was actually respectful. I don't care if uh, Latin proverbs let them hate as long as they fear attributed by Seneca. Seneca okay. was a senator. No, I thought this was a, there was a Roman emperor that said this. Hmm. Let them hate us as long as they fear us. Something like that. That's down there by the elite bandit club, whatever that is. Uh, it looks retarded. Just reading their little blurb there. It rapidly jumps into ghetto elite speak. Or maybe it's, it's better to be feared than loved. Well, that's Machiavelli. Maybe that's it. No, I thought this was Roman for some reason. Okay, maybe somebody can correct me on that one. I, I'm not looking into it now, but I, I, I thought it was Roman. Anyways, the point being, we're, we're getting a little off topic. I, I will agree to a point that I think the violence is getting a little out of hand. I think there is, there is more than enough in that gray area to get across any kind of point you want, you know, without warping everything going forward. Now, granted, the problem is if you back off of some of this stuff, if you're shown to show weakness then it's going to be an issue as people are going to push you to go back more and more and more. So the game company, they're really in a no-win situation. If they were to hold the line and just keep doing what they've been doing, they could probably get away with it. When they continue to push the envelope like this, eventually you're going to push too far. And maybe you, you know, push enough and people say stop, or maybe you push too far and people react you know, stronger and you have to go back on a lot of this until you start seeing a lot of the violence coming out of the game. Towards being dumbed down to where it was in Quake, as opposed to I don't know either that or just start making different kinds of games that you know don't necessarily appeal to. But that there are particular... plenty. Of, there are plenty of games out there that aren't first person first, uh, FPSs. You well, I'm not talking about FPSs. I haven't played I'm FPS just in a long about time. The, you know the violence in, in particular. Now, real quick, um, before because we have the mailbag coming up, we still have the stupid video game of the week. We'll get to right here before the end of the hour. We we do have to take another break. Uh, folks, get your emails in now, emperor1g at cox.net. We're going to do this right after the uh, stupid video game moment. Is rape a valid form of storytelling Yes. in games? Now, what if it's graphic? What if they show it? I'd rather not see that. Okay. Implied? Yes. Graphic? Ah, fuck. Um, you'd have to... Ch- it- it's it's a case by case basis. It, it I can, really is. I, I can remember. Throw. There's a I, I can I can remember several animes off the top of my head. Not not in not gratuitous like tentacle rape stuff like uh, Fushigi Yugi, Mysterious Place. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah, that yeah. One? Okay, yes, that was one of Miriam's favorites. There is a scene near the end of the series. Uh, the main girl, I think it's Miyako. It's been years since I've seen it. She ends up getting captured by the main bad dude and gets raped by him. Now you don't see anything, but you can you you can tell that the implication happened. is there. The implication is there. She he like drags her into his tent. You hear stuff, and then it goes to black, and then you see her like vigorously like washing herself because she you know, she feels dirty. So you know what happened. It bothered me then. I don't know. It 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 depends on the context. It all depends on, on the content. Mosca Bear says, Laura Croft isn't raped, she is groped. Okay, but the point is, the gamers who saw this, look, enough of the audience obviously made the connection from grope to rape. That's where, obviously, this was headed. That is the, that is the uh, I hate to keep using the word, but that's the implication that you are given as the if, person watching the if, events. If events had continued this without her doing something. Yes. Right. 
Warner says rape is valid, shown depends. I see. I disagree. I think they both depend. I think if you're just raping for the sake of raping, oh, holy God, look at our sweet game. It's shock value. Yeah, but I mean, is, I, I think that's kind of fucked has up. Has there been any game? Where, I mean, well, that's, okay, that's there's, the point. there's that one crazy <sighs> Japanese game that we reviewed, like Rape Play or whatever. Okay, but okay, yeah, in yeah, that yeah, yeah. instance, I think Refatal. everyone can agree. Yeah. That. But I mean, has there ever been a game where something like that was in there? Where it was in there just to like, eh, hey, let's throw in a rape scene. What the hell? I'm of two minds about this. And on the one hand, a lot of these games are telling a story about, you know, characters in a, a real world to them. Okay. Meaning that in the real world that these characters live in, you have murder, you have destruction, you have disease, you have, you know, marriages, you have everything else that's, that is in the world. Sure. Something that happens that has a very traumatic and emotional and physical event impact on you or a character is rape. So if you're using it to forward a storyline or to forward the emotional baggage, baggage that a character has, all right, if you're going to include everything else, murder, disease, etc., then I think for, then rape has to be part of that because it's, if you're not glorifying it, if it's not graphic, it is simply, you know, a result of, you know, the world in which they live in, I think I can go along with that. I, I, I Kind of like you, Hunter, I am not comfortable with that in I'm any com- fashion. Yeah. In any fashion. I, I think I could get along with it better if it was part of the backstory. Like, this character was raped at one point. Her village was destroyed, and she was raped by yada, yada, yada. And that is why she is the introvert, the violent such and such that she is today. See, I disagree. And, and okay. If I may. Um like I said earlier, like we've discussed many times, I, I think gaming is an excellent vehicle for storytelling. Yes. Uh, you both know I, I, I love to read. You both know I And we both movies. read as well. You know, Go ahead. I, yeah. I, I think when you have an excellent story in a game, you internalize it more because you are playing that game. You're, you're, you're part of the experience. You're not just Kind of like when Eris gets killed it. and everybody gets like, oh, right. that sucked. It, you're not just reading it, you're, you're being it. Um. I think you're going to be able to internalize and it's going to affect you more if you understand where your character is coming from. Now, as long as, again, if you're making some porn rape game, yeah, we're going to have some problems. I'm not going to agree with that at all. But if your character, in this case, Lara Croft, is raped early on or is suffers an attempted rape early on. Apparently, it never gets all the way. It's just groping and then she kills. That has a distinct effect on your character. That has a huge effect on the storyline. Shouldn't that have a big effect on the player? Now, at the beginning, maybe they do a little intro Star Wars style where Lara Croft was raped, exploring her first two. No, I, I don't think they've ever. Found the I don't think they've ever done that before. Right. But I know but what I you're mean, saying. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? It, I, it doesn't have the same impact. You don't internalize it the same way. Rape should not be glorified, but it is, like M said, part of the real world. And I don't think you can call it off limits just because it's distasteful. You know, a lot of the great literature in the world, a lot of the great early movies, they dealt with distasteful topics. And I think overall, as a culture, we're better for that. You know, people say sunlight is the best disinfectant. You know, seeing something like that, it's supposed to disturb you. I can't remember who said it. Yeah, someone, someone, in, the said I, there, yeah. someone in the IRC said it, that it, it's supposed to disturb you. I agree. I agree completely. And as long as that's what it's being used for, I agree with the placement to an extent. You know, obviously you can go too far with something like that. But as long as you are attempting to tell a story, 
as long as it is for character development and not for shock value. I'm okay with it. The problem is it, it can't does be it used depend as a catch-all because you can well, turn around and say, well, we only yeah. did this because I mean, we wanted to. Well, for and, me, it would have to depend on the story, too. Of course. Of because, course. because the second half of this is that she turns around and just kills him. Yes. And then you have to, well, was that the right attitude to take? I mean, obviously you would say yes. Was another way out of it? Was there another way out of okay. it? Do you, do you have to kill them? I mean, is, was that well, the only the, option available to it, you was murder? Like, it's kind of like you, know you were talking I mean? about earlier. And it gets back to the violence thing. You know, I mean. You have the option to kill the kid, but it makes you go through some hoops to do it. Yes. Now, should you not have the option to kill the kid? Because if you do, then I say you have a less complete game experience. Games are about choice, and you and I, I know, agree on this because we, oh yeah, and I've it's I story. And the first and time I played it, I, first time I if we're going to talk about that scene in particular, the first time I played it, I did not kill him. Of course, uh, the second time I did just to see how far it would go before right. it would actually, and we're talking like four or five hoops, pretty much to jump through. Before I finally was able to kill him, and there were repercussions afterward. Of course, you know, pe- it, people looked at you weird in the town, and the the mother didn't really trust you. And obviously, you know, because you killed her kid, but naturally. there were a lot of repercussions with that. But I mean, if you don't, okay, just to play devil's advocate, if you don't have that option, is it still a complete game? Is it still a complete sandbox type, which is what they were going for? I don't uh, hit or miss whether you may think it. That that's what they were going for was the whole choose your own adventure aspect. Right. I think right. you almost have to have that choice because if you don't have that choice, the others don't mean as much. I always play every game like that. I always play the first time through as the absolute paladin, the champion of the people, See, every, the hero. Yeah, yeah. And then the second time, I'm the fucking devil. And then right. the third time, I do what I think per I'm I'm scenario. of two minds about that. It's it's I can understand where you're coming from. And okay. to a degree, I'd agree with you, too. But it, it does go back to that sort of glorifying violence thing. It's like, do we... Do we have to put in the scenes where you know I decide to rape the village and pillage? And I mean, what does that do for the storyline? That that I have to, you have to have that option in there, does or it it's not in the real world. What about Game of Thrones? Does that mean it has to be in my game? Just because it happens in the real world doesn't mean it has to be in my game. There are tons of things that happen in the real world. It doesn't mean I have to experience it have you, through a game. You've watched uh, Saving Private Ryan, right? I have in the intro. Um, when they're storming Normandy, storm, Beach, storm, and storm Normandy, yeah, and graph, you know, very graphic. The very guys, graphic, guts are yes. coming out. The guy's missing his arm. That kind yes. of thing. They put that in like a, a a Medal of Honor game. Is that too graphic? You can see it in a movie, a very uh, an, uh, an Academy Award winning movie, Gladiator, an Academy Best Picture, very graphic. It very depends bloody. on the context. That's the thing. Saving Private Ryan is not about glorifying warfare. It's about showing, showing how, what warfare, showing really, warfare is. really is and how right. horrific it is. When you're playing Medal of Honor, you're not you don't buy Medal of Honor because you you're worried about the graphic nature of, of warfare. You're there because you you enjoy that to a certain extent. Maybe not to a certain extent as you know some like a crazy person or whatever. But you you buy those games because that that appeals to you on a certain level. The idea of storming the beaches of Normandy, or you know, what there are certain fighting in Afghanistan, or whatever, you know, okay, living vicariously through other people. Are you telling me no one that saw Saving Private Ryan, Ryan went, ho ho, this is sweet at the look at these special effects. Oh, this is amazing. Look at these guys charge in and kill. I'm sure there were some people that probably. Right. Did. I, I don't. Yeah. I think you're painting with too broad a brush, my friend. I think that you are... No, I, I, I don't think so. You I, don't think so? I, I think I'm trying to be as, as nuanced as I can be. It all depends on the context. Okay. The context of the violence. I agree, and yet I do Medal of Honor I, glorifies it. Saving Private Ryan does not. See, I agree to an extent with it all depends on the context. I don't know if I would say 
glorification versus the difference between two mediums. I, I think you have an easier... I think you have an easier time making your point with a movie than you do with a game because the gamer has to be able to make choices for the most part. I, most of the games I hate are now, the ones where you run on rails. Let me okay, ask you this. this okay, let me okay. ask last comments. Real sure. quick, just last. Okay. Um, those kind of games I don't play a ton of, so you know, I've, I'm just going to ask. In those kind of games, like Battlefield or Medal of Honor, sure. do you have the option of not killing people? No. Doesn't that refute the argument you were having before and saying that you need the option to... Kill and rape everyone, but it goes back to his option no. four. Sometimes no, you don't have all. that choice. Sometimes, just like warfare, sometimes you don't have a choice. Sometimes, so then you that, have that to. doesn't make it a, a complete gaming experience. Then, no, I completely disagree with that because it depends on the situation, it depends on the storyline, depends on what you're trying to do. Okay, if fair you're enough. if you're plunged into a situation on a battlefield where it's kill or be killed, you can't worry about the other people's motivations. On the other hand, in Dragon Age, as we were talking about earlier, you have the option to sit down and think about. One's what a battlefield simulator. One's a, a venture game. Right, an RPG. I understand. I just wanted that. To that would be that fine. would be the difference. I do think I, I I do agree that some FPSs I think do go too far. But for the most part, I, I don't I don't see it. For the most part, when you're talking about gaming experience, I think for the most part, there are studios that go for shock value. But for the most part, it is to advance a story, because shock value wears off very very quickly. Story stays. The story endures. T Rex has. I think T Rex will will get the final say in this here in IRC. And he says, "I don't see the problem with this rape scene. You don't have to play a game with rape in it. Just like you don't have to watch the Lifetime movies with rape. I feel like it's just going to end up being something put under the M rating, like strong language and drug use, etc. And ultimately, I think it's what it comes down to. You don't. You can vote with your wallet. You don't always have to buy something or play something that you don't necessarily like or agree okay. with." And I understand that, and that's fine. It's just for the sake of arguments, and this this gentleman in this article is bringing up, I think, a valid point, and one that I think you know creates a dialogue that needs to happen. Are we getting too far? Are things getting too violent? Are we letting things spin out of control? I, ultimately, I don't think no, we are. I, I think we we we're keeping a beat on things. I think that if things go too far, if games go over the line at some point. You'll know it because everybody will be up in arms. And it won't just be, you know, the right wing or the left wing or the neo-Christians or whoever. You'll see everybody say, okay, now wait a minute. This is a bridge too far. we got to dial it back now. Now we've gone, you know, past the point of no return. We need to bring games back in. And you'll start, trust me, and you'll know when it happens because there'll be rioting in the streets. It'll be on every, you know, in every magazine and every website and every blog and every channel. You'll know when it happens. And I don't think we're there yet. Remember Bullet Storm? Yeah. You know, that... I enjoyed that game immensely. But, okay, but there was <laughs> there was some uh, pushback on that. Yes, there was. But not the same kind was. of thing. Like I said, trust me. When we go too far, you'll know it. Hell, you'll hear it here. Cause we'll talk about it. All right, I think it's time for the stupid video game of the week. Then we'll do the mailbag before we take a brief break, before we head into our third, I'm sorry, our fourth and final hour. Uh, folks, get your emails in, emperor1gacox.net. And I see a lot of you sent in articles while the show was already underway for some reason. Uh, we'll save those for next week. I appreciate them. But I want your questions, your comments, your opinions right now. So here we go. From across the information superhighway, we have collected the stupidest moments in video game history.
When I'm playing games, I feel like it's my responsibility to keep the guys alive. For example, in the game Pitfall, my guy's putting his life in my hands in exchange for my 25 cents. So it's the least I can do to try to keep him out of the alligator's mouth. I'm not very good at Pitfall. When he falls into a pit, I, I apologize to him. I don't care who at the arcade thinks I'm crazy. I feel bad about it. If he falls off the vines into the man-eating alligators, I scream, Pitfall Man! I'm sorry, Pitfall Man! I don't do that with this week's stupid video game moment, the incredible crash test dummies. <laughs> when the dummy's stupid ass wheels himself off a cliff and into a pit of spikes, I say, well, you should have listened to me, dipshit. I told you to stop. Also, I should probably bring up the point that your guy dies really damn easy for a crash test dummy. If you smash into things at high speeds for a living, it should take a lot more than a vacuum cleaner on wheels to knock your head off, much less kill you. If you're a child of the 80s, you'll instantly recognize the title characters from a series of public service announcements from the end of that decade. Yes, friends, a game based on a public service announcement. What ideas do you think got rejected before they made this game? Did they pitch Milk Does a Body Good Laser Squad Showdown? Or Captain O.G. Readmore's Learn to Read in Outer Space? Or Smokey Bear's Outdoor Woods Squeal Like a Pig Wildfire Adventure? How burned out does a video game designer have to be before he starts making games about safety commercials? Kids, that is the very definition of hitting rock bottom. This is licking beer off the bar while being rejected by a tranny hooker and trying to lay your fat cousin rock bottom. <laughs> For most of the game, you're on a unicycle and pretty much out of control. Whatever orders you put on the control, whatever orders you put in on the controller is not so much commands as advice. Advice that the dummy takes very lightly. <laughs> Pressing hop has about a 60% chance of making him hop, which isn't bad for a talking dummy, but really shitty for a video game. If he even bothers to listen to you, tapping gently on the left side of the controller is the equivalent of your dummy cycling about 40 feet on the screen. Expect to go off the edge of lots of things, and if you see a bad guy, it's completely up to fate whether or not you can keep yourself from crashing into him. Most of the enemies are robots made out of trash and rubber tires, but they can still knock your head off. That's not figurative either. Your head seriously falls off all the time in this game. When it happens, all your controls are reversed, and it makes your already insane dummy that much harder to keep under control. By the headless dummy's point, you'll find that you play just as well when you sit on the controller and bounce up and down. Now, to the game's credit, the gra graphics aren't that bad. To the game's discredit, it's not very damn hard to make a graphic of a rubber tire look like a rubber tire. The game starts to get repetitive if you play it more than zero seconds, but it doesn't matter since you probably won't be able to control your unicycle mannequin well enough to get past more than the first couple vacuum cleaner robots. Luckily, since your main weapon is a gas canister that only stuns bad guys for two seconds, you can't kill anything and can fight the first two robots for as long as you want. Another example of why you should be able to kill in your games. The whole game was about trying to get us to put on our seatbelts. But after you play it, take a look at yourself. If you look hard enough, you'll notice a hint of something suicidal that's your subconscious desperately wanting you to forget about the incredible trash test dummies game and it knows the only way to be sure the memory is gone is suicide so playing this game doesn't make you want to wear your safety belt completely the opposite next time you're in a car you'll have to resist the urge to take off the seatbelt and aim for a telephone pole <laughs> the incredible crash test dummies for the sega master system you can have more fun sitting in a car buckling and unbuckling your actual seatbelt. another stupid moment in video game history. From across the information superhighway, we have collected the stupidest moments in video game history. I'm 
glad you took your segments back this week. You're way better at that. You than really I are. I don't even remember hey, what, what was the one that did, did you e. even do it. Oh, you e. 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 yeah. oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah, you're way better at that than we are on that one. And now it's time for the mailbag. The post office delivered your hate mail to the house again. Anything worth looking at? No, just the usual death threats, letter bombs, and human feces. You always make it sound worse than it is. How do you know it's human feces? See, I wish I'd actually read his email prior to this, because then I could have seen what it is he sent me. Uh, the question is, can we get this in here? In time? Let's just play it on Winamp, see what it sounds like. Can we find one that... Shregs, I appreciate you finding me the uh, clip. The problem is the audio is horrible. Long. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. I can't use this, man. The audio is horrible on this one. It warbles way too much. I appreciate the effort, though, sir. Thank you. You sent me the two war uh, sound Same effect. Firm, yeah. Yeah, yes. I am so looking forward to The Hobbit. I don't care who knows it. Hobbit's going to be awesome. From True, in regards to Disney losing money on John Carter, the studio only gets so much at the box office. The first week, they got over 90%, but each following week, they get less, and the theater gets more. So movies that open poorly but get more viewers later make the studios less money. Also, Disney makes a lot of their own uh, merchandise, so I bet they're sitting on a metric ton of T-shirts, bobbleheads, and toys they had to pay to make. So it's true. Yeah, probably. Actually, John Carter, I, I read, was not merchandise because it really wasn't a toy type of movie. There wasn't a whole lot you I'm can sure buy. there's got to be some sort of I'm some sure, merchandise. I'm sure there's some, but it right, didn't but, really but seem like But it's not like, like a, uh, you know, Tron or something like that. Right, right, yeah. right. So... But that makes more sense. Thank you, True. That that would make more sense now than a movie that pulled in more than uh, its budget ended up losing money in the long run. All right. Hello, though, Emperor Hylder and Varyar. Now that Rebellion for Sins of the Solar Empire has been released, do we have to pick up? Do we have to pick up the expansion, or will Trinity still work? Sorry for not making the games. I either am already embroiled in League of Legends, or I just forgot. Already purged and double purged and triple purged. Well, we can actually follow up on that purging. Also, be happy this day because Michael, I'm sorry, Michelle Bay's production of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, pardon me, Alien Turtles, has been indefinitely postponed. Yeah, I heard about Thank that. Thank Christ. You really? didn't know about that? No, I did not. They're, Why? They're, they're, they're pushing it back. Please tell me they're taking him off the project. No, no, they're not. They're just pushing it back. For I him. put a gun to his head and let, listen, shitbag, you already ruined one franchise. You're not going to ruin two. You want to go rape the 80s, you know, 80s and 90s childhoods, we're going to stop you right here. Go make your fourth Transformer movie so you can be done with it and go away. Thank God, because uh, Michael Bay's sucks. I hated Transformers 2 and 3 because robot testicles and racist stereotypes aren't funny. Unless it's Highlander. And then it's the most hilarious thing I've ever heard or seen. But they keep making them because my age group, the teenage group, loves robot testicles. And here I thought it was because they liked racist stereotypes. <laughs> Daras, level 30 summoner. Yeah, League I thought Legends. having the, I don't even know what the hell their names are, the ones that turn into the crappy ice cream trucks. Uh, oh, the twins. The twins. Yeah, yeah, Those yeah, yeah. Idiots. Didn't he have to apologize for them? Yes, he did. And he had to promise, in fact, he bet like $25,000 that, uh, that they would not appear in the next film. Because everybody said, oh, no, yeah. No, no. One of them was, was in the third one. Right, right at the very beginning. No. Yeah, no. He, was, he was sitting down watching Star Trek. No, 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 no. That, no, 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 no. You're talking about the little tiny ones. Yeah. The yeah. twins were no, the no, big no. ones the, that turned into... The ice like, cream truck. Oh, okay, you're, you're right. Guy. Yeah, you're right. I'm going yeah, 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 yeah. to the other Gold tooth and yes. they talked fucking You're absolutely right. Yes. Yeah. You're abso People I'm sorry. People were horrified. I'm sorry. Hey, from one father to another, happy Father's Day, man. The Pork Swordsman. 
My problem with that movie wasn't so much the racist stereotypes as the fact that it was just a shitty movie. A shitty movie. Nice. Inconspicuous subject title. Nice. From The Pale Rider. Well, it's been a while since I attended a show. Basically, since the World of Warcraft Guild died in a fire. And I decided that now that school is out, for the summer I'd come back in full force. As for the subject of my email, there is a convention taking place uh, late September in your lovely state of Ohio in the town of Strongsville. I know where it's taking place. There's there's only one place it can be taking place. You live in Strongsville. Yes. Okay. I know where it's taking place. It is called the Canterlot Gardens, and it is a convention for the fandom of My Little Pony. No. Friendship is Magic. I didn't know it was about that, but I know where it would be home. We're getting cameras, and we're going. We're recording that shit. Oh, yeah, we are. That's got us written all over it. It's going to, con- like, I, I don't want to get any on me. I don't know. What- we'll keep a good enough so, distance. Okay. It's got ah. a zoom on the thing. There's going to be lectures, video game demonstrations, dance parties, <laughs> and even a formal ball-style dancey thingy. Oh, I'm going, and I'm wearing my 1G jersey. I am. I was curious if, as y'all are far more experienced in everything conventions, if you had any thoughts of this. The website link is below. P.S. Big shout-out to Archbishop Shriggs for making fun of bronies shortly before I left the WoW Guild. You got me into it, and yes, I still love you, Shriggs. All right, the only place it can be is there, there's a Holiday Inn oh with a conference center. And usually a lot of like the really small Star Trek cons and things like that go there. So that that's has to, I know exactly where, it, where it's going to be. This is going to take some planning. I'll join you, but only because the United States military inoculated me against most diseases. (laughs) I don't want to catch whatever these fucking people have. Uh, Some of you have sent me in several of the uh, recordings that I I asked for people to to, uh, record yourself saying, uh, basically an intro, a sting for the show. I got three or four of those, which are good. I have yet to listen to them because I want to get my old Whopper back, which has my editing software, before I put them together. Please send the keep sending them in, though. Hello, Almighty Emperor, Highlander, Ruler of the Minorities, and Varyar. I am sure you've already seen it by now, but in case you haven't, the sequel to Sins of the Solar Empire, Rebellion, is now out. And since you are such big fans really? of the prequel, Surprise. you should check no it idea. out. Here's a link to the Rebellion website. And here's a $10 discount Rebellion if you previously had the original Sins. Fuck! Oh, that's what you get for not reading it in time. Thanks, Waku. Damn it. You could have saved ten bucks. Well, when it says mailbag, I just I I don't read it because I want my reactions to be this you know legitimate for the show. Uh-huh. And this is legitimate. Fuck! <laughs> I could have sent me ten bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I need to start pre-screening these. So yeah, I have. To, God, he actually sent to me in waveform. It's like Jesus. He doesn't have really? to be that big. Wow. Yes. They still make those? Apparently, because he did it. That's like floppy disks. And zip drives. Remember zip the, drives? The yeah. B drive. Oh, yeah. The B, the, drive? the B drive with a yeah. big five and a half, whatever. The... It's like the size of a fucking pancake. I know. Hail Emperor Highlander and the Drunkard. This is a question for the Skyrim nerds that you are uh, that are your co-hosts. Oh, <laughs> oh God. Skyrim. So good. <laughs> Have they installed the update that enables mounted combat? All I'm weapons can be used combat. as well. Bow and arrow, sword, and blunt. Your mom mounts my combat. <laughs> wow. Yeah, blunts as weapons? Yeah, like club. Yeah, I'd like that. Yeah. Oh, that's not where I was going with that. <laughs> I knew it. Not, sh- not too sure about magic, though. This update was released on console about a month ago. I have not. I must. No, I've, I've not played it since I beat it, so it's. I've, I'm, I'm trying to keep myself far enough so that when I play it again, it's still kind of, oh, yeah, look yeah. at all this stuff. When's the right. DLC coming out? Is it out yet? It's another month or coming. So, right? It's okay. coming close. It's coming they, it's, All right. they just released uh, how you're going to be a vampire and a werewolf with yeah, the, dawn. With, with the dawn guard. Okay, right, people. dawn guard. So it's coming. 
Okay. Uh, like I said, it was a small mailbag because uh, the show has had a problem in the last three weeks with getting the shows to populate. Apparently, according to what I just read from Gnomewise uh, right before we got to the mailbag, he said the iTunes is now populating correctly. The RSS feed is updating correctly. It's just not showing on the website for some reason. It keeps getting hung up at, eight, at uh, episode 86. So oh, that's weird. That's why you have to take the numbers with a grain of salt. We're down like like 74% on downloads for the last three weeks because it just isn't populating. So, oh, God. All right, so, uh, folks, we're going to take a break. We're going to go look at this 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 My Little Pony Friendship is Magic shit that is in Highlander's hometown. I and, refuse. Oh, oh no. We, oh, oh, we're going. Oh, you're coming uh, with if, us. If, if, I don't want any glitter on If it's 10 minutes me. away from me, I'll, I'll show up. Listen, I'm not going to pay. There is only, I'll, I'll walk around. There's only one place where it's acceptable for me to get glitter on myself, and that's a strip club. They might be strippers there. You don't know. You, you never know. I'm, I'm pretty sure friendship you know, is magic. It's I've not had a lot of friends. Like I've had a lot of friends criticize me for going to anime cons. Let me tell you, there's true. Some, there's some hot pieces of ass that go to anime cons. Let me yeah, tell you right now. did I? Tell oh, you the yeah. story very the well, might be. Hold on, no, no, no. Did I tell you the story of the 400 pound chainmail bikini? Now there's that too, but you have to take the good with the bad. Oh, if you God. have to be willing to handle the 400 pound chain bikini. To see the incredibly hot girl walking around like it's slutty Halloween. New guest of honor, Lee Tokar. Voice of both Snips and Steven Magnet. Don't know. Is one voice actor that we are proud to add to our ranks. Yes, Tokar will be at the Canterlot Gardens as one of our premier voice actors. And of course, present for panels and autograph signings. The only only one that I know that's on that show is Tara Strong, who does everything. And there she is. There there we go. Shit, I'm going. We will be there. She is hot. She's married, though, but she's hot. Who cares? I don't give a shit. Just because there's a goalie doesn't mean you can't score. Now, about that rape thing. (laughs) Holy fuck. The one and only Tara Strong is the voice actress behind many of the characters in the animation, now famed for the speaking role behind Twilight Sparkle. How long? do I have to get back in shape for this? Uh, Tara Strong has been... September 20th. Uh, plenty of time. Plenty, plenty of time. Plenty of, oh, my God. Wow. Time to fire up the old P90X Jesus. again. Jesus. Andrew WK is a voice actor on this shit? No kidding. Huh. I'm not uh, sure if that's rock bottom or not. He's a singer. I'm trying to figure out why he... Why is he here? As the first official say. voice... Ponyville's Pink Purveyor of Smiles party... What's the party one? He'll also be celebrating his 10th anniversary of I Get Wet, his debut album. <laughs> Is he just there that's to funny. be there? I mean, that's a pretty bold choice, I feel I like suppose. Ponyville's Pink Purveyor of Smiles means he's a fucking <laughs> pony. Or, or he's a pedophile. Well, one of the two. Would you like to receive uh, my sorry, pink I'm, purveyor of smiles? I'm still distracted by Tara Strong. I Tara just, Strong is oh, really hot. Yes, wow. you should have seen her ten years ago. She was I don't even hotter. care. Ten years? Care. How old is she? She uh, looks she's, like she's like late twenties, well, early thirties. Well, no, no, no. She's she's pushing forty now. Holy that's shit! That's her. I mean, that's her. Uh, wow. What am I trying to think of? Her like publicity photo? Don't oh, care. Okay. You know. don't, I don't care. care. Don't care. I want. Do want. See there, she see, she looks a little. Uh, that's her, that's a little see, that's her in two thousand nine. See, I told that's you, not as thirty nine. That's wow, that's told way you. off. Told you, swinging a miss on that publicity. Yeah, we're gonna photo. bring this back in. What the, the fuck happened? Okay, we're. But really I mean, she's gonna... been in. I mean, she, you probably own something that she's been in. Teen Titans, more than likely. You're willing. You're, so if you want to, if you want, if you want to pretend that you're getting something signed, by how do you? Else. You know what? Fuck it. People are going to see this, and they're going to see. Then they're going to find out the real thing, and they're going to be pissed. I don't care. I'll still give her a throw. 
Fuck it. <laughs> I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit at all. <laughs> Whatever. I'll just remember that picture right there. If she doesn't want to go for it. I'll, I'll fuck gonna, something else. I'm gonna give take fuck. my pants off, and then it's gonna happen. You want to see my pony pink? Of- Pink pony. <laughs> I got a pony. My little my pony. My little pony. It may be little, but it's fierce. <laughs> what? what? I'm letting a... it out of the corral. <laughs> Shit's about to get real. <laughs> want to take a ride? Take a ride. I'm my baloney pony. <laughs> <laughs> it may not Jesus be big, Christ. but it's pink. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh man, that's fun. Yeah, she's actually someone I'm, a, I'm thinking about trying to bring to uh, WorldCon. The she, difference. She has enough crossover appeal that. Uh, I I and she's Canadian. I'm sorry. It's just you should. I mean that. What, for that like, is what I got excited I tried about. I try to tell you. Right, I, I don't take a fuck happen. Right. This is like like age 25. Yeah, you can't first take 39. A it's like 24, and then 15 used, years later, you use the same goddamn headshot. Right. It's a You're used mitt. Confusing me. <laughs> Seriously, I've got mitts that look in better condition. I oh man, that thing's been used up. I am disappointed, ah. and I blame you, Highlander. <laughs> I want me. You to know I, I'm the one that warned. Nope. You. Don't care. <laughs> She's Jewish and Canadian. Well, that's just a two strikes situation right there. Well, I give her the one strike for the She's Canadian. She's probably a fucking lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. I'll fuck it anyway. Fuck it. <laughs> fuck it, man. Whatever. Well, let's do it. Let's do it up. She was raised in a Jewish kosher household. She's a vegetarian. There's the third strike oh, for you, buddy. There, there we go. That's she, it. Jewish she Canadian. She doesn't even like meat. What am I going to do? <laughs> I'll just fuck something else. I don't give a shit. I got a phone full of numbers. <laughs> Beep, boop, 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 boop. Hey, baby. Community uh, guests? Oh, Jesus Community Christ. guests? Ten Bags of Doritos is her joint. Pixel Kitties is well known for her art skills in the community. Oh, the we're, fuck? we're bringing out deviant art people. Tarby like. is the musician oh, behind some no. powerfully pony songs, most notably Something Broke. A belt of Pinkie Pie and her cupcakes. All right, listen, I need to borrow your V-mask. I cannot be seen. Oh, 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 no, 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 no. Jesus. Gentlemen. Friendship is Gentlemen. No, no, shh. Gentlemen. If we're going, I demand the right Oh, no, no, look at this. We have ourselves our target. Oh, oh Fuck the gamers yes. in. Hell yes. Everfree Radio. The podcasting and media network Everfree Radio extends their dedication to the brony community with a visit to the gardens. Straight out of the titular equestrian forest, expect the same high-quality programming with their appearance, interviews with the stars, recurring talk shows, and music live streams from the community are all available. To war, gentlemen, to war. You know what? May we burn the heretic? They will outnumber us a thousand to one. In all seriousness, if we played this right, we could probably get press passes to this and, and cover, which means we would not have to pay. And we'd be ah. able to walk around wherever we wanted to. Yeah, but we'd have Probably to say true. we were there for the press, and we'd be seeing this press covering. Uh, Dude, just tuck your pants we'll in your back them. pocket until uh, you're ready. Look, I have, I have no shame. Dick. I have I no care. shame whatsoever. I have seen enough Howard Stern to know how to properly interview people like that. That's how I would. Oh, I do them. too. I, I yeah. Yeah, yeah, interviews. That's not hold, the problem. Hold, like, wait, what are you on now? This that is girl their, looks it, like she's twelve. Radiant Eclipse. This is fucker. We Everfree Radio. I take it back. Is there? Oh, we what, may be bigger than they are. Where's Where's the there, There's the abouts right up there. I wish to mock them. I just want to see if it's all My Little Pony or if it's just. 
fan produced, not for profit, it's, not it's, for profit. It's my only balls. My Little Pony Radio. That's it. Oh, yeah. All pony, all the time. Friendship is magic, but hatred is powerful. Oh, we've got. This is oh, yes, <laughs> yeah. There, there right. will be blood. <laughs> I would like to play now. <laughs> they will drink our milkshake. <laughs> I was sorry. My evil just kicked into high gear. First, yeah. <laughs> my evil just kicked into high gear. The first strike was trying to make that fucking chick look hot and trick me. Right. That is that. Ooh. Strike one. <clears throat> oh, what I, the things I could do with this. Let me see. What am I? Oh, this is going to take some thought and some planning. We've got some time. We got till September. To there will be no door for men or ponies. <laughs> <laughs> All right, gentlemen, we have some planning to to make. We need to get Baron involved in this. He's in Stronsville too. This is right up his alley. Absolutely. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a break while we go and connive and plot. Uh, we're back in about uh, eleven minutes. When we come back. We still have the quickening yet to come. We've got... <clears throat> Luckily, it's a short quickening because I ran out of time again. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we have the 9-11 is not a sandwich complaint. I actually heard this before. This is hysterical. I've heard this before. Uh, we've got online retailers imposes the first ever web browser tax, kind of going in line with what we had last time. We have two articles on, on why gaming consoles are kind of going the way of the Dodo Bird, which we've actually covered before. And apparently the Xbox 720 allegedly is launching at 300 bucks with the Kinect 2 built in. So those are some of the articles we want to get to if we've got time. There are other ones on the books. It's just a matter of of pacing, folks. We've got a lot of shit to get to. And as usual, not a lot of time. So, man, we've got a lot of time without having a... Warning. This show is intended for a mature audience only and may contain harsh language, trans fats, live nudes, and derogatory comments about your mother. Those who are easily offended or have no sense of humor are encouraged to turn off the show now. Parental discretion is advised. Welcome back. This is Mystic Mim, and you're listening to the Emperor's Court. You can micro-meet any day. Gentlemen, I think we all know what has to happen next Sunday. Burn. Burn it all. Burn it all to the ground. Ladies and gentlemen, it has become uh, apparent to me, uh, this knowledge has just uh, become evident to me, that apparently Everfree Radio, whatever the hell it's called, broadcasts a live brony talk show at 7 p.m. Central Time, which is, what, 8 o'clock our time? 8 o'clock yep. Eastern Time. Apparently goes from, what, 8 to 9? 8 to 9.30 on probably, live stream. Probably 8 to 9. I would take a wild stab. So apparently, ladies and gentlemen, they are on the air the same time we are. And theirs is a live stream chat with lots and lots of people in their chat room. and irc's reaction yes yes ladies and gentlemen cultists and irc rats you'll have to use the sounder you just got it you have your marching orders i think we all know what must happen next week so make sure you show up early and we will have everything in place 
Isn't but, this the point where you click the for the emperor sounder? No, this is where no. we use the new one. Ah, okay. To there will be no door for men. My enemies are many. My equals are none. They fear me like a force of nature, a dealer in thunder and death. I say, I am Emperor. Next Sunday, call me the Emperor. <laughs> Everfreeradio.com. I have posted the link in IRC. Make sure you bookmark this. Don't go in now. Don't tip our hand. Bookmark that. I will put it on the forums, but I will put it on the forums like uh, Saturday. I'll put it on the Twitter, the Facebook, the forums. We'll put it a day ahead of time. And I don't want anybody tipping our hand. Don't go after them ahead of time. No. No, no, no. We want to come like the hammer of God out of nowhere and just flood the <laughs> shit out of them. Like we did to DJ Wheat. Like we did to a couple of those other uh, live stream casts. Yes. There are bronies on VTW, Emp. You need to be careful. Exactly, manly stuff. Exactly. So all of my plans between now and then, and I'm sure we'll powwow between here and that time, we're going to keep keeping a wraps. We're going to play the, car, the cards close to the vest. When the time comes, we'll tell you how to, what to do and where to go. So be ready. It'll be fun. <laughs> or one giant clusterfuck. I don't know it is better to die for the emperor than live for yourself. So, what the hell is this? <laughs> That's amazing. That is amazing. <laughs> Done. We have our banner. <laughs> wow. Oh, if we can hack their site and put it on the front page. Magic. <laughs> Yeah, oh, that's awesome. Oh, that's that is fucking. Oh, awesome. this will be amazing. It'll be one for the record book. I can't even wait for. <laughs> I can't wait for Sunday now. Okay, we got to wrap some stuff up. We got to get some of these articles out of the way. I'm getting way ahead of myself and starting to get giddy with the idea of destroying the dreams of small girls and older men. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> uh, okay, hang on. Uh, actually, Scrub said something about a minigun. I just want to see if he's actually on the. Video chat, or if he's just talking in general. I want to see a minigun. You should know what a minigun looks like. I know what a minigun looks like. That doesn't mean I want to see it again. Or wait, doesn't mean I don't want to see it again. There we go. Nope. Nobody on. Yeah, I guess it's just figurative speech. Damn it. Okay. Uh, we've seen it. This has been a topic of discussion here quite a bit lately, which is our gaming consoles kind of going the way of the Dota. Right. Now, conventional wisdom would say this is retarded as there are three new consoles coming out, one for, e- for, one for each of the, of the big three. The Wii U, we already know, has been announced. We know the Xbox 720 is coming. PlayStation, I think, has been the, the quietest as far as, as what they're bringing, if anything, to the table. Yeah, yeah. So this is from gamesindustry.biz. Game consoles will be extinct after next-gen, says Hefe. Jaffe, whatever the fuck his name is. The God of War and Twisted Metal creator sees the next round of hardware as the very last. Now, that very well could be. That's possible. David Jaffe is never one to hold back an opinion, so after we talked in depth about the free-to-play market and his next project, we also decided to pick the designer's brand on the Wii U. As it turns out, Jaffe isn't very excited about the Wii U, 
and he ultimately thinks the consoles in general will soon be dinosaurs. I don't see the Wii U and say, oh my god, I have to have that. Does anyone? No. No. But with new hardware, that's usually the case. The software is going to drive it. Or it's like Apple, and the hardware is so elegantly designed that it's like, oh, they make toilet plungers? I'll buy that. I played some games. I enjoyed Rayman. It's not like I'm knocking it, uh, I'm knocking it, but I would say that I wasn't blown away by any individual piece of software that has been exclusive to the Wii U. He continues. But their audience isn't necessarily core gamers like you or the analysts you talk to, so I could still see the Wii U being mainstream. But honestly, though, if I had to put money down, I think that the iPhone and the iPad is basically taking the market so, uh, so, that, was so that was so excited by the Wii, and so I think the Wii U is not going to be, any, uh, be anywhere. I'm sorry, my contact's starting to come loose. Near the success of the Wii. But I don't fucking know. I mean, I thought the PSP was going to clobber the DS. I'm in the industry. I make a living in the industry, but I have no track record of guessing this shit. All right, hang on. So we're taking the word of a guy who's just said, I'm in the industry and nobody takes, I have no way of tracking any of this. He's just pretty much invalidated anything else he's going to tell us. Continuing. So he goes on to say, look, consoles are going away, I think in 10 years, probably sooner, but 10 years is always the safe thing to say, so you don't sound like an idiot, too late. But here's what I'll say. I'll go on the record and say that the next generation of hardware, hardware will be the last consoles, and they should be. It doesn't mean you won't buy a piece of hardware from Sony, but you'll probably buy a television that streams the stuff. And you'll still have Sony, loud and proud and strong, making these big, great, epic games like God of War and Uncharted. And they'll be making great little games like Sound Shapes, but they'll uh, become more like movie studios for video games. I'll be able to stream in the next Uncharted and Plant vs. Zombies, and you won't even think about it. It'll just be like I can watch a public access show on my TV, or I can watch Avatar. He concluded, so this is the last generation of consoles coming up. I'm going to go out on a limb because that's because why the fuck not? I don't care if I'm wrong. I'm not a business guy. I think next generation consoles are going to do 40% of the sales volume of the current gen hardware. The asteroid, that hit, the asteroid has hit the earth. The dust cloud is covering the sun and the dinosaurs are on the way out. But not the games. We'll always have great games and bleeding edge graphics. It's just going to be a, a new delivery mechanism. Now before we get there, Here's Kotaku, uh, Kotaku.com. Do we really need video game consoles anymore? And it goes on to say, do we really need video games, uh, consoles? After E3, I'm not really sure. Really that sure. I mean, we all know that PC games dominated E3 because developers are tired of being held back by console limitations. Sunday night, I played Arkham City on my television through my laptop. And no, it wasn't an ultra-expensive Alienware. Recently, I've helped two siblings build the computers for both for very everyday use and gaming. Both were needing to replace their current computers, and we came up with machines that perform well and cost below $1,000. Most of the console games I have, I only have because they're exclusive to consoles. As someone with a small income, I can't tell you how much money I've saved by gaming on the PC. Why spend 25 bucks on a game I can pick up for $5 or 10 on the PC? So, I mean, I can play on my comfy couch, and I, do it, and I can do it cheap. Sure, the initial cost is higher than the initial cost of a console. Unless, you know, the launch PC3 or PS3. But through the life of the platform, I've saved a lot, of, a lot more on the uh, personal computer. I get the additional benefits of things like better visuals, better sound, in-game web browsing, and, dare I say it, better games. All right, so he is making the claim that consoles are going to die because PC gaming is going to overtake them. Now, that's a stretch. That, I mean, that's a stretch. I, I wouldn't say that's a stretch. That goes against the conventional wisdom, which is... And we have talked about this on the show for the last two years, is that console gaming is going to rule 
video games going forward. That PC was on the way out. This is the second or third article we've read in the last month that say the reverse. Mm-hmm. That PC gaming is now gaining ground against the consoles. Let's and, take let's take the first one. Let's go one okay. at a time. The first one is: Are consoles dead in ten years? No, no. I don't think so either. I think Samsung is the first one to try it with this new streaming online stuff, and we'll see how that goes. But when it comes right down to it, now whether or not it's an actual full blown console as we understand it today, now maybe not. Maybe it's like a, the Steam Box that we had read the the rumored Steam Box, right? Where it you have to hook it to a computer and stuff streams to that box. I can see where you would stream off of somebody else's server for your games as opposed to buying them. I have a question. Yes. Say a TV comes out. It's a 50-inch flat screen, and built into it is the ability to play video games. Is that a console? No. No. It's a, it's a no. smart TV. Okay. It's a smart uh, that, TV. That, that, that's my question. Yeah. Okay. But at the same time, I don't want to continually rent the games either. You know, I, I like owning stuff. I like to be able to go back and play it anytime I like you know, they're, well, you can do that. We'll save your info for you. Right. Just like we've seen with Diablo 3, where, oh, it's a first-person game, or a single-player game that you have to, are, you're, you know, playing on their... Right. You're, you're beholden by them to have their servers up and running. To an extent, I agree. <clears throat> However, the um, opposite, the flip side of that is, as you know, when we started playing Sins, I said I already had it. But I didn't have the disc anymore. I thought I'd have to go get it. I mm-hmm. hopped on Stardock servers, remembered my password, and there it was. As long as Stardock remains in business, as long as Steam remains in business. I'm not disagreeing. Right, I'm just, just saying I'm, in I'm game companies. an example. Right. Yes. You know, look at New World Media or you look at Spectrum or, uh, hell, uh, Westwood Studios. All those big game companies, all they have games, good ones, all gone. So if I was streaming like from I them, said, you'd be I, fucked. Like I said, I don't disagree. Right. I'm providing a example. Right. Highlander, you're not weighing I, in I at all. I agreed with everything that you guys just said. Okay. So, yeah. nothing, to, nothing to add. So I, we, we believe that, fucking useless. that this gentleman is incorrect. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> that he's incorrect that there will be consoles going forward at least in the next 10 years. I think oh, so. Oh, yeah. 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 There'll be some sort of device. <laughs> just, just because people... Uh, the reason why consoles were so big was because back then people weren't as familiar with a personal computer as they are now. And it was much more expensive these days, right. not so much. Right now, now maybe this guy might have a point in that people, you know, a lot of people are starting to get more familiar with PCs, and they use them on an everyday basis. So maybe consoles won't have the same staying power as they once did. See, I, I still disagree with that because. All right, um, co- now you're going to say launch cost, but average cost of a console. Throw a number out. Three hundred bucks. Three hundred bucks. What do you go? You're okay, gonna, about three hundred okay. bucks Average for cost. a current gen or yeah. new. Okay, uh, current gen. All right, current gen. What we have now. Now, obviously, there's when they launch, they're higher. Later, they're lower. Right. But I think we can all agree about three hundred. That's the number I would have thrown out there. Yeah. Average cost over time of a console. Now, most people, and again, first world countries. Fuck you, other people. Um, <laughs> first world countries. You already have a TV. You want to play video games. 300 bucks. I think that's a number we can agree on. 300 bucks for a console and then after that you're buying games. To get a PC worth gaming on, what throw a number out. Including the monitor? Yeah. I mean, I I a got a, I got a laptop. So I'd my say monitor including, comes with, I'd say but, including the monitor 1500. Okay, 1000 to 1500. So cost benefit what what can you get a 
basic laptop that can do email and your basic businessy job stuff on. Three hundred bucks. Same same as the console. Yeah, three hundred bucks. So you're talking about a seven hundred dollar difference for the minimum number that we threw out. And by the way, I agree with the thousand. I'll bet I could build a computer for a thousand. I think I know where you're going, but I, I'll wait to you. I'll give you the rope. Go ahead. I, I'm already there. I mean, my my basic argument is the difference between the two. True. One is 300, at, one is 1,000. The problem is all one's the far more versatile yes. than the other. Look, look at everything you yeah. can yeah. do with a piece. Yes. No, I completely agree. However, you have to you have to factor in the fact that... Factor in the fact. blows my mind. Uh, the fact that you are probably going to get a TV. Again, this is America. America, you know. Okay. You're probably I can hook my PC a, up to my TV. Yes, you can. But it probably costs about the same because are you always going to hook your PC up? Do most of the households in the United States have a computer? Uh, most, not all. Ninety-some percent of the United States connects to the Internet to surf the Internet on a daily basis. They're not doing that with a the console. They're doing it with the PC. So if you need a PC anyways... Don't disagree. However, again, your basic <clears throat> PC, you both agreed, you could get something that would work... For three to four hundred, it allowed me to surf and do everything else and right. play the same games. Or I can spend. I have to buy the PC anyways, okay. and then I have to buy the console and then a TV to play games. No, 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 no. But you're missing the fact. Most houses have TVs. Most houses have PCs. What's the cost difference there? Because most houses are going to have a TV no matter what. Are you, you taking into account any. that PC games are much more are much cheaper than yes, yeah, PS3, yeah, yeah, because over the life of that. I, I just disagree because, look, your your consoles are, over time, as an average, I think we can all agree, over time as an average, about 300 To get a PC that does PC gaming at any type of actual level, you're looking at about 1000 So that's a $700 difference. Both groups are going to have a TV. Whether you have a console, you have to have a TV. If you have a PC, you're probably going to have a TV. That's a $700 difference. As long That's as all I'm saying. I, now, you know me. I'm a PC gamer. I like PC gaming. But if you look at the actual money involved, I just don't see As long as we're cutting well. numbers, I would say it's going to become increasingly difficult to argue with him as he's on number eight. <clears throat> seven. Se- seven? Yep, oh, seven. Okay, good. seven. Continue. No, that, that's my that's point. point. My, okay. my point. point is the numbers. My point is I think it is overall... If you count the TV itself as a wash, because either way, most Americans have a TV. I don't care about your foreign countries. Most Americans have some type of TV that you could plug something into. If you start from there and count that as zero, whether it be a shitty TV, a great 70 inch, it doesn't matter. You have a TV. Starting from there, it costs more to have a PC than to have a console. As long as that's true, I don't see the console going away. If that changes, if it, if it becomes cheap enough to have a PC that can run those type of games, then yes, I, I see things changing. But I think right it's now, more along the lines of it. it's probably going to go away because they're going to stream it as opposed to the PC that's, replacing it. Yeah. Well, see, yeah. that's that's why I asked earlier, do you consider a TV that can play games a console? That That's why I was asking that question. Now, do you, do you consider something like um, Farmville a game? No, 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 no. I'm talking about what's what's the service that's out right now? On live, on live. Do you, do you consider that to be a console? If you get the the little on live thing, if your TV can run it without any other box, yeah. If your TV can run it without additional hardware, then yes, I would personally I would consider that a console. Okay. All right, we got to move on. 
this is from uh, Nymph. Wii U will have multiple platform titles. Yeah, basically it's just that uh, they're going to try and market to hardcore gamers anyway, and that things that are on PS3 and Xbox are going to be on Wii U also. They can say that all they want. I don't buy it. And I don't think it's going to uh, last there's, long. There, there's the quote, uh, if you scroll down a little bit. Uh, blah, blah, blah. They're asked, who I forget who it was who got asked, but he's asked if the Wii has lost some hardcore gamers from this generation. Here's his response. You know, I really chafe for that comment. Define the hardcore. I know people who are playing okay. Smash Brothers Brawl competitively today. They're playing hours on that game. People are playing hours on New Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, there's five of them. What I'll tell you is that with the Wii, we did not have the benefit of multi-platform games from key publishers. I didn't have the Elder Scrolls V Skyrim. I didn't have the best of the Call of Duty games. That's what I missed. With the Wii U's graphics capabilities, processing power, and HD output, we'll get those games. That's a huge competitive advantage versus where we were with the Wii. They're not going to recode those games for this shitty system uh, years after they've been out. And also, Who's going to buy it? And, and also, if your Wii U is just getting to the point where it can run the last generation, that's what game, I was going right. to say. Right, the new generation, absolutely, and that's you. exactly what it says See actually American right History there. X for yeah. details. It says from what we've seen so far, the Wii U does look like it has the capabilities to do its own with the PS3 and Xbox 360. Unfortunately, those are last generation's consoles. Microsoft and Sony are secretly plugging away at their next piece of hardware. And to be honest, it will probably surpass what the Wii U is doing. I would take probably and replace it with definitely. Just like it did for the Wii. Look, Nintendo's banking on the same thing that made the Wii successful. One, it's novelty of of the pad. And two, they're beating them to the market. They're the first ones out the door. But I think people were burned by the Wii in the long run. And I think they're going to take a long look at the Wii U before they throw down the money to buy it. Especially if they know waiting in the wings is the Xbox 720 and the PlayStation 4. Look, if all you can do I, is match the PS3 and the Xbox 360 yeah. with your new title, you're, what, seven years, eight years late to the fucking party? If this was four yeah. years ago, game on. Maybe you got something. Maybe. But if you're looking, we'll get Skyrim now. Great. That's fantastic. I'll tell you what. In 2015, when it actually makes it to your system, let me know how good it is. Because everybody else will play the shit out of it and probably Elder Scrolls Six and Seven. Yeah. All right, I'm sorry. That was from Hounder. This one was from Nymph, which was... Uh, this is from Kotaku. Better friend, code, uh, better friend codes, achievements, and more. Nintendo answers are burning Wii U questions. Like, why did you make it? Battery life. Nintendo has said earlier in the week that the Wii U controllers would only hold up to five hours of charge, but could be recharged while playing. Prototype controllers at E3 had a power input at the top of the, uh, of the controller. Phil, Amy, or uh, me, whatever, said finalized units will take charge from the button from the bottom below the screen for better comfort if you have it plugged in while playing. Nintendo had claimed three to eight hours for the 3DS. Users can judge from themselves if that was A, too little, and B, inconsistent with what the 3DS holds. Three to eight hours. That's the number they went with? Uh, they said for the 3DS, which, as everybody should know no, no, at this no, point. I'm, I'm just saying that three to eight, that's yeah. real fucking accurate. Right. Off TV play, the ability to uh, view and play the Wii U games on the gamepad screen rather than on the TV screen is a, quote, capability that is there for every game, but it's a developer's choice if they want to be part of that experience. Nintendo calls its off TV play, and the feature will likely be flagged on the Wii U game boxes, i.e., no one's going to do it. That's why no, in, their little, in their trailer they have people playing Othello. Hey, you want to play chess? No, I want to play Mario Kart. <laughs> But the TV's occupied. Why? How many TVs in this house? There's got to be two or three. Every house has them. My parents just bought two 55-inch TVs. Two. One for them, what? one for my aunt. They bought two insignias. Good Lord. Despite my objections, 
And, of course, the insignia sounds like you're listening to AM radio, so they're sending it back for a 50-inch Toshiba. Uh-huh. Dumb shits. All right, the Xbox-like Wii U Pro Controller. Come on, Reggie. Doesn't your new hardcore gamer Wii U controller look a lot like a 360 controller? It does, actually, yeah. Quote, and you could say that our competitive controllers look a lot like, a lot like our controller, he retorted. Except you're late to the party, so it's the other way around. Fundamentally, ergonomically, it's driven by what feels good in the hand. The other companies got there fucking eight years ago. I gotta tell you, I like the PlayStation controller best of all. I always have. The controller has been in development for quite some time. Translation, we went to Walmart and bought an Xbox 360. <laughs> and it's based on feedback that if for certain games and for certain experiences, that type of controller offers a richer experience. Holy shit, the nunchuck wasn't the end-all, be-all of gaming? God, I hated that thing. I had to go out and buy two of them. You know, I have to say, if, if you're Sponge. holding a controller, if you want to be totally ergonomic, when you hold your hands, you hold it like that. You don't necessarily hold your hands like that. So if it's going to be totally ergonomic... You like want a to have, keyboard. You want to yeah, have it Because they can't of, see you, right. Yeah, you yeah. know what feels fucking great? Keyboard and mouse. Yes. That's what feels most natural. Big Brother in the Miiverse. Eat me. Nintendo CEO Satoru Iwata recently told the LA Times that users of Nintendo's expansive new Wii U online service, Miiverse, will see any messages they submit subjected to several layers of moderation. Given that Nintendo prefers its systems to be kid-safe, and given that the Miiverse is designed to fill the Wii U's boot-up screen and many of its games with text messages from friends and fellow gamers, the heavy moderation isn't surprising. But it seems potentially heavy-handed, possibly ineffective, and liable to slow online communication if messages have to wait to be screened. He clarified. The way to think about how we will ensure a positive consumer experience with the Miiverse, corporate speak, first, there are, there are parental controls. As a parent, you can choose for your child not to have any Miiverse conversation. I would. I would block that for my daughter right away. You can do it only with friends. You can do it with everyone. The second level is going to be essentially a technology-driven scan to make sure that inappropriate words, inappropriate pictures, don't make it on the Miiverse. Such as the Wii U sucks balls. You're not going to see that in the Miiverse. I'm sure their Miiverse uh, technology will be able to pick a porn picture right the third level is going to be a community that will police and flag. Right. We're going to let the community. Fl- <laughs> nice. Self-policing. That'll work. Works every time. I give it an hour before 4chan breaks into that one. <laughs> the fourth level is for a human review at Nintendo. But what if, as in the example given by Nintendo, when debuting the Miiverse, I want to post a request for help for a game I'm stuck on. Do I have to wait uh, a while for that to run? Quote, let's take that example. I need help with the level so-and-so. The technician scan happens. Technical. There's no bad word. Tech, I'm sorry. The technical scan happens. There's no bad words. It happens. No wait. Correct. Really? Okay. So I just have to, if I, I don't know, want to be a pedophile, just make sure I don't use any you know, profanity. And I'm good. We'll have well, to make actually, up our own uh, swear words for the Miiverse. Uh, in, <laughs> in their minor defense, it, it looks like basically if... The program counts your post as clean. It goes up. But then if the community as a whole flags it, then it goes for further review. I will give them that much at least. Which is a lot different than sense. what his boss originally said, which was 100% human right. review, which we've well, all it, said yes, we, was we bullshit. We argued last yeah. week that yeah. that was fucking retarded. System level achievements. Some of Nintendo's top game designers don't want to put in achievements in their game. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank Christ. I am sick of achievements. Fucking legal tender plays through games on, like, speed mode, just burns right through them to get certain achievements and then discards them. It's like, how do you enjoy the experience? He just wants the uh, the Xbox points. 
It's an EPN contest that nobody cares about. We got uh, in that first game of Rebellion we played. What you got? Like ten achievements? I don't or know, like something? seven or eight. Yeah, I didn't even look to see what they were. I I have no I don't idea really what mine were, but either. I mean, in, in the first game <laughs> no. of the game we have played multiple times. It's the expansion. We both got a shit ton of achievements. What do they matter? I, Other they than don't saying, to me. I've got eight thousand. Unless they gave you something. God damn it, I'm yawning. All right, but Nintendo has put an achievement system, achievement-like system in the 3DS, mostly to reward people for feats involved in the system's street pass networking system. In other words, the system itself has achievements. We'll have that, oh. Phil Amy said. Once you start getting into game-specific achievements, that's that's developer-driven. Microsoft may require every game to have achievements, but Phil Amy said that is not our philosophy. Well, they're all going to have it. They're not going to have some and not have others. It'll, they'll all have achievements. Right. Those notorious friend codes. Ah, this is annoying. First bad news, maybe. Nintendo has not chucked the idea of requiring people to have friend codes, which on the Wii were a 16-digit code that people had to exchange before being linked as friends on the system. And now the better news. Quote, there are friend codes, but it's not the existing system. What do I mean by that? Here's what I mean. You will be able to identify people as friends and have a certain level of interaction versus a different level of interaction for the more general population. The method by which you can identify someone as a friend is a lot simpler than, than what's happening today with the friend codes. He declined to lay out the new Wii U friend code program just yet, i.e. they have no clue. The Wii Digital Content survives. Uh, Phil has confirmed that the Wii owners will be able to transfer their game saves at any purchase content from the Wii to the Wii U, which is odd as I thought they were not supposed to be backwards compatible. Uh, data storage. Uh, there's still no big hard drive for the Wii U, but he said the main message we've communicated is that it's got USB ports so that you can keep adding storage to your heart's content. Well, holy yep. fucking shit, you ladies and gentlemen. It. Isn't that awesome? Plug Conveniently, in an SD I'm card sure Nintendo will have their game. own thumb drives. Yeah. Oh, they, they will. Yeah. They'll have their own convenient hard drive, disk drive. The Wii U, uh, 3DS connection. It was last year that we talked about a new Smash Brothers that will have some inter- interoperability operability that's not even a word some linkage between the wii u and the nintendo 3ds obviously uh smash brothers designer some guy mr sagurai having just finished kid icarus hasn't made a ton of progress on that game that's going to be one of the things we'll talk about single touch versus well i don't care single touch versus uh multi-touch the wii u gamepad is not multi-touch not a problem phil Emmy said holding a gamepad in his hands when we went through the building of this, and given some of the functionality, we thought that single touch was a more appropriate option, especially when you've got other button configurations. So what, they just stripped down the iPad and just sucked off of that thing? Used games. Quote, we don't have a policy surrounding used games. We have not put in place any technology to go after the used game business. Black and white we use. We are showing black, white and black we use here at E3. We haven't said anything about launch. That's a concern? People care about which color their, their Wii is? I'm sorry, but the more we read about this, the more we talk about this, the more we discuss, blah, 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 the less I give a shit and the more this sounds like a train wreck to me. Am I, am I the only, I'm not even touching the goddamn cord. I swear to God. But am, am I the only one that doesn't care anymore? I just leave it. We're almost done anyways. All right. Nope. No, it, it it seems like it's going to go bad. It, it it's going to go real bad. It's it's going to probably sell really well at, at, at holiday because everyone's going to want the new shiny thing. But come, I, you know, come I just don't spring, know. I don't know. I don't. See, I don't I'm not convinced thing. it's going to happen. I'm I not don't convinced. Know. You don't I, think I so? Don't, People no. love the shiny. If it's cheaper, it if it's is. cheaper than shit, then they might. But I'm telling you, 
people were pissed at the way that we ended towards I mean, it has gone the last three years. I mean, there are not a decent title to be found for that game, for that system. It, this, this isn't. I just, there isn't. Yeah, I, I, I'm with them. I, I think people are going to bail on this thing. It sounds like a train wreck. Every time we see an article, every time we hear a new blurb about the thing, it's always a problem. It's always a, well, here's your trade-off. It's always, well, it's kind of casual here, but you can add memory as you want through the awesome USB ports, and you can buy your own goddamn external hard drive. I'm done with it. I bought the Wii. I told you I both bought or I told you both I bought the Wii. I'm out. I am too. I, I never bought the Wii. The only never my daughter you know, saved up for it and bought it, and, and that's fine. Won't let her do it again. We bought the Wii thinking it would be a uh, I'm a gamer. Most of the people that live in my house with me are not. There's four of us. You're of, a gamer? Yeah, I know. Surprising. Of the four of us, I, I play games. The other three do not. But we thought that the Wii would be a good compromise. We could all come together. We could have, you know, once a week, we could sit down and play Mario Kart or whatever the hell and Super Smash Brothers this and play with the nunchuck that. And I swear to God, we'd get a game, they'd play it ten times, and then it's over. Yeah. It's not going to happen again because I'm sure as shit not ponying up for money. Well, you know what? Zach isn't either. And Manly Stuff has a good point. The Wii U can't be that cheap because the controller is going to be freaking expensive. You're buying basically what is a tablet. That's actually very, very, very And I've never considered that. It's the, I doubt it's going to come with two controllers. That's a great no, point. There's no, no, way no, it's no. Come. They've actually we read an article on the show that said it comes with one, one. Wii U tablety thing, and then the rest of them are nunchucks and wand. Okay, whatever so the, fuck the they question call them. is, right. and I haven't seen anything here. How much is that other tablet going to cost? If you want a second tablet, yes. Let's do it. I, if I take a guess, uh, they'll, they'll probably want to. My first inclination was two hundred bucks, but they're probably going to want to undercut that so they don't kill themselves. I'd say maybe one fifty. All right, let's see. Best Buy's. How's Best Buy have it? Pre-order Nintendo of America, Nintendo Wii U white controller. No, the console. That's the whole console. White console. No, no, I that, want the controller. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They don't even have it yet. It just says coming soon. Well, that's bullshit because that's what the Google thing said it had. Son of a bitch. Mm. Uh, let's see. Two days ago. Cost concerns on the scuttled Wii U tablet controller? Three days ago. See, I'm not, uh, I'm not at all surprised by that. I mean, at all surprised by that. Let's see if it gives the numbers to what it's coming out because that's... The controller is about $213 according to a listing on the Swedish retailer Games website. That has the controller at fourteen hundred ninety nine Swedish kronor, or about two hundred thirty dollars in real money. You can probably treat that number like a random guess at this point, though. There's still a lot of uncertainty. Blah 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 blah. But if the controller's two hundred dollars, let's say it's a hundred bucks. Even hundred bucks, you know fuck what? That. Fuck you know yourself. what? Probably going to cost about as much as say like a uh, Kindle Fire. You can do a lot more. That's two hundred dollars. Yes, that's, that yeah. can save all my books. That's probably on. how much it's piss on this. Let's see. Uh, let's see. Uh, da, 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 da. By this point, you'll probably be confused. I am by time with Wii U only if I want a controller. The designer has stated the Wii U experience is designed for one controller. Meanwhile, one analyst alleges that Nintendo of America president Reggie Phil Amy stated the two Wii controllers could be used. Regardless of the technical question as to whether or not... Uh, they are, i got to tell you, they, they are marketing. This is bullshit. They don't have a goddamn clue how to market this thing. 
This is a PR fucking nightmare. Nobody knows what this thing can do. Nobody knows what the price of this is. Nobody knows its capabilities. You have speculation left and right, and they just had E3. I'm sorry. I, I hate to be, and we've discussed this on the show. I don't know if we've ever gone this far, but Nintendo's fucking dead. That, I said this will be their death knell. I, I, actually, yes. Last week, I remember I said this would be this their spirits within. This, this will kill them. This is crushing moment. I am now on board with that. You cannot be this fucking wrong, this fucking vague, this fucking whatever about your upcoming, I mean, upcoming console. Make or break you supposed system. To be, you are supposed to be the first out of the gate, the new technology, the new generation, and you are going to be this vague. Here it is. What, four months out, five months out? We we now collect dust into our cupboards in the, uh, all over the world, and Nintendo just posted its first ever financial loss in 30 years. Well, guess That's what? That's what I'm telling you. That's about to get and fucking And they're steamrolling towards their demise. I don't understand. I don't understand why they're being so so cagey about it, because they they have it built already. I mean, I we're started, looking at them right here. Right. I, I just, How do you not know? You I mean you, it's right there? Just say what the specs are. Are they are they worried that if they release the specs, people are going to freak out? I'm going to be like, honest. this is it. I'm going to be honest. I think they're worried if they release the specs, people are going to be under fucking whelmed. That's the only thing I can think. That's because there's no other reason not to. I told. I said last no, time. There's no reason. They know what the specs are. Right. It's right. No. There. I completely agree. Yeah, the machine is there. They it's know. built. It's done. It's over. We know it. It's supposed to be out for holiday season right. this year. Which it's means already they're all, ready to go. They're, they're making got, them right now. Yeah. Shit. They've got warehouses full of these fucking things. If they're going to be ready to release on holiday season 2012, they've got warehouses full of these things. They're ready to hop on the ship and ship them over to the U.S. If they're not releasing specs, if they're not putting out some amazing screenshots, if they're not showing some fucking reviews that matter other than, oh shit, Nintendo wouldn't answer our questions today about the new Wii U. We don't know how many controllers it's going to have. How much is a gamepad going to cost? If they're not doing something to boost the hype, it's because they're terrified. And they have to know this thing's a turd. Now, maybe I'm wrong. It's possible. I don't like to think it's very possible, but it's possible. I'm wrong. I don't think so, though. I'm, Heather, I'm almost starting to wonder if they simply they don't really know what to do. Well, how did, how did it get to this, though? I mean, and that's build, the question. Building a console isn't done in a vacuum, right? Somebody there had, are a lot of people that work on something like. I mean, this is this is your flagship product. But I think what it come out is at the very end they got something and said. Okay, cool. It's done. Now what do we do with it? Okay, I have a question, though. And it's for both I mean, of you. It's okay. The, the Wii itself, we can both, or I'm sorry, we can both, we can all agree, revolutionary, set sales records. They, they sold a shit ton of these they did. things. They and did. And they were cheaper than the other consoles. Right. Keep that in mind. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not disagreeing right. at all. I'm just saying they sold a shit ton of the Wii. Yes. But they didn't sell a shit ton of the games. Nope. You think maybe they're just fucking confused? Has, I mean, has anyone thought that maybe they think the novelty was great, but maybe they made a bad decision on the back end? They're not sure what where the wheels came off the train. It, where so did speak. this go wrong? We had a great rollout. We did amazing the first year, and then what the hell happened? Has anyone considered this possibility? Because yeah, they did awesome. What on is the, the official launch for this thing? Is my question. You know, the I, last thing I saw was holiday was holiday, holiday of two thousand twelve. Yeah. So, so assume a, a November late, late launch. November. Yeah. Okay. November. Yeah. 
So we are, let's see, we're five months away from what is their biggest console since the last one. They have no prices. They have uh, no controller prices. They have no accessory prices. They have a list of games. No idea how much the game's going to cost. Mad Cats unleashes the Wii U accessories at E3. We go hands-on. Look, having, been, having worked long enough at a GameStop, I'm sorry, at Babbage's back in the day, anybody will tell you, you don't buy Mad Cats. You don't buy uh, Nikon or, or whatever. The, the, all these third-brand knockoff, you just don't because they never work. They're cheap pieces of crap. Having said that, I have now Google searched. Every, in fact, even the actual news for Wii U controller price, nobody has a clue. Well, All speculation. And I'm telling you, five months away from a, a holiday review, you should be telling people exactly what it does, exactly what it comes with, and exactly what it's going to cost. So people can have prior planning to buy their gifts. Right. That's, this is a PR yeah. advertising clusterfuck from the ground up. Well, and that's kind of what I'm saying. I, I'm wondering, maybe they don't even know. Maybe Nintendo doesn't have a fucking clue what to do with this. I, thing. I think that's just it. They've got something so unique, they just I, don't know how to market. No, no, no. Like John Carter. So unique. So unique. It is. Well, it is. So unique. unique is the Wii originally. So unique is holy shit, motion controller, wand, none. This is unique because it's whatever. got a tablet for no, your controller. Fuck your which tablet. Which in and of itself I is stupid. I have an iPad. Oh, okay, that's my. Okay, it's not unique. That's anymore. fine. And would you like to use that as your controller for hours and end playing Hell a game? Hell no. Because I, that's go. basically it. what it's going to be. Yeah. That's, that's we, we're looking I'm at the specs, but it's going to be 10, 10 inches, inches long. long. Who the fuck wants to hold that and play a game yeah, you're like, this like this for no, no, no. hours on end? I agree with both of you. Uh, that's what I'm saying. It, it's not unique anymore. War- novelty sold the Wii. This is my opinion. Right, go ahead. Novelty sold the Wii. It is not going to sell the Wii U. Now, the other end of this, either A, they don't know what the fuck they're doing. They have no idea what this thing's worth. They don't know what the market's going to do. That's option A, and that's the one I'm going with. Or B, they're so supremely confident, they don't think they need to do any of this. Those that, are the two options I can legitimately, logically think of. Scroll Hubby says, maybe they have something up their sleeve, we don't know about it. But Warner but says, what? Nintendo say, did say they will, will reveal more as the well, year goes on. It's the end of June! Warner. It's June 17th! Yeah. You're it's time! Less than five months from launch, and you're going to review stuff as time goes on? Fuck that! No. I need to know now what it is your shit's doing. If you are going to do a good, and this is just from a marketing perspective Xbox. only. Marketing perspective only. I'm pretty decent at business. Marketing only. This is the time to start hyping. This is the time where you start rolling out details. E3 was the time to start rolling out details. What does every single outlet say? E3 was disappointing for Nintendo. Their shares dropped 2%. That's what E3 is for. Because they sucked so hard. That's the point of E3. Exactly. Holidays are coming up. That's the big gaming time of year for sales. You want to roll out a new fucking console? E3's the time to do it. Yep. Because it gives you six months to roll out for the main season. You're never going to have a bigger audience of your core core demographic than now. Exactly. And they had nothing. They had nothing. Everyone thinks it was disappointing. There is not a single mainstream outlet that thinks that E3 was a success for Nintendo. Everyone called it disappointing. Everyone called it underwhelming. Everyone said that the Wii U was still a mystery. Like M said multiple times now, if you don't have a price on this thing yet, you are wrong. You don't have some titles to show, you are wrong. 
You don't have some hardware specs. You are way fucking wrong. There are two options as far as I see it. They either A, think they have gold in the bank and are ready to roll, and they, holy they don't have shit, a choice. they're going to have a license they, to print money. doesn't matter what your B is. They don't have a choice. Well, this th- is it for that's them. That's the thing, though. B is they have a turd. A is gold, B is turd. I'm voting turd. Based on what I've seen so far, there's two options. B is turd. Go ahead, Alan. I I think it's going to be the Dreamcast all over again. I think it's exactly exactly what it is. I remember. Nintendo Nintendo wants to get out early, just like Sega did when they knew that the PlayStation 2 was coming out. So so they brought out their last-ditch effort, the Dreamcast. They put all this. Remember, it was all crazy. You could go online with the Dreamcast, and there was a a modem on there. I'm young enough to barely remember, but I remember. there was all this crazy I had to sell that shit. And they were like, we had, and they pushed it out early, and then the PlayStation 2 came along, and it it, it, it killed it. It I remember the meetings with my district manager at Babbage's telling us because our numbers were on the toilet for Dreamcast saying you need to sell the Dreamcast to people and I it, I look around at everybody else I'm like <sighs> I raised my hand and said boss nobody wants it we don't want to push it because we know the PlayStation 2 is coming so how are we going to sell these people a PS2 when they buy the Dreamcast we all demoed it nobody liked it I said well how are these people going to buy a, a PlayStation 2 from us after we just convinced them to throw down money to buy a Dreamcast He's like, I don't care. We'll cross that bridge later. You sell the Dreamcast now. That's what we have. That's what you sell. It was a hard sell. And like you said, Allender, especially when people knew, just like Sega tried to beat into the market, they knew the PlayStation 2 was coming. And after the wild success of the first one, people were banking on it. Just like people at the end of the Wii's lifespan are not happy with it, don't want it. They see this thing. Not to mention, I mean, the Wii was... was Market is a family friendly. A lot of older people could get into it because you're waving something. It's kind of right. cool. Yes. Good luck. Here's a pad. Try to figure it out from here, old timer. Have fun. I have a question for you, and this is going to the IRC. I already know what my response is. I think this thing is shit. I think we're going with option B. I think it's turd. Warner says, oh, for the love of God, don't fucking compare the Wii U to the Dreamcast. Dreamcast had little to none third party. Saturn console that came before it sucked. What in third party is going to support the Wii U? That's what? Ex- Who's going to spend the time exactly. to market it? Who Th- supported the Wii? Who supported nobody. the Wii? That, no, yes. Th- think yes. Of, I, I honestly, Thank you. I okay, honestly right. cannot think of one. Th- can Can you honestly think of one third party? No, it's Wii? all in-house stuff. Can you think of any? I'm, Metroid, I'm, I'm, Zelda, Mario. It's not just in-house. I'm not even it's trying all to think. reboot. They don't even have well, the yeah, balls to go for anything yeah. new. It's all Mario. It's, 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 it's going to be Super Kong, Mario Brothers Smash U. Brothers. It's going to be Smash Brothers. You, you know the Zelda U. Zelda. There you go. going to come out eventually. Yeah. But it's the same shit. It is. It's, it's the, the same. same. It is, but the Wii is the same stuff. It doesn't matter what game I'm playing. I'm still moving my hand in the exact same motions every single time. Scrub Puppy, I'm drunk, and I'm still <laughs> seeing this as a turd. All right. You say maybe they're just fucking drunk. No. I'm drinking. I've been drinking all night, and I still see this as a piece of shit. I'm sorry. You cannot count well, on hardcore gamers' support when you have done nothing to endear yourselves to them since, I, I don't know, how far back? N64, GameCube? maybe? I'm going with SNES. Scrub says, but he what he says what he says Nintendo is like, we're fucked if we don't put something out right now. And you know what? When it no. comes down to it, maybe that's how they view it. We can't compete against the other two systems. We got to hit the market first for a full year, grab as much as we can, and then, I don't know, 
Here's month a, later. Okay, actually, I, I have a relevant, and this is not a toot-my-own-horn moment because Highlander did it first. But I'm thinking of it because I did it last week. E.T. and Atari. They thought they had a slam dunk in the bank, gold mint, print our own money success in E.T. Because it was the greatest thing, it was very popular, blah, blah, blah. They did a shitty job with it, and it's one of the reasons they went bankrupt. And I will freely admit your version was probably better because your version's awesome. But the only reason I'm thinking of it is because last week I had to do your job on the video game moment because you were yeah. busy. That's right. fine. Um, I don't mean your job is in a pejorative. I understand. What you know mean. what I mean? The point being, if you do something, even if you think it's a great idea, but if you do it badly because you haven't given it the time, because you think, I have to rush this, chances are you are going to fail. You are going to fail hard. We have seen this over and over and over in the video game community where people try and push out a title, or they wait forever and push out a title. I think Duke Nukem is a great example of that, where something was vaporware forever, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden it's, oh, people want this. We should you know, shove this out. You've got 10-year-old graphics, and now it's a turd. This is a turd. This is them trying to get out ahead of their competitors without putting in the work. They think the novelty is going to carry them again. The so novelty is worn off. I think after the last couple of shows, we can pretty much bank on not getting any kind of prototype or you know beta copies to try out for the show. I don't think You so. know what, though? Nintendo's going to be gone in I, five years. I think the way they're... Or you know what they're going to do with or, Sega did. Or they'll, they'll, they'll just be software. You'll, yeah, that's, that's Sega. Fine. That's what You'll Sega be playing did. Mario Brothers on your PlayStation. Yeah. that Fine. Fuck it. I don't care. I, I just Sorry, do I not see Atari them... Do you realize that we went on the air starting at 6 o'clock this evening? It's now 7 minutes to 11? Well, technically 6.30. We, uh, we're playing music, yeah, right. but okay, still, but it's been a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, got to wrap this thing we're up. We're pushing uh, a five-hour show. Yes, Jesus. time for the quickening. Here we are, born Ten minutes to later, be kings. We're the princes of the universe. Greetings, Highlander. You call? have the manners of a goat. Go ahead. Alright, folks, as always, if you have a question you'd like me to answer the quickening, you can always do so at highlander1g.com. Okay, so you, d- you did run out of time because I know I forward you a bunch of questions. That they- yes. Okay, got it. So here we go. Question, why is everything a Republican doesn't like unconstitutional? Because it is. Because for Republicans, progress ended sometime around 1957, and the sooner we get back get blah, and the sooner we get back to keeping women in the kitchen, blacks too scared to vote or fight for their rights, and God-fearing white men reigning supreme, you know the good old days, the better. I could probably devote this entire quickening to trolling on Republicans, but we'll just hit the highlights today. Republicans hate liberals because liberals are always feeling that they're entitled to something, and Republicans know that no one should feel entitled to anything. Except, of course, for guns, Christianity and public society, lower taxes, less government, NASCAR coverage on TV, cheap goods from China, but really, who's keeping score? While Republicans always whine and complain about the connections between liberals and Hollywood celebrities, for some reason it's the Republicans who vote celebrities into office. Ronald Reagan, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sonny Bono, Fred Thompson, it goes on and on. 
And while Republicans rail endlessly about the evil mainstream media, they're always ready to tout how Fox News is the most watched news channel, which of course makes them the very definition of mainstream media. Not to mention the fact that 90% of news and talk radio programming is conservative in nature. How will the Republican message ever be heard? I guess irony isn't in the Republican dictionary. And speaking of talk radio, if you've ever had the misfortune of listening to one of those programs, you've heard of the one fundamental truth that all conservative radio hosts follow. The louder you are, the more right you are. Maybe I just don't get Republicans. Maybe it's because I donate to the poor instead of ripping them off, or read books not written by talk radio hosts, or listen to good music, or have an IQ higher than 80, or have non-white friends, or use big words. I guess I'll just never know. But I do know that Bill Clinton managed to create a national surplus as president while getting a blowjob at the same time, and in my book, that's pretty fucking awesome. I don't understand, though. You're white. Join Team Evil. (laughs) (laughs) And finally, question, how do you feel about Rodney King's death? Well, I guess the flags will be flying at half-staff at all Popeye's chickens for a while. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) This is the white guy, right? Donating to the poor. Loves minorities. Fuckers eat chicken. For those who don't remember, the Rodney King riots were the result of some perceived police brutality in some crackhead black guy. And he first leads police on a high-speed chase to avoid a DUI, which would have violated his parole. Who would have thought? He then repeatedly ignores orders from the police. He's then tasered with no success due to the amount of crack cocaine and PCP flowing through his system. Police, having exhausted every available option to attempt to subdue this violent erratic monkey, resort to their batons. They eventually beat the shit out of him, and he's arrested. Try asking a black person how they would have dealt with this type of violent man, and likely you will get some sort of irrational, emotionally charged response. The police were rightly acquitted of charges, which naturally began the ape uprising. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. So send your hate mail to hollywoodwoodgie at gmail.com. So in typical fashion, the nigs took to the streets to do what they do best. Rioting, (laughs) looting, (laughs) setting fires, and murdering. What better way to fight an injustice than to loot local businesses and kill fellow blacks? The people of Koreatown bravely defended their businesses, exchanging gunfire frequently. The police had abandoned the area, so the business owners took things into their own hands. You want to steer our Korean barbecue? Fuck you, asshole! Bang, bang! Yes, friends, anarchy had arrived at the doors of Los Angeles. Apes running wild in the streets. Michael Bolton canceling a concert in the area. Several sports teams moving their games out of the city. George Bush and Bill Cosby making public pleas to end the hilarity. I mean violence. (laughs) A curfew was introduced, and Marines, the National Guard, and the rest of the Hitler Youth were called in. They killed a few more people for good measure, and after four days, peace was restored. In the end, 53 people had died. Uh, Not half bad. And as always, if you have a question you'd like me to answer in the quickening, please email me at highlander1g at gmail.com. I have a question. How is it you have not come up with some standard sounder disclaimer for his bullshit yet? <laughs> it some runs standard. at the beginning of every show and every... Uh, <laughs> Just click a button. The Emperor's Court is not responsible for the content of this message. Please contact Highlander1G at E. A better question is why is the BCW required that of us? <laughs> time. And uh, one more time. Well played, Highlander. Well Thank played. You. That was Thank funny. You. That is amazing picture. <laughs> Still funny. I, I would uh, love to know who made it, because you probably would commission something. I probably would. <laughs> All right, folks, we got to get out of here. It is 2 minutes to 11 o'clock on the Eastern Holy Seaboard. And i got to work in the morning. So do I. And then So what we learned What did we learn? Well, we already knew that we used crap, but I think we just got to Yes, we did. I think we spent the last four weeks. 
Yeah, really, we didn't we didn't talk about a whole lot of uh, articles. Well, we talked about the consoles dying out. Consoles so, dying uh, out. We talked uh, about violence video and video games. And rape. Violence and video games. Violence and rape. Rape is a, yeah, a storyline driver. That's, I think pretty much that's the thing, though. We had a really big discussion on violence and rape in video games. True. And, and an hour spent on how the gamers in is a shitty podcast. Well, that's yeah. And then, of course, we found out about the I'm sorry. pony convention. That, which kind of took our... Yeah, whatever. Anyway, so then My Little Pony kind of took away the, the heat that I was building towards the game. And lucky for them. But you know what? After September and that thing's gone, if they're still around, we're right back at it. So, yeah, we covered a lot of ground today. Some of it I'm sure will get us in trouble, and some of us will get us in trouble next week. Uh, sharpen your blades, folks. I will have marching orders for you next week. Be ready. We'll start the show as close to being on time as we can, because we'll have to get through some material before, you know, the clock rolls around. I believe I'm off that, so I should be here right on Nice. I'm not positive. Okay. I'm 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time next Sunday. The balloon goes up. All right, folks. <laughs> like it's fucking D-Day. <laughs> we stormed the beaches! <laughs> I managed to outlive over half the IRC. Good job, family stuff. Yeah, we did lose about half the audience, but it's 11 o'clock at night, so it's to be expected. That'll happen. Yeah. Uh, I want to thank, let's see, No Wise for going ahead and working on trying to get the podcast fixed. Uh, I want to thank Smurfette for going ahead and posting the articles for us, and I believe she's going to do. I want to thank the listeners for staying with us in this five-hour extravaganza, of which four and a half of them actually talk. That's a lot of time. Uh, it's two shows, three shows for most of the people on this network. We do it every Sunday. We'll have, hopefully, have something Bazinga. for you. <laughs> hopefully, we'll have something for you next week. In okay. fact, if you guys, if you're off, yeah, and you can get here uh, early, I may have something for us to do, what, right. I, well, what I discussed when we blacked out the mics. Okay. You can let, do that ahead of time. Yeah, let me double check. I'm either off next week or the week after going to a rotation. You know what? Maybe I was too harsh. I encourage all of my listeners, go ahead and give the Gamers In podcast a listen. Between now and the next time we talk on Sunday, we'll, re- we'll reconvene and we'll, we'll review this. Maybe I was too harsh. Maybe I was wrong. Maybe there's a little nugget of something in there worth worth saving. Episode twenty. Episode twenty five. Start there. That's one of their newest ones. Their E three coverage. We'll go for that. You're a gangster. I hear it's gangster. <laughs> Anyways, word on the street says it's gangster. Join us at our home site, playwithyou.net. If you're interested in playing with the Sins of the Sword Empire, we are playing Saturday evenings. Player, you're wrong. Hit us. Yes. Hit us up on Steam. It's not hard to find me. Just look at my email, emperorgacox.net. As always, send your questions, comments, opinions of a non-funny nature to emperor1g at cox.net. Your hate mail goes to Highland. Uh, but, I, I, but I never get you it. You never get it. <laughs> Only one time did I ever get it. Yep. And it was for a, a legitimate story that yeah. actually happened. Go see. I, I have a question. What? Why you story? Yes. Why yes. you okay. Yes, there was someone that wrote in. And I said thought it was, was hilarious. Making fun of I'll the my you. brother's mentally retarded. Right. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was funny. I can see how someone would be mad. Sure. Still okay. hilarious. It's still, yeah, best day ever. Best uh, don't forget our sponsors, who, <laughs> if they listen to the show, it would just shake their head. Audio Audible Books, as well as Type Frag, type frag Ventrilo like, Servers, which we ourselves right. use at Clan 1G, I encourage. We've never had a problem with them. They've always been uh, just just peaches. 
So I'll go ahead and pick up a Type Rag Ventrilo Server Fox. <laughs> how's that, how's har- that for endorsement? <laughs> Hardly any ape uprisings. <laughs> and nobody beaten. <laughs> nobody beaten. No rape scenes at Type Rag. <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> right. Can we all just get along? How, uh, how many hours ago did it get out of hand? How many months ago? How many, uh, months ago? How many hours have we been on? About five? How about so the about first quickening? First quickening. Nobody wants black babies. When was Shit. the first quickening? When was the first quickening? Oh, nine? September 09? December? I had to go back and look. I, I don't think remember. so. Yeah. Right. Yes, we have. All right, folks, um, I, join us on our Facebook and Twitter, especially Twitter, as I've been tweeting quite a bit lately. Uh, Emperor, I'm sorry, em, Emperor's Court for Twitter and for Facebook. Add us. Um, I'm actually looking to do a Twitter type of segment in the future. I'm still working out the bugs. But definitely join us on Twitter and on Facebook. Uh, is there anything else, gentlemen, I'm forgetting? No. Final words, questions, no comments? No. Uh, missing one thing? Yes, what? No, 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 him. Oh. I'm missing one thing? Well, he didn't really get around. Go, guard! I did. I said, join us in Pilot G.net. You can finish it. Well, usually I wait for home of the Imperial. Oh, it is home of the Imperial Guard. Go, guard! Which we're picking up some steam now in Sins of Sword Empire. So we'll have some use for the old site after that. All right, folks. Bad manners are better than no manners at all. Big glass, the internet. Hurrah! So long, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>